another day. Another Tuesday at the Fred Hampton in the Suites. Hope y'all doing well. I am having the time of my life today. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Uh, Another week, baby. Another week. We made it. Happy to see everyone here. See you here. It's good to see you. Uh, Or at least later, good to hear you, I guess. Whatever. (laughs) So we got a uh, little bit of a doozy of a topic today that, uh, like most topics, was started by uh, me on a whim going on a three-day date with someone in New Orleans. So uh, that's kind of how this one started. <laughs> Let me just say, okay, I've been I've been getting back into the dating world, uh, and from what I'm hearing with other people's experiences in the dating world, uh, things are not really going well for a lot of people. Believe it or not. Um, apparently dating for most people or for, for at least all the people I've been dating, uh, which are, you know, uh, a bunch of women who are out on, you know, hinge or bumble or whatever. Uh, apparently they've been having a lot, having a lot of bad dating experiences. And I've heard too many stories now to think that this is just some kind of coincidence. Um, there's a s- systemic issue. <laughs> there really is, I think, a systemic issue with with dudes because uh, I'm gonna be, you know, honest. I am not all that, you know. Like, <laughs> I can crack some jokes. Uh, you know, I still have a job for now, <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, there. For the most part, I'm just a dorky, nerdy guy who's going to go off about politics or, you know, talk about whatever. Uh, Apparently, things are pretty bad out here. Because some of the stuff I'm hearing is like, it's not just, you know, the usual stuff of like dudes ghosting, stuff happening. Uh, The kind of stuff that I'm hearing is like pretty rapey. I don't know how else to describe it, man. Like, it's pretty bad. Um, and I just kind of want to talk today. I don't have too much to say up top. I'm just really interested in trying to figure out what the hell is going on with dudes. I know that we live in a society that, especially in America, there's not there's not a lot of strong male friend groups. There's not a lot of strong sort of male community uh, the sort of traditional roles that men used to have from systemic patriarchy have sort of been lessened in some ways, right? You know, the man is not just supposed to be the head of the household anymore. Uh, he's not the only one who can work, all of that stuff. And I, I think that's having an effect on the sort of listlessness that a lot of guys are feeling. But the amount of like, guy manosphere bullshit that's been going on the amount of people who are engaged in just sort of open like open sort of 
it's almost like the the sort of game that used to be uh around when i was in college you know the stuff that like this is how you get a woman by treating her like shit it almost seems like that's become so ubiquitous in a lot of this date these dating worlds that it's like i don't know it's just it's just it's just wild but you know i don't i don't have too much to say up top today i just i really want to open it up for discussion and before i miss him i've been wanting to talk to this guy forever uh it's been a long time job what's happening man welcome back to the fred hampton in the suites what up i how you doing <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on out there. You know, it's it's been pretty wild. That's the big question, Bide. I think that's a really, <laughs> really big question. I I have some sort of lead-in questions to start to, I don't know, break this down. When you say bad dating experiences, what kind of stuff are you talking about in general? So and yes, I am cooking some stir fry right now. My bad. Okay, good. Okay, good. I hope you made enough for the rest of us, Ja. I um, wish y'all were here. I'd feed you all. <laughs> uh, so I'll tell you one. Okay, this is this is one, and it's not the only one that I've heard. Now there, there there's the general stuff, right? Um, that there's a bunch of guys who are on there, and none of them everyone wants to be in a situationship, right? But that's, that is, you know, that's more general stuff. I don't think that's like specific to dudes. Define a situationship, what does that mean? So basically- I'm old and I'm gay, so so I don't know what y'all be doing out here. (laughs) It's a whole different world on my side of the fence. So go ahead. Okay, well, I I, I, I gotta be the same age. So I'm old too. So I I could define, this is how I've heard it. A situationship basically is when it's basically when you're just fucking and you're being led along for a long period of time without any sort of real commitment, without any sort of next steps or anything like that, which I think is kind of, I honestly think that's pretty common with just the way that a lot of this online dating stuff works. Because, you know, it's rare that you're ever talking to one person if you're even dating right? Like with apps and everything, it's like, you know, you have three different people that you're going on dates with or whatever, potentially, right? And I think that's, I don't know, I think that kind of the sort of all-you-can-eat buffet sort of nature of these apps sometimes, right? Like (laughs) Not the sizzler vibe. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like that, that kind of stuff. I, I but but the, the things that I'm hearing, I mean, here's here's just one story, like specific stories that are like, what the hell is going on? Oh. Uh so one one girl I was talking to, she was here, she was in visiting from a different country. Uh she came over, we had met on hinge, and we, you know, were talking and she was talking about a date she had gone on like a couple nights before that. And she met the guy at a bar and she noticed that there was like another guy who kept like staring at him at the bar. And she's like, Oh, that's weird. Whatever. But things are kind of clicking off or whatever at the bar. She goes home with this guy. They end up sleeping together. And in the middle of the night while she's sleeping, someone walks into the bedroom and it's this other guy from the bar and he's trying to like sneak into the bed. Right. 
And she's like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? And it turns out that's the other guy's roommate. And then they start saying, no, just go with it. Just go with it. Just go with it. You know, Jesus and it's like, Christ. yeah, Jesus fucking Christ, Ja. Like, and now she's here, you know, this foreigner in this foreign, you know, fucking America, her first time in America, who is in this bed with like these two guys who are pressuring her. And, you know, she's like, no, I've got to get my stuff. I got to leave. And they're still trying to like pressure her. And then, you know, luckily she was able to leave, but like, you know, shit like that. Like, and and the funny thing is, because she was telling me too, she's like, she's like, the, the crazy thing is like, if people would just like talk to me about it and been honest, I may have been down for some crazy shit. You know, it's just the fact that it's just the fact that so, like that sort of kind of like I don't know, like like assault. So what do you think would even prompt that kind of behavior in people, right? Yeah. Like why why would a guy feel like they have to do that? Uh, it's it, okay. <laughs> This is kind of unrelated, but there's some thread here, and I'm just going to go for it. Bye. This may not work. Um, okay, let's go for it. I, I know somebody who's a hell of a womanizer. Mm-hmm. Actually, a good friend of mine, and I, I, I frequently have had this conversation with them over the years where I'm like, look, man, <laughs> just be yourself. Present yourself as you are. Like, right be polyamorous and like own up to your shit, own up to your urges, own up to your desires and present yourself as you are. And maybe there are people out there that will reciprocate, but you can't do this thing where you're, you know, telling 14 different women, and this is real, (laughs) 14 different women, oh baby, you're the only one and I'm trying to build a life with you just to yeah. keep them around, right? Like, what is it in these men with this type of thing that makes them feel like they can't be this way? Now, particularly in this person's case, they, and this is just hilarious to me, they blame it on their Christian values, right? Uh, this is how I was taught to be as a man, but I'm like, but that's not you, though. Right, right, right. So, it's, and, I, go ahead. No, I, I I think one of the things that I really did want to talk about today, too, is really the effect that sort of patriarchy and these sorts of expectations and these sorts of restrictions and this sort of like expression of masculinity has on men, too. I don't I think there has to be a reckoning of the effect because, look, this this situation with old girl is absolutely terrifying. Right. Uh-huh. But the fact that like. She, because she's had, you know, we were talking, we were real open. She's had like threesomes before. She's done crazy shit, you know, which I'm like, hell yeah, that's dope, you know, (laughs) but it's, it's, what's crazy to me is that had these men just had a better understanding or if, if maybe when they're taught in sex ed, they're just taught more about consent, you know, like Mm -hmm. just generally like. It's not like they couldn't have potentially had a threesome too, but now they're resorting to like whatever the expectation or whatever the things are in their heads, they're resorting to, you know, straight up like rape like behavior. Yeah, and that's, man. that's what's crazy. Like even with your friend too, like, look, I've, you know, I've been bad in some relationships too. Like I've cheated before. And one of the mm-hmm. things that stops me from like cheating again 
is the idea of consent. It just kind of fucked with me, right? Hmm. Like if if you staying with me is dependent on sort of false pretenses, false premises, then the consent you're giving me is not really consent. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah. Like it's 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 false. So like if you got to be around here telling like 14 different people, you know, like baby baby baby, you're the only one. <laughs> you know? Like that's you you are not allowing people to have the information that they need to have consent because here's the other thing when we're talking about it right oh, if, i know where you go if you start you know what it is if you start if you're fucking on 14 of these women and they don't know that you're fucking around then you're also potentially exposing them to you know your nasty dick no offense mm-hmm. but like there could hepatitis be a, there could be some problems C, hepatitis all of that C, syphilis. all of that all of that <laughs> You I know? got the pamphlet right here. <laughs> yeah. Human papillomavirus. Right, right, pops. right. <laughs> no, it's, it's, but it's, I don't, it's, you know, like, that's just one story. And the fact that, like, I, I kid you not, like, because I've been on a lot of dates recently, because usually, you know, I, I'll, you know, if I'm talking to someone on an app or something, I'm like, hey, you know, let's just meet in person. Let's just whatever. Let's go get a coffee. Let's go get a drink. Let's let me buy you dinner or whatever. Um, but like the fact that all of them, you know, because I always ask, you know, how's dating going for you? And the answer has never been good. Like, you know, like it's mm. it's the the kinds of things I've like heard from people. Um are making me think it's it's much more I know it's all like anecdotal evidence. I don't have like data on right on this, but like everyone's got like some crazy ass story. And that's what's I don't know, it's just really kind of I I think usually when 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 you start to see sort of repetitive stories come up, when you start to see um all these like really like there's a lot of like good looking I, I mean I'm in Chicago so I'm like I'm, hey. I'm you know it's different uh so I the prospects here are just like there are a lot of like really a lot of women who have everything together and are really nice and really cool and they're just out here like they can't find people and that to me is like what I, I just don't know what's going on with that you know? Oh, especially if you're a black woman and you know about that, right? By homie, you do. homie, I cannot believe it. I mean, you know, I our sisters and aunties and, and cousins mm-hmm. and all of them that we have to watch where I'm like, you, I know you, you're an incredible human being. And what the hell is going on to where no, like no one can see that and no one is willing to like, I don't know what that is. I can't even, I can't even touch that. I, all I do is I'm like, I'm here to listen. Let's get this bottle of wine. Right. Let's have this kiki real quick. I need to hear right. all about it. But that, I mean, I, I, right. I can never answer to them what the hell is wrong with people. But also, yeah. like, like, what is it about these men that you described with um, uh, no, the secret sneak sneak uh, threesome situation? You know, do you think that this specific act of being sneaky is something that they got off on? Is it like a whole, because look, man, let me tell you. That's interesting too. Yeah. 
and even that can be arranged with consent, right? Maybe not the super but that, secret see, that's squirrel the thing. thing. Yeah, right. 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 But, but you have to you, you have to use your imagination a little bit. And let me just let me just tell you a little bit about gay world. <laughs> okay. Take me there, take me to gay world. Yeah, yeah man. To go. I think the expectations about the way in which you're supposed to interact with a potential mate for sex, dating, marriage, whatever is whatever is in your expectation, I think it's just drastically different. I think that because we're a subculture, that people outright, um, you know, re have rejected our identity for as long as they have. Right. We've just been like, oh well, <laughs> shit. Might as well, do, might as well do what the fuck we want to do, and that's exactly right. what we do. It's right. Every kind of nah, sexual mm. expression. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just saying we got Boys Town up here in Chicago, and oh. that is gay Disney World, bro. That is look. The kind of There's shit. One in almost like, every town. <laughs> my God, it's, it's, I feel like you hear you hear the music happening. You know, when, whenever you get there and everything, it's just it. It is a whole. It they, from what I've seen from my friends, they figured it out as far as like sexuality, sexual expression, as far as like everything, they figured they figured it out. You know, and we still have our problems, absolutely for sure. But for sure, because I, I, there's so many of my guys where I, where they're like, man, does does anybody want to settle down and do anything? You know, it doesn't even have to be monogamous. It just like, can we get something cracking? Can I? Right. I, <laughs> you know, and but gay people also be like, it'd be like this. Sometimes I think there's a culture that's perpetuated that has nothing to do with a lot of people's desires as well. And I'm sure you're aware of that. But like my niece. 100%. Yeah. My niece the other day was like, yo, bro, Unc, why? I went to a gay club with one of my friends. And why are there just naked men? Like instead of them playing like Beyonce videos or <laughs> the game yeah. or whatever else. Uh, it's it's just like naked booties and yep. and helicopter and like <laughs> what is she was like why like what is I've never had this experience before and I'm like yeah, yeah we'd be putting it all out there and so our expectations we don't have so many assumptions about the default dating experience it can be wildly anything and it has been for me and it has been for many so yeah I wonder what kind of expectations are going on in Straitsville and whatever else kind of ville there is where is there repression going on do is there oh, do i have to ask 100%. that question america is so incredibly sexually repressed and at the same time sex is marketed to us in all the ways that has nothing to do with authentic sexual expression but anyway I, i've gone on on and on and on by what were you gonna no, say I, I mean no, I could, I mean, I, 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 just to kind of go off the, you know, what's being marketed to us and everything. I mean, look, there, there is a weird sort of, uh, there is a way that I think sex is marketed at men as far as like what they have to be mm. in order to be worthy to have a partner. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have to be this big, muscly, muscly, burly dude 
You have to be, you know, like an alpha or whatever the fuck that is, which is so dumb. Like anyone, you just spoiler alert for anybody or just, you know, like a pro tip. If you think of like <laughs> men in terms of like being an alpha, you you're not getting any ass. I'm just saying like it's it's going to be you have to be very, very attractive. Why is that to, true? Like, honestly, I really do. I, I mean, I really think that's true. Because the the vast majority, I think what we have with like alphas or whatever mm. is selection bias, right? Or survivorship bias, more more like uh, explain the people who. So if you have someone who's pretending they're an alpha or any of this bullshit, it's so dumb. But like <laughs> they usually the ones who are out there like marketing that or being that or something like that have like some other modicum of success or some other like usually you know they're conventionally attractive or something like that and mm -hmm. they're kind of getting they're getting fucked despite like in spite of the alpha shit not because of the alpha shit you know what i mean so when they come hmm. back and they start talking about like oh you're you know you're uh this is how you get girls bro they honestly don't know like they they really don't they're being ridiculous you know like it's 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 a like i said it's like a, a survivorship kind of bias it's not a true sort of uh indication of does this work or not right mm -hmm. which is why you know like and, and there's it's 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 just i don't know man it's one it's just <laughs> it's also just fucking lame man it's so lame dude like i I wonder what, like, sense of, I don't know, I guess I've been there. I've been, like, a young, confused, you know, kid who didn't feel like I was really worth it or didn't feel like people would like me, and I didn't know how to talk to people, and I felt, like, you know, nervous about it, but really, Sounds like, like being human to me. That's just being a human being, you know? Big time. It's like, if you don't think that someone like a potential partner or anyone out there can, you know, relate to you being a human being, then you're not, you know, you're losing the plot. You're kind of missing, you're missing the sort of commonalities of the human experience, you know, like it's weird. And then, I don't know, man, there's so much we could talk about. There's all like, there's all the gatekeeping shit, the gatekeeping shit as it applies to like women who are also into things. Like, I don't know why, Niggas huh? still act like they are. I, I don't know why, like, you know, like, niggas still act like they're surprised whenever, like, a woman's like, yeah, I like anime or something. You know? Really? It's like, yeah, it's just people, people be acting crazy, like, like, pretending <laughs> that people cannot be diverse or people cannot like things that you yeah. like. You know? It's so weird. Like, gaming culture and all that shit, when it's like, oh, women, you can't play video games or you can't do this. What the fuck are you talking about? It's like a it is really weird. I'd be talking to this dude at at my gym who's where I just be like, you have so much evidence right in front of your eyes with all the women that you see everywhere doing all becoming incredible engineers and like, right. like everything you can think of in your wildest dreams women are doing. And they've always had the potential to be able to do, if not for right. a crazy world that's like, but women don't do this stuff. And like, right. you know, I, I really have to have this conversation with this dude. And he's, you know, got to be in his mid thirties. He's a brother. 
and you know he subscribes to some well you know i ain't got to say yeah. nothing else it's i i just don't i don't know if these people don't understand like how can they not understand that subscribing to that false notion is hurting them is like eliminating their prospects is actually actively sort of like fucking up their game uh-huh. that's what i don't get you know it's almost like I don't know. It's almost like we're we're thinking of people as like these abstract kind of like, I don't know, like concepts or whatever, like these things that aren't, I, I don't know how to describe it, like actual human beings. And it, it, it's almost like, um, it's like a religious sort of dogma around how we try to put people in different categories, right? And in some I cases, it's not yeah. kind of like a religious dogma. It is absolutely a religious yeah, dogma in so true. many cases. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's and by true. what is it about our economy? What is it about our larger systems order that that gets us to these places, right? Because, yeah, you know, I, I talked to my mother. She was born in the 50s. <laughs> and, I'm, and my dad, they were both born in 1951. And what you could get, how you could get it was conducive to creating a family and having some sort of balance in life, right? They, right. they managed to have five of us, let me tell you, you know, something yeah. that ain't going on yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it just makes me wonder, like, do people, do you know how people like almost metaphysically uh, react to conditions, even though they may not? expressly know that they're there or understand that they're there yeah, in a sort of concrete yeah. way but is it are we collectively reacting to a real true lack of foundation not in the religious sense but just a lack of foundational things to create you know congenial <laughs> dating situations and mating situations yeah. marriage situations do, are we are we somehow collectively acting in some sort of uh, despair? I don't know. Yeah. No. No. I think I think there's a real truth to that. Look, hmm. the system that you live in, to a large extent, manufactures the sort of boundaries of your expectations, right? Or mm-hmm. or your interactions, right? It's, it's, and this is something that's happened even before news cycles and sort of conscious manufacturing of consent that happens a lot uh, with, you know, the the framing of issues in politics, right? Oh, it's, there's a liberal and there's a conservative view, but both of them just happen to want to send billions of dollars worth of more weapons to Ukraine, right? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's this idea here of the society that you're in will shape that as well and will shape the, the way that you interact with women, the way that you, um, you know, the way that you think a date is supposed to go or uh-huh. the things that you think you're, you should talk about or not talk about on dates. Like here's, here's one thing I've really noticed. And then I'll, I'll, I'll talk to BK for a bit, but there's, there's a lot of people on dates who it's very interesting. I didn't realize I was, I was kind of weird when I was going to dates because of the way that I approach them. But my thing is like, I'm not, I'm not there to try to like impress you or even for this to go necessarily well, right? Like I'm not, Uh like to me, there's not like a pressure here because like there's autonomy. So 
at any point in time, if you're not feeling it, if I'm not feeling it, it could just be done, you know? It's So it's kind of like, I'm not going into a date to try to like lock someone in or with, I, I don't go with a, like a motivation. Sounds right? healthy. I don't, I don't, I don't care if it, like, I, it, it can go, like, I would like for it to go well. Like, I don't want to make you uncomfortable or anything, but like part of dating is understanding whether or not you vibe with somebody. So it's like, I'm trying to go in with just, let me try to give you as much of my authentic self as possible. And let me try to, you know, get as much of your authentic self as possible as, you know, ask whatever questions I need to try to, you know, uh, just interact with you in a way that I'm going to get to know you, like actually know you. And then if we go our separate ways, that's cool. But a lot of people I'm noticing go in with like a, almost like a, like a task, like, like they're trying to get an Xbox xbox achievement or something right like bag the girl like get the girl or get the guy kind of thing which is like you, you don't even know who the fuck that person is yet right like why why are you like why is why is there a desire already to sort of like get someone you know what i mean like why is there this like like uh i don't know this like achievement mentality with not the bag the nematode <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you the bag the nematode. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's a big mystery to me. But that just goes to show you, like, how are people really thinking about this? Like, what? That is crazy, by what you just said. That people are like, I'm about to bag something. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. That that just says it all. Weird. Anyway, man, vibe. You know, it, it's always a good vibe when we're talking. I appreciate yeah. uh, this time, and I'm gonna let somebody else uh, get on up in the queue. But uh, yeah, I appreciate it, Jai. Really love, always love hearing you and hearing your perspective. So always give me likewise, something. Likewise, and I hope you have some good dates um, in your future. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you can I do know, it, by Yeah. <laughs> I can. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Joe. All right, bro. All right, BK, go ahead and unmute yourself. Uh, hey there. Uh, how's my reception? That sounds good. Okay, awesome. I'm uh, on a little road trip. I'm just uh, pulling over. Um, oh, yeah, cool. I just, uh, you uh, made me think about a lot of stuff. Um, and I, uh, I used to be a lesbian, <laughs> so I uh, okay. had a lot of Alice in Beck. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, in uh, in Alice in Beck book, she uh, references a lot of uh, Alice Miller, um, and she's this uh, Dutch psychologist um, that wrote this book called uh, "The Drama of the Gifted Child." And in it, she argues that um, uh, kids that are raised to believe that they're superior are like that that's more abusive like just as if not more abusive than telling a kid that they're inferior or less than others mm. um and, and when i think alice about miller? That, alice, alice miller. miller's okay yeah okay um and uh, to me that makes sense because it's like like i like when you think about like manness um yeah like i i just rewatched or not rewatched watched for the first time uh uh, Brianna Joy Gray's uh, conversation with uh, Michael Chatterton Williams, I think his name is, and uh, yeah, they talked a lot about like whiteness um, and like yeah. how it doesn't exist, 
and how like the like if you're a dude and you're trying to achieve this illusory thing all the time then it leads to all these absurdities that um you've been listing um yeah yeah and uh another uh quick thought i had uh i i took a women's studies class like back in the early aughts and uh i don't remember the study but i did think it was interesting that uh there was like a conclusion of a study that basically like lesbians have more egalitarian relationships than gay men um and I've, i've always wondered if i mean it's an old study and i don't know if it's true or whatever yeah i wonder i wonder how they like what the parameters of that were too exactly right how how do you measure egalitarianism or whatever how egalitarian relationship (laughs) is but that's that's interesting but if like if i if it is true then i would kind of chalk it up to like just because like you take the 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 female out of the relationship there might still be these like you know lies that you have to live up to that kind of makes you act crazy towards your partner i don't know but uh yeah but yeah yeah I, it also made me think of like a, a long time ago i heard a comedian rick wood tell a joke that like six percent of men are rapists um and like that doesn't sound like that much but like if six percent of bats had rabies and there was like a bat in the room you'd be like get that fucking bat out of the room you know? <laughs> um, yeah you definitely would yeah yeah and so yeah. it is it's like crazy that we accept this like constant danger for men, you know. Um and I like I've never um dated cis men. Um and like many years ago I met a trans guy that told me that like when he transitioned it, it like made him attracted to men. And that yeah. like terrified me at the time. I was like, yeah. that's, Well that's terrifying. like I'm attracted to bats, you know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. Was that, was that like comp pet or was that a, uh, was it like a compulsory, uh, attraction to men or did it, did it stick? Um, it stuck. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the team, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, look, I, 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 I mean, because here, here's where I come down on like that, that the danger aspect of it, too, because it is true that men have a greater capacity, it seems, at least from just about any data we look at for for violence, for, um, you know, um, a lot of that shit, a lot, a lot of just the bad shit that makes guys have a potential to be terrifying. But I, I tend to think that that a someone with like a good community good sort of i don't know who's taught about the value of just consent of autonomy of all of these things can cannot you know could has a much better time of not being the bat with rabies right like it's it's i think what worries me is that i mean what if we could say that like of that 6% of bats who have rabies, what if like 4% of those bats, or or not, what if like, um, you know, I guess it'd be like 80% of the 6% of bats had rabies because of the patriarchy. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. what if, I think, I think there's a lot of shit that 
is really sort of learned shitty behavior. And and honestly, with the Perfect. the individual sort of, I mean, I haven't read this Alice Miller thing, but I think I'm gonna put that on my on my reading list because the idea of sort of basically telling people that I, I think there's a real real danger to just making people think that there that any of us are really that special. Yeah, you, you you lose your humanity, and like you said, you you lose your ability to connect with the people that you're told you're better than, because you have to continuously like feed your own delusion that women are less than you, if you're to believe that you're a man in the way that society creates manness. Yeah, and that's I mean that's the fucked up thing. Like even if you were, you know even if it breeds like a sense of like competitiveness of like, Oh, I'm a better individual than that person. I have to be this. The way that a lot of people go about it is exactly as you're describing. It's, it's, I don't understand why so many people when they get into a competition of some kind feel like they win if they're, you know, out here, Tanya Harding, you know, like motherfuckers, (laughs) you know, like cutting their knees off or whatever. Like, how is that? How did that make you better? in any way, shape or form, right? Even if we just go with a competition angle, like if you have to make your competition just worse, then that's not making, that's not sharpening your tools, right? Like if somehow, like, I don't know, if Donald Trump blew up everybody on earth and then he was the smartest man on earth, it doesn't make him like smart too, right? And then the other thing about like people thinking that they're special is just like, I mean, look, you could be like a president, you could be like a, I don't know, like some, you could be LeBron James, you could be whatever. And there's like, yeah, you're doing some things that are special, but like everyone and everything, you know, is heading to the same place. You know, we all end the same way. The, 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 the life that we have really in the grand scheme of things is very small. In, in the grand schemes of the universe, which are, you know, beyond our contemplation, right? It's it's just, there were grains of sand. I mean, yeah. we already have presidents today that you mentioned them and you're like, what the fuck? They were president? You know, like Millard Fillmore. Who is that? Who is that guy? That's a president. That's the 13th president, I think, of the United States. I have no idea what he did. I don't think anyone, you know, maybe there's like a couple people out here who are really like big Fillmore heads. You know, like, I don't know, dropping mixtapes and everything to Millard Fillmore. But, like, it's it's the real strength of humanity is our ability to, like, leave things together, right? To to move as a species to different, I don't know, to, to, to uncover the mysteries of our universe as a species, right? It's not a very individualist pursuit, and there, none of us could do it alone. So to think that, like you have to be special is first like false. You don't have to be special. Like being, just being is enough, right? It's a gift while we're here. Enjoy it. Enjoy that ride. Don't fucking stress about what do I have to be? Who do I have to be? How do I, no one's going to be remembered. Okay. We are not that important. <laughs> we're just not right. Like it's, we're really not. And, and that's okay. But like, Shouldn't that give you then the freedom to just really explore the full contents of your own 
existence, right? Like the, the full, shouldn't that give you really the freedom to basically, you know, like try to figure out what, what you want to be while you're here, you know, like if you're free of all the, the expectations of what you should be as a man and free of all the expectations of like, this is what an alpha is or any of that shit, then you're free to just like fucking be you or discover what that well, I mean, is. Well, I think the problem is that like, we can't leave the matrix until we have a Zion to land in. So like, if we're telling men, you know, let go of all your toxic masculinity, they, I, I think they need something else to grab they onto. They do. They do. But I think the thing is, like, the thing that you can grab onto is, like, the freedom of your existence. You know, the, the idea of, like, because, you know, someone, someone had to be the first person to break out of the Matrix, right? Like, <laughs> well, well, I'm thinking, like, like, earlier you were saying, like, uh, you know, why are the, like, the, this, like, I mean, I don't know much Marx, but, like, the commodification of, like, these dates, um, yeah, I, I, w- I feel like that, like, w- what colonialism did was, like, it wiped out all the shit we had to do, like, we used to right. make baskets that take years to make sometimes, you know, and, uh, yeah, all kinds of really cool stuff, you know, we knew that, like, this one week a year would be when the berries are growing in that one part of the forest and where we'd get excited to go do that. Um, yeah. And that's all been robbed from us. And so all we have is like hunting down these dates that'll fill our ego, hopefully for a few minutes because we feel like shit. Um, I, I mean, and also uh, it, it does just seem like yeah. so alive, like the same as it, I'm 36 and I like came out as gay when I was, 14 to my peers and uh okay the boys were just constantly accusing me of having penis envy like and i <laughs> i understand that now is like them needing to be like i'm better than you because i have a dick right you know and like uh yeah i experienced it so much in my life that over the years i've i've like built up responses like dude no i'm not jealous of your dick most dicks to me just look like poorly taken care of dildos just buy another yeah. I don't yeah. know what the fuck you're doing with that. It's gross. I'm not jealous, you know? And they were just yeah. like, like, just like, yeah, right. Like, it was either like, you either hate men or you want to be a man. Like, that's the only... Yeah, yeah. The, the, those because, are the like, only two any... explanations yeah. that make sense to them, right? Yeah, and, and, and when I talk to, like, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm, <laughs> you know... Now I mostly talk to other 30-year-old men or whatever, 35-year-old men, yeah. so they're still my same age group. It sounds like they haven't yeah. changed. Like, I hope that teenage men now are different, you know, but, like, I, I don't know. No, I, I, I think you're, you're really right, uh, at least to some extent, you know, like, that's what I've been noticing, is that you would think, I, I don't know, I've had, like, a, I've had to sort of grow into this sort of idea that, like, oh, like, all that shit is bullshit you know the the masculinity stuff and everything and i'm not talking about like things that are traditionally just masculine that you want to do like but the idea of like these expectations the ideas of like what a woman wants or anything like that there's so much of that that's just like who gives a like who gives a fuck about like like none of that really matters right like all this stuff all these like if you do this you'll get this if you are 
manly man ooga booga you will get a bride or anything like who gives a shit like none of that who gives a fuck and it turns out when like a lot of that mindset is actually restrictive and it keeps a lot of people back from actually finding i don't know like fulfilling relations relationships with anybody right and part of that shit too is like you know like penis envy or you know the obsession that so many like a lot of guys still have with dick size is so weird it's like dude like i you know like i the amount of like straight dudes who are concerned about dick size is so wild it's like yeah first of all it's a very rare girl that dates men that is just like i want a huge dick like that girl is so rare yeah, it's like yeah. most like we care a lot more about dick size than just about anybody, you know, than any just about any woman for the most part, right? Like, and it's like well, it's well, so strange. I, my experience is that straight men care a lot more about the opinions of, of other straight men than of women because in their minds, women aren't full human beings, so of course they care what they male peer thinks about their dick size they don't care about what the girl actually thinks of it right yeah <laughs> which is very funny because then you're just going around mean, a bunch of dudes and just showing them your dick and being like please please accept me please i mean please i like me but i feel so grateful that i didn't have to grow up in like boys locker rooms and um like with all yeah. the who knows what i would be insecure about you know i mean i mean it's hard to grow up a girl like it, there's a lot to be insecure about when you're female but it, sure. it does seem more sure like 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 it's easier to get over the you know what i don't need to wear lipstick to be beautiful like like the all of like the the false messages toward women seem so obviously false somehow compared to the false, i don't know no um, i know what you mean yeah 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 also, a lot of this I, things I mean, about it, yeah like oh, maybe it's maybe it's like like the way that oppression works. I don't know. This might sound dumb. a while ago. I was watching a thing about like how to tile an entryway, and then it was like mm. this one little triangle had to be cut out to like fit this one part of the entryway, and then this like weird thing of like math and geometry made it so that the excess parts that you cut like fit on the other opposite diagonal side of the tile floor. Like, like it seems like whenever huh. there's oppression, like this equal opposite, but not exactly like directly opposite. It's just like somewhere else on the floor, where like the oppression hurts the oppressor somehow. But it's like kind of hard to find sometimes, because like that equal opposite reaction like always happens. Like if you're gonna, hmm. like about yeah. like I've been thinking about like the because Brianna Joy Gray brings up like race crafting a lot. So I was watching this video with the uh, Tanahasi Coates and. Uh, um, Professor Fields talking about race crafting, and uh, like Dude, I'm not really familiar with race crafting. Dude, can you give me like a a breakdown or like a mini? On a I'm summary? not super. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I I need to read the book still and stuff. But like like where do these racial understandings like come from? Ah, like where okay. does blackness and whiteness come? And there was like this talk about how like you know like all of the black kids were told to like leave the pool. Um, and like, no, none of these kids were given an explanation for like what happened, but you have to imagine that like when Mm. the white kid sees that they're allowed to stay in the pool and the black kid isn't like what kind of, um, stories and conclusions are the kids building in their own minds? Um, and I, like, they're like, that's still going on with, you know, gender every day of a kid's life. Um, 
you know, why, like, why was I encouraged <laughs> to go do this while my boy peer was encouraged to go do that? Um, right. Even right. if you're not super conscious, there's all of this, like, um, like gender crafting, I guess, maybe like going on inside your head as you're growing up and, and, and as an adult. So that was also one of the things I was thinking about when you were like, what the fuck is up with men? And it's like, well, they're kind of being taught, you know, the TV, you know, siblings, peers everywhere that, you know, if they're not dunking on a woman, then they're, then they're a bitch too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I think in some ways that's, I think in some ways that's why I don't want to say so many men find, find it. I don't know. I think that's why a lot of like, why there are a good amount of, I don't know. I even want to say good amount of people. Look, I think that's why there are these people here who have like issues with like the idea of someone being trans, right. Is because it, it is in a lot of ways, it is sort of breaking down the idea that like you, you as an individual have to be some way, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it, it's, I believe that that's what homophobia is about too. That homophobia, it's I think always in large, Yeah. Yeah. I, I think in large part, there's this idea it's, it's people start to feel threatened because they've sort of built themselves and their, their own like ideas of who they have to be in life around some of these sort of restrictive um, patriarchal concepts that yeah. have kept them repressed in one way or another, you know? Like, I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's, I'm finding a lot more people out there, especially with Gen Z and everything, who are like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just pan or I'm bi. And yeah. you start the to think, you know? Yeah, they're yeah. they're exploring a lot more. They're finding just a lot more. They don't feel as restricted by it. And I think to some people that feels like threatening to their identity as they've built it up because there are parts of people who they've probably, you know, parts, people will repress parts of themselves. People will not allow themselves a full expression of their identity or or the full parts of life. And they'll hide behind things like, you know, Christianity or, or, you know, it's not just Christianity, just religion or, or um, philosophy or some fucking shit to like kind of deny themselves to justify their own sort of denial of self to some extent. Right. And it's, it's threatening whenever you see someone sort of break through that, or it's not threatening. It's not threatening at all to them, but they take it as like, no, no, a threat you know it's no, not I a agree. threatening thing to break through it also um, when you when you have to self-police when when you when you grow up and, and then learn to oppress your own desires because like let's say you're a boy yeah. and you have to live in your live in this very, really restricted boyness then you you justify like like people are always like self-police and then police others like it makes the yes. it, it makes the own like because you have to police yourself there's something some right. psychological whatever that I don't understand that makes it so then you have to go around doing it to others so the experience you know, that, I mean uh, yeah oh so, the, sorry like, I was gonna, I, 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 go ahead no like I was like an out lesbian for all those years and I feel like I experienced mostly in bigger like mostly in Los Angeles like a lot of discrimination and none of that discrimination was because I was like having lesbian sex 
You know what I mean? It wasn't because it was yeah, like, exactly. You saw me. You, you didn't see me inside a pussy when you decided to discriminate against me. <laughs> like you saw that you I was gender non. You just in the pussy. They're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's what I don't like. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm here to regulate. Get up out of there. Yeah, now I'm calling you a dyke. Yeah. <laughs> right now I'm pissed. All right, now you really pissed me <laughs> off. Right. No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, like, look, it's kind of like, I mean, one thing I noticed too um, is before I started going to therapy and everything, I was a lot more self-critical, right? I was just, you know, constantly in my head critiquing every little thing that I did, you know, oh, you sound like this, you're like this, whatever, whatever. And you don't really realize you're doing it for so long, but like, and then, you know, you'd be in, I'd be in relationships and I'd find myself critiquing little bullshit and being like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, like, and it turns out that if your mind all day is constantly in critique mode, self-critique or anything like that, that can bleed over. That can start yeah, getting in other people. Yeah. You know, so if you're secretly gay and you want to be super gay, but you're sitting there like, no, you can't do it. You know, that self-policing thing starts, that self sort of policing starts to bleed over and you start to try to police people in the same way yeah which like look just just if anyone needs no one should need to hear this because it's 2022 but if you're gay or even if you just want to like try being a little gay just go do it dude like life is short go be a little gay nothing's wrong with that it's gonna be fun probably you might like it just go for it like go do the thing ride the wave baby you know yeah, you might spend three days in New Orleans. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That was wild. I Congratulations. Can't went on that trip. Yeah, thanks. It was cool. <laughs> I can't, I, I'm still surprised it actually went well. I have, I've never done anything like that before, but she was just like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be in New Orleans. Like, you want to come down? And then I was, I bought a ticket and I was there the next day. And then it was, fucking incredible it was, it was it was so good it was like three of the best days i i've had in a long long time and i you know i was just like fuck it why not why not like let's just who knows the next time i'm gonna get to new orleans and you know it helps that you're really hot so i'm gonna go down there <laughs> and that's yeah that's usually how it goes but yeah but well, anyway, I'll let yeah, you uh, get to... Um, I appreciate yeah, the chat. Yeah, sure thing. Thanks for calling in, BK. Yep, sure. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. All right, up next, we got a long-time caller, or long-time guest. What's up, Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? So that's my theme for today. You can't talk to okay. a psycho like a normal human being. You just can't. Oh, it's just yeah, not that's possible. True. That's true. That's true. So, so several times I found myself by yelling at my phone and, and mm-hmm. you not hearing me. Because I got, I got thoughts. I mean, I'm a white lady and I'm over 50. <laughs> I got thoughts. I got ideas. Okay, I need yeah, to bring share them, them. Bring them in. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Oh, so here's a few things about me. Okay. I don't have children. I chose not to have children. I was a high mm-hmm. school teacher, taught English at 10th grade. 
I married a man when I was 27, and I was married to him for 22 years before he died. I am now oh, single and loving city life. Okay. All of that is to say I have some new experience in dating, and I have some very long-lived experience having a partner in your life. Yeah, okay. Well, spread that wisdom around. Let's hear it. So... I hear what Jaw was saying. It, it, you know, sex is sex is good. Sex is fun. I'm here for Mr. Right now, not Mr. Right, right? Mm-hmm. So, that's all. That's all good and important. But it's also, I miss having somebody that, if I had a flat tire, I knew it doesn't doesn't matter what time of day or night, I could call him. Girl, I and hear that. It went down. I had somebody that I could call. Some, you know, he one time took me to the doctor because he didn't like the look of a thing that was on my leg. It was an infection, and thank goodness he did, because I was actually, turns out I needed a shot of antibiotic to get better. So, so having somebody that can be your friend and check you is really important, and having that person you can count on is critical. You don't have to necessarily have a piece of paper that says you're married. Right. That helps with some of the security of it. Right. But you could be, I mean, I have people, I know people who I've been friends with for 20 years and they don't have a partner, but they do have friends that I have no doubt if they fell down, that friend would be there like, and not just to laugh, to pick them up. Right. So, so you can have those people, you can cultivate those people in your life. They don't have to be your sex partner. It's super convenient if it's your sex partner too. (laughs) <laughs> less people I mean it's a two for one special about. you know right and fewer people is fewer complications I mean I'm not I'm you know I like That's having funny. a small number of very close friends I don't I'm not a big crowd person so you know yeah, yeah. but also I'm saying the dating apps oh my god I could show you some crazy ass profiles that I saw Girl. flipping through some of these oh I, I saw a picture of a guy, he had like the most ridiculous Christian cap on and he was all pierced all over his face and tattooed and his tongue was split down the middle. And he said, no MAGA's BLM, ACAB, but he's like, looks like a scary nightmare guy. <laughs> scary nightmare guy. Okay. But you know what, if that's what yeah. you're into, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but okay. Yeah. There's some that yeah. I just screenshot because I'm like, I cannot... Okay, that you thought that was a good idea, and there's going to be somebody that thinks it's a good idea too. Right yeah. on. I hope you guys find each other. Yeah. How has your dating app experience been? Who me? In Chicago. Yeah, I'm curious. <sighs> yeah. Well, we could let's let's turn into a dating podcast. Um, I mean, if you don't we're, mind, we're, we're, I mean, it is because it no, is about boys. I want to hear about the the because I only. I only have the, the woman's experience on these things. I don't know what other women do when they meet a guy for the first time, right? Do they go out to yeah. coffee? Do they go out to, you know, like, I don't know. So I'm yeah. just saying, There's what is lot. your thing? What's your experience? Um, so generally, okay, so this is, so you do get some of those profiles. I mean, like, look, it's it's, you know, it's a dating app, so first things first is everyone's looking at the pictures uh you know they're trying to figure out suss you out if they're attracted to you or not or whatever 
Um, but for a guy, there's a lot of like, the first thing you start noticing, at least for me, is like, oh, there's there's way more cute girls out there than there are like dudes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like number one, right? So already it's like, and this, the dating experience is very different for a lot of dudes, depending on what you do. And I do feel like this actually is a, a hard part for dudes is because like, first of all, like the match rate, even if you're like really good looking generally or whatever, is just not great. You know, you will swipe right. I think I saw some, some guy out there did a bunch of like data analysis on the amount of times he was swiping right on, I think he was doing Tinder, but, um, he got like maybe a like a a one percent match rate and like a point five percent first date rate. Uh, so that's super low, right? Um, you know, luckily I'm fine as fuck, so uh, that part's not as bad for me. I I, I, uh, I, I, I can't but... deny it. The pictures I've seen are <laughs> far between, but I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> I mean, you see those ladies oh, coming yeah. in your show all the time. Come on. I, I, you know, it's about politics. They, we're all just talking politics. <laughs> but, 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 you know, the, the, I will say the dating experience itself, for the most part, you know, because, you know, you do the whole thing, you talk on a bit, you see if you vibe on the app. I kind of do like Hinge because I've never been like a face call person, but sometimes it's, it's nice to just like get an initial suss out. Like, yeah, let's do a FaceTime. Let's do whatever. You talk for a little bit on the app. Uh, usually, you know, within like a week or so, uh, or sometimes less, like if the vibes are right, I'll just be like, Hey, let me buy you dinner or a drink or something like that. And I'm, I'm a little old school in that sense. And that, like, I always buy just cause I don't know why I, I because I'm dumb and I want to be poor. Apparently. No, um, that is, that is, but, don't put yourself down. Like, don't put yourself down like that. You're doing it for good reasons, aren't you? You're not doing it in yeah. bad faith. You're doing it for good reasons. Don't put right. Yeah. Like yeah. That. The whole. I mean, the whole point is. I, I, it just. I don't know. It just. I'm. I'm. I'm honestly not sure because plenty of people out here, especially the dating pool in Chicago, is like you have all these really good-looking young professional women who are just out here single for no reason, and I'm just, you know, I. I had to get over my initial thought of I thought I was getting like. I thought everyone was secretly crazy or something, right? Because I'm like, there's no way. There's no way there are this many, like, attractive, like, good-looking, you know, like, smart and funny. Like, their profiles will put, like, funny shit on there. And it's like, there's no way all these people are single. And they just are. That's the crazy thing, right? So, like, yep. uh, that's what's nuts. I, so, like, and I, I don't know what's going on with the dudes in that situation because it's not, you know, it's not like a availability thing right it's it's there are plenty of available very cool single women out here they're just chilling but you know uh we'll go to dinner or something uh and then you know we'll just talk we'll just hang out and like honestly it's just i've had a really great time dating i've had a couple that went like poorly um but, you know, for the most part, it's all been good. Do you uh, have other guy friends, like, around your age? And do you guys, like, talk about that kind of thing? I'm just Yeah, curious. a little bit. A little bit. But, like, we, we don't like really talk too Like one or two friends that you talk to or not really? I got a couple. But one of my friends, man, he's just out there fucking. He's like, he's like Ja's friend who mentioned it. He's just <laughs> out there. Like, he's a good-looking guy. He knows what, like, 
he has no problem like just talking to people very sociable very cool uh and he's just out there like i don't think he's like looking for anything in particular but he's just out there you know and you know people want to get down with that and that's totally cool you know it's just so his his experience is a little different than mine because you know i'm you know i'm still I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, well, just I don't speaking know. from, I, so, so for, so for a while, um, after my husband died, I dated somebody who was 10 years younger than me. And, and okay. that was an interesting experience. Yeah, how was right that? Now I'm dating a guy who's, let's see, he just turned 36 and, and, you know, he's not the only guy I'm dating, but it's, it's, interesting oh look at you amanda the out there getting her of... fuck on let's go <laughs> <laughs> look look since i was a teenager i was mm -hmm. the girl with the reputation because i mean it's fun it feels good <laughs> come on let's go let's go amanda hell yeah i'm not ashamed of sexuality because i mean just because i'm yeah. american it's like one of the mm. funnest things that I can do well. Why wouldn't I want to do yeah, it lit. more of the time? <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you can do I, I sometimes lament it isn't an Olympic sport because I can't, I would qualify, I know it. I'm just saying. Now, representing America. You gotta be living your life and having fun. <laughs> you just gotta, yeah, you, you just do. gotta you be. Do. I think if you're open and have the conversation like you were having earlier today on just on this show with the people that you're actually seeing, I think just that little bit of vulnerability of like, look, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what all of this is. I like to pay the first date and don't be apologetic about it. Just say, look, this is who I am. And and you'll start to feel yeah, comfortable I mean, I'm not in gonna, your skin. I'm not gonna force you don't it on seem like somebody either. who's yeah. uncomfortable. No, I feel pretty good, honestly. I mean, which is weird because I was uncomfortable with my skin for a long time, for a long time, for uh, God knows what reason, honestly. Because you were young. Because <laughs> life. Because yeah, that's I think so. How, well, I think that's I, how it works. I think that's why I feel so. I feel so like bad for you know, like young men right now. And a lot of these boys who are trying to like figure it out is because I think, I think they don't, I don't think they feel like they have permission to be uncomfortable and to just sort of grow into them, their own selves, right? It feels like they have to grow into something else. Like they have to be uh, some kind of idealized version of a man, some kind of abstraction of manhood. And I think that is, ultimately damaging to them not in that there aren't good things that could be found in some abstractions of manhood right there's a lot of bad things right. a lot of bad things that can be but there's some good things you know that can be found in there too but you know i think i think they they don't ever feel like they have permission to to just be to just fucking exist to just kind of come into their own like you know you shouldn't you know like um it's weird. I remember seeing a clip of like some dude who's like a man manosphere person, which is like one of these guys who gets on YouTube and talks to people about how manly they are and how to basically, you know, get other men. There's another guy like Andrew Tate or something. I forget what his name is, but he's like the, the next guy doing it. Kevin Samuels was one of them before he died. 
Um, you know, it's sort of like, this is how you be a man. Um, but there was one guy who's in that same sphere of influence. He's like a social media influencer who's trying to teach young men how to be men. And he has a whole video of him justifying why he likes to bake. And I'm like, nigga, just bake. Just bake the bread. Like, how, this does not have to be an existential motherfucking crisis. You like to bake bread. Like, the right. fact that, like, he feels like he has to justify it from, like, a manly thing is so, like, it's so, so I don't know this person, me. but let me, let me turn it around the other way. I don't know this person, so I can't mm -hmm. say. But it could be that, like, he's like, oh, my God, I'm a dude, but look, I can bake. This is fucking sweet. Look at me doing this thing. He could just be like, obviously not that I'm exaggerating for, for right. effect, but maybe that was the, his internal monologue was more that than the other. I don't know that specific example. Right. Sometimes when right. people are showing right. off, it's because they want it and they want other people to see what they think is so cool. Well, this guy was more from how he was describing it. He was like, it is a very manly thing to do. It is like the fact that mm. he has to justify it under a gender binary is so mm. fucking weird to me. It's like, dude, just bake the bread. Like, I don't like that's the kind of shit that I'm talking about. It's like what kind of pressure exists in this man's fucking head that he feels like he doesn't even have permission to bake bread without somehow either his sexuality or his identity being called into crisis. Like that, like that's, that is, that's What's like your living... instinct is your instinct know. is you want to help him understand that he doesn't have to. I mean, what's your instinct when you see that happening? What, what yeah. is it that, that, cause it's causing an emotion in you. What does it make you want to, I mean, I, I just, what's it there? makes me, yeah, yeah. For me, it just, I don't. I see people struggling unnecessarily under like the bounds or the, the like these, these categories that don't, don't even have to exist. And I see how that is also hurting other people like them, them sort of adhering to this false sort of dichotomy of either gender or their own expectations, which they've built up around themselves, which are false and which are actually hurting them and how those expectations include things like, oh, but we have to treat women this way. We have to treat them like shit. And so they outwardly hurt other people. And so when I see someone like that, all I can see is like, dude, this, if you can just figure it out, it's literally a win-win. Like everybody fucking wins here. You get to be yourself. You get to actually have better interactions with the people around you and the people who are actually suffering from your uh, not being able to figure shit out from you like, adhering to this gender category or whatever, this masculinity, they don't have to suffer either because you're no longer one of the people who's perpetuating it. So I guess for me, it just causes such like a, like my brain starts to explode a little bit because it's, it, it doesn't have to be that way. Like it, it goes back to that story I was telling earlier, right? Like if, if that, if old dudes would have been honest about shit, and looked for actual, like, had some actual consent there, they wouldn't have to have fucking traumatized someone either. But they're going to go out there and keep traumatizing people with some shit. You know? It's like, it's like, how can, that is just, that cannot function. 
as a like as a societal sort of system that will break down like that is it's completely incompatible it, it will not it cannot continue to exist as is so when i you know when i see that happening with people um especially these men who are going through it it's like you don't it it literally does not have to be that way and i guess i get frustrated because a lot of people tend to cling to the way that they've sort of seen it been, you know? Like you tell them it doesn't have to be that way and they try to make it more that way. You know, it's kind of like a lot of these, like, um, I don't know, a lot of these like, you know, Trump voters and the like, right? Who they understand so many of the issues and so many of the problems uh, on an instinctual level with just what's going on with society, what's going on with our country, what's going on with politics, you know? They are serving, they're not serving their constituents. Uh, nothing's getting done. They're dishonest. The media is lying to you. And then, you know, it's just that their solution is build fascism as opposed to like, <laughs> you know, like address, like you're so close. You're so fucking close, dude. You're so close. Like if you, and I guess when I see stuff like that, it's just like, it, it makes me, I don't know. It feels me, it, it just, it just frustrates me because I know that I know that they can have a more productive path. I know that they can have the capacity to change. And I know that that will help them have more fulfilling relationships with people and a more fulfilling life. And you are on a different part of the path than they are. You're they're on a, they're on a part of the path that you either avoided or you, have already been passed yeah and you can see yeah. that they're right in the middle of, this is this is this happened to me when i was in my 30s i started seeing all of my friends make all of the mistakes i i had already learned from because i had been through my 20s and my early 30s and right. i already and i knew i could see what was coming i could see the path better than they could but they couldn't see it. And if I pointed it out, it just made it, this just made them more stubborn yeah. about it. So, yeah. and this is it. it, it so you're go, this is, it, it's not really a midlife crisis in the, like, I'm going to go buy myself a red sports car and get me a girlfriend's kind of way. Right. right but it's yeah, a growing, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's part of growing up is realizing you can't change other people. You don't grow out of it. I'll tell you at 52, I still haven't grown out of it. But mm. but you do learn to deal with it with a little more um, grace inside yourself and for other people. At least that's been my experience. I, I also, think that's what, in oh, your 30s is a hard time to date, I think, because there's a lot of people that either they have kids or and they're divorced or they haven't had kids yet. And it's kind of a a weird time of life yeah. for women, especially these days. Yeah. Yeah. And, sure. and, you know, I mean, what's I've lucked out because I think most of the guys that I've dated that are in their thirties, they just don't want a commitment. So they're happy to date somebody older. Cause I'm not looking, I'm not trying to settle down and have kids. Right. right? right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm past that. I'm past that. Right. Yeah. But, but also, it's really important to recognize that some people don't understand their own sexuality yet, that maybe they're not really that into 
having sex with other people, or maybe they are, but they, they don't know how to tell the people that they're attracted to. Yeah. Because they haven't really tried it enough. Yeah. Well, that, to know. I, I think part of that not understanding your own sexuality is like you're not, you're not giving, you're not exploring it. You're not doing anything. You know what I mean? And I think. Right. If you haven't given yourself permission to be whatever, right? Like, you know, what's, right. like if you haven't given yourself permission to basically explore or to, to do any of that, then you're not going to understand it. And you're not going to uh, ever, I don't know, get there. And, you know, I, like 30s is weird because people have their different sort of people are in, in weird stages of life. You know, like uh, I'm finding a lot of people who are like, you know, uh, you know, like one, one of the girls I'm date, uh, I, I, I dated, she's she's like. Look, I haven't had a boyfriend before because I've been focusing my, on my career, and now here I am, and I'm 34, and it just is what it is. And so, you know, she's a full-ass doctor, which is cool, but it's like she she is having to navigate the dating world of our 30s without any of the experiences mm -hmm. of, you know, the teen years and the 20s and all mm -hmm. of that shit. And I, like... You know, for me, if like someone's like, oh, I have a kid or I have this, that's like, I don't give a shit. Like, that's fine. Like, and that's, and also mm -hmm. I like kids. So mm -hmm. that, that kind of can work for right. me, you know? Right. Um, right. Everybody's got their own thing that they like. Right. But, but it is a different time of life for people. Right. It's a transitionary kind of decade, I think. And I, and, and I'm going to get off because this is supposed to be about men and boys and I've pulled it too, too far toward, toward the, toward no, the that's chicks, a, that's a, but that's I, a big I part. Just... That's a big part of it. Like I, I, it's men and boys. And also like, look, who better to, I guess, understand or to teach us more about patriarchy too. than like women, actual women who are under it as well. Right. Like I, Right. The, the whole reason I titled this what it is is because I don't think a lot of guys really understand the extent to which patriarchy affects them too. Um, so I, I, so I'm going to push back a little bit now. I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a California granola girl, mm -hmm. and and my brother is a is a granola guy even harder than me, <laughs> who married a girl from Simi Valley, and he's okay. he's a daddy, and he's a daddy of a three year old at the age of how old is he now? Almost forty nine. He was he mm. was forty five when his son was born. So okay. and they were right. trying. His wife is forty, and they are very happy. And Charlie is the most adorable, of course, because Auntie, you know. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. but my brother is is very aware of the world of the patriarchy in which his son is being raised, and and my sister in law is very aware, and and they don't even have to deal with the issue of race on top of being a boy. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I'm yeah. so glad I don't have. I mean, there's lots of reasons why I didn't want to have kids. Like it was a choice for me. I'm glad I don't have kids. One of them was, oh God, this, what a, whew, just explaining some of those stupid, the patriarchy, all of the stupid oppressive systems that are already in place that you're gonna have to figure out ways around or b break them down. I mean, yeah. just like, oof. 
Yeah, so so I admire my brother for doing it, but I think there are a lot of millennials and people who have kids that are that are just going into preschool now. I think those there's a lot of people out there that are on calls like this that are just like us that are raising their children right and that's left. <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> All right, Amanda, always a pleasure to hear from you. Thanks for calling in. All right, coming up next, we got Soso. What's going on, man? Long time no talk. Yo, what's happening? What's going on, brother? <laughs> you know, just another day, man. Another day in paradise, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Another day in paradise. Yeah. Same old shit, different restaurant. Exactly. Exactly. What's going on in your neck of the woods? What's new? No, oh, man, I can't complain about none. Just started trying to figure out this shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can I, can I slur up on here? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, no, but, like, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out this bullshit, yeah. whatever it is. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot to figure out, man. It's a lot to figure out, especially for... Uh, is it really? I, mean, it, it, I think I think it is, yeah. I mean, like Amanda was saying, it's a lot to teach kids, but kids, that's the thing, though. Like, kids will pick up shit real quick. Kids are smart as fuck, kind of, man. Like, I don't, I don't understand why they... I don't understand why they can pick up things so quickly, but it's 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 impressive, you know? It's impressive. Yeah, but I think like 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 kids probably pick up on things probably because it's I don't know like ouch this hurts like damn like you ain't never felt pain before it's like no nah, big homie like you know what I'm saying no nah, nah, big homie like it's the first time I've I've ever felt this so why the fuck mama big toe so so big right. bro and my toe look different right. you feel me yeah but I can go I can yeah when it's all when it's all new you know when it's all new to kids it's all like memorable you know. It's all, uh, I, th I think, you know, maybe there's a, some aspect of like the older you get, the more you are just kind of dulled to a lot of the things that before used to be. Yeah. 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 It's like, like um, what they call it? It's like on deja vu. Mm. It's like, damn, right. like I've been here before, right, right. So it was, but it's like this time it's, it's, it's something that's different. And at first my mama, she was, she was in front of me, mm -hmm. you know, helping me out. Just so that I'll be able to figure it out or whatever. So now it's like, damn, it's like shit is different or whatever. But yeah, I can go on for days about that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, we got some time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already knowing. I'm already knowing, man. Yeah. But um, how life treating you, bro? It's good, man. It's real good. It's real good. I don't know if you caught it, but I just got back from uh, New Orleans. I was over there on okay. a prolonged date. It just like a three-day date with someone I met off Hinge, and... Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was wild, though. It was great. It was it was fantastic. Like, I... Anytime, anytime when you meet anybody from Louisiana, mm -hmm. or, you know, it's it's always, it's always going to be crazy. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I was, it's always going to be crazy. Yeah. For real, for real, man. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> I'm already going, man. It's crazy, but it was—it was. You probably. You, hey, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got it, you got it, you got it. It's just. <laughs> yeah, man. I, 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 I can't. I still can't believe I did it. I must be on some shit, just cause you know, I'm, I have never like booked a ticket, and then the next day I'm like, all right, peace with someone I haven't even met. It's just like, well, I met her. I've been on a couple dates with her, right? But like, you know, like we didn't really know each other, and. Still though, you know, but she was she's fine as fuck. So it's like, you know, 
someone that cute will make you do some crazy things sometimes. But it's not even that crazy. Whatever. I've been to New Orleans. It's been cool. But man, hey. yeah. Somebody, some somebody that cute make you do something crazy, man. Mm-hmm. That let me know. That let me know something like this. Okay, so would you would you rather deal with somebody that, that looks like your mother? Or would you rather deal with somebody that looks better than your mother? Mm, that's tough. <laughs> like you feel me? So so it's like so. It's like... <laughs> what a question, so so. Where do you where where does that even come from, bro? You know? Man, this right here, this right here come from grudges. So it's like this, this the whole reason why I'm finna be dating somebody that look better than you, mama. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> nah, my mom, my mom is excellent. And you know what? And, and you know what you gonna? And you know what your mom is gonna say? Oh, I'm sorry. You said what? Uh, what, what my, I just say my mom was excellent though. She's like, she's the best. She's just super hippie and like, I don't know. She's just a. She's like, you. I I cannot imagine myself like fucking up bad enough to like make my mom like not love me. So she's like one of those. My dad though, if I fuck up bad enough, I'm gone. <laughs> you know, it's it's over. Shit. Hey, shout out shout out to your mama, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my mom. Friend of the podcast. For real, yeah. for real. <laughs> because anytime <laughs> anytime if I were to ever pull like a female shit, that's like majority of the time. Like I pull a female that look better than my mama, she gonna always be like, damn, like she cute. Damn, I'm like, you must be ugly as fuck. For real? That's what the that's what she gonna say? Like you're you're the girl? No, like like no, like that's like my mindset. So oh, like see, anytime if I were to ever like pull a female up over where like my mama stay at or whatever, mm-hmm. and she sees it and you know, she get like that, huh? Mm. God damn, like shit. I'm like, yeah, yup, I did that. Yup, mm-hmm. Yup. How she look? Your girlfriend cute. Your girlfriend accused her, so she look good. Okay. That let me know something. She look way better than you. Mm. Yup. Mm. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. <laughs> so what do you think, man? You think... You think... What do you think about all these men out here? You think you think they're in trouble? Because that's, that's kind of the vibes I've been getting. I mean, for sure. Like, what I think about these men, well, 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 one, like, men hate being, like, compared to, like, other men, and that's what it is, like, a, a female's gonna do. Like, you remind me of my daddy. You remind me of my ex. Just mm. that in, in the third, you know, so it's like, shit, you're always gonna have to, like, go through things with the female because you're always gonna try to, like, figure out what it is that she going through. And just for the simple fact, and I'm always say this, just for the simple fact, it's like, you're not, you're not living like how she is, so... But do you think, because that's interesting, I'm trying to think about, let me think for a second. That's interesting, because I don't know to what extent, because this could be one of those issues, because like, I don't know if I've ever had a past girlfriend, like, compare me directly to one of her exes or some shit. Anytime, anytime, in like my eyes, when, when a female is disrespectful, she gonna look at you almost like, damn, like this dude dick bigger than mine. You think that? Dog, what? let me tell you, let what me tell fuck? you a story, bro. Let me tell you a story, okay? This is like one, a girl I dated, maybe I shouldn't have dated her. She was, a, uh, she's, she's basically like, in a lot of ways, she's, well, I'm not gonna, put her on blast like that but let's just say um she was a a white 
woman who had a history of <laughs> dark complexion boyfriends. You know, a whole trail. Oh, okay, whole trail oh, okay. So you're telling me, like, right? she pretty much is so so you... a little bit of a chaser, right? Like a little bit of like, yeah, you know, yeah. And you know, she was she was also like very not my type, but like, it, I was like, fuck it, let's see where it goes. Let's see where it goes. She was very good looking and everything, so whatever. But I remember one time. Here, here's how I kind of like. One time, like we we I, there were parts of this relationship that I really liked specifically because like some shit would happen like we we were just very open she would talk to me about her exes and stuff like that too but she was telling me about like you know <laughs> since she had been with a whole bunch of different people uh like how big their dicks were right dog i was just finna- <laughs> like how big but it, and, and like i remember the first time she told me i was like at first i was like what the fuck i was like what are you doing but the more I kind of like became accustomed to it and, and I realized she's not like trying to tell me to like compare my size or anything like that. It's like, this is me mm-hmm. in my own head. It literally did not like matter to her like that. It was just like, but she also didn't like have much of a filter on shit, but it ended up being fucking fascinating to hear. It. Cause like, it was actually really, it was really fucking funny. Cause we would like yeah. talk about like, exes and shit like that and it was just very open and there was something that was very kind of freeing about that like she told me this story i'll never forget but like she was dating this 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 and the dude's a doctor right so she's dating this doctor from nigeria and they're hooking up for the first time and (laughs) he pulls his pants down and she's like it was so big i just started laughing i was like no there's no fucking way (laughs) and she's just telling me that but like I can't, it's kind of like really funny, huh? You know, like yeah, it, yeah, I think yeah. for a lot of guys in that moment, I could see how someone feel like, oh, how are you going to compare something? But I know we had a good ass sex life too, you know. And it's almost, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listening. It, it, it's I'm just listening. like I think I think that's a thing. Like there's a lot of like I think I don't know where it comes from exactly, but like there is this like uh, I don't know, like a lot of people, a lot of men tend to think that like you know, the end all and be all of good sex or something is like the size of your dick. And that's not even like, bro, that ain't even, you ain't even picking down. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. You got to create vibes. Yeah, yeah. You got to create good vibes. You got to, you got to like, you got to set the fucking mood. You got all kinds of mm-hmm. other shit you can be bringing in. You got all kinds of stuff you could be doing. Like, it's like, there's so much like, but that's, you know, sex is so much more than just like, you know, Take my big is it, lump is of meat it? and shove it. You know, <laughs> like there's so much. Yeah, there's it's, there's energy to it, right? There's like, there's it's a little psychedelic in a way, right? It's like a trip. That's so. That's the reason why. That's the reason why that they got like you know like Cartoon Network, the Food Network, Disney, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Nickelodeon, um, MTV. Shit, I'm 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 gonna give you a reason why you can be able to have fun with mines. If that makes any kind of sense. <laughs> no, what they talking about dick sizes and all that on MTV and Nickelodeon? Yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just yeah. being like, I'm just being childish or whatever yeah, yeah, because, yeah. like, if you if you think about it, bro, um, it really isn't about like the size or whatever like right. that. Like, it's more so like, what does it look like? You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like it's a, it's a fucking experiment or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, like, like here it is. Like, you, like, do you see it? Like. 
oh wow <laughs> do you want to experiment with that bitch like like you want you dog know. i'm <laughs> it, it ain't even just like here's here's the other thing on some real shit it ain't even like the dick is like it's like the cherry on top of a sundae right <laughs> you're not there for the for the you know you don't order an ice cream sundae and you go mm, no 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 i can't wait for the cherry like the cherry is like you're not there to just eat the cherry and leave everything else. Like everything else is like, you know, all the vibes and everything that you set up beforehand, the foreplay, the, the other, the other shit. Like, that's another thing that I don't really understand. Like, it's like, I don't know how, like, I don't want to get into too much information. There's a public ass podcast and shit. Here, here's what I'll say. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't understand how, like, like, sex or like sexuality here's 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 one thing that's really fucking me up is that like the expectations that men have from not even just like men i don't want to put on them but there's like but like i'll just say this there is a there is a real letdown you're really letting yourself and your country down if you don't let that freak flag really fly and let it see where it takes you with shit, okay? Like, for people, like, everyone, like, yeah, everyone wants to, you know, everyone who's involved in sex wants to nut. Everybody, right? Everyone wants to get the nut, but, like, again, cherries and nuts are just, like, the the garnish on that shit. You know what I mean? That's a garnish. We want the, we want the sundae. We want the banana split. We want all that shit. And, like, it's weird that like I don't know if I'm just like a weird person. I don't I don't understand, but like when you'll be talking to people after you, you know, you've like messed around or something like that and they're telling you like I kind of like to hear about like the like I that I don't know, they're just it's like I kind of like to hear about when they when you really start talking to someone about like the kinds of experiences they've had, the kinds of shit that's been happening with them and like I'm talking everything, dating experiences, sexual experiences. You start to realize that, like, man, a lot of people are out here, like, not living their best life. Like, a lot of people are out here, like, man, I wonder if I should go into another story. If I should. Maybe. I mean, my, my, main, my main thing is this, like, <laughs> and I feel like I'm finna be, like, exposed on, like, a whole lot, but it's like, I really don't want to even say anything, but. Go for it, so so. It's like, it's like, speak, motherfucker, speak, 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 motherfucker. So it's like, I don't know, bro. Um, how you doing, man? You know, I'm talking about like my name is so so. You know, I'm 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 your country uncle over here right now, mm-hmm. sipping up on some sipping up on some drink right now. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, the thing about like, okay, so when was the last time you made a woman feel nervous? Honestly, I go out of my way. Like, I'm not trying. Like, whenever I make someone feel nervous on some real shit, it's really whenever I'm like, here I am walking down the street being black, and here she is. Like, I don't know if it's her feeling nervous or me, but like, I don't. If I see a white woman on the street at night and I'm walking, I'm trying to fucking avoid her as much as possible. I know that sounds fucked up, but like, I'm not trying to get like on the fucking news. I'm not trying to like, be like, because I'm, I'm a pretty big dude too, right? So like, if I'm walking around, I mean, you know what it is. Like, you get used to kind of like people 
you're not threatening, but you get used to people perceiving you as a potential threat. And that's when I talk about like nervousness, that's why I made someone like nervous, but I don't even know if I made him nervous to be honest, because I I didn't talk to him. But like when it comes to like dating, my whole thing is comfort. Like if if you're feeling nervous and you're not trying to feel nervous, that to me is like I'm not really into that. You know, like I'm trying to make you feel like the whole thing should you should I want you to let your hair down. God damn it. I want your hair. I want you to let your hair down. That's it. Like, I'm trying to get to know who you are. I don't think that you feel I get the best idea of who you are or like even what you're into with everything, too. Like, what are you into? You know, every which way. I don't think I get the best version of that if you're like fucking nervous. You know what I mean? All right. So I'm going to ask you this right here. All right. So you ever heard of like butt sweat? Butt sweat. All right. So, so any, any, any time when you get butt sweat, that means what? I mean, your your ass is hot. (laughs) Come on now. Okay. So it's like you're nervous. So it's like, I feel like this is the reason why we, we got like holidays, but the only time I'm finna treat a female is upon like one particular day. I don't know. Maybe I might even treat you upon another month or whatever. Mm. But anytime when you make a female nervous, man, like that, that yeah, it's, it's always gonna be like, oh my God, like, like oh my God, like, God damn. So it's like, damn, bitch, like you good. You saying that's a good like, thing or a bad thing? Yeah, what the, what? Okay, so excuse my slur. Like, so can I can I be disrespectful before I please, speak? please? Okay, so anytime me personally, anytime when you make a female disrespectful, yes, that motherfucker is is gonna get hot. That motherfucker is going to sweat. Yep, yes it is. Mm. Yes it okay. is. So any kind of like danger, any kind of like um, I don't know, conflict, whatever the fuck it is. Like even even if you're like arguing with her, this is why they say break up to make up. Because nine but, times okay. out of ten, you ooh, always gonna come ooh, back. This is good shit, so so. This is good shit. Have you heard Kendrick's new album at all yet? Of course. You heard that yeah. fuck you bitch, fuck you nigga shit. That, that yeah, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I think. Yes, yes. I think. Look, because what you're hitting on is there is a real tension to that shit. There is a real tension, and there is a real like sexual tension to it too. But I think the point of that song is that that shit overall is toxic. Right. And so I, I like that is not how the like that is not how a relationship that is not how a partnership should really be. That's like a codependency. There, there's something to it that's like. You got to go through all that just to get to the end, the fuck me, nigga, fuck you, man, fuck me, bitch kind of part. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's like a there's like a part of me now that's like asking questions about like the degree of stuff like, you know, like making a woman nervous or these, these sort of like old school games that people play, like to what extent are they actually necessary and to what extent are they hindering? And to what extent is like, is it just the attraction that would come through regardless of the nervousness, right? Cause like mm. my, my, my thing is too, man, I don't want, I don't want to make my partner like fucking scared of me. You know, I want to, I, I, I truly want a partner. I know there's always been some, some kinds of shit like, you know, like Patrice O'Neill talk a lot of shit back in the day and he, you know, rest in peace to, 
to him. Rest yeah, in peace. Rest yeah. in peace. Rest in peace. peace. And like, uh, and I, I ain't even like, I ain't even hating on on Patrice with a lot of the shit because I don't even think he's wrong a lot of the times. Like he's he's just trying to keep it hundred percent for like where he is at the time. But I do think that like you know like I've I've been lucky enough at times to have like some ride or dies. Or I guess like ride or breakups, <laughs> maybe I should say, because they gone. Mm. But like, there, there's, there's something very much true about what Amanda was saying about like somebody who is going out of their way to like take care of you, and 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 not just take care of you, but like they'll see things about you, they'll 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 see things, they'll see like a deeper version of you, and like understand you to such a degree or understand your body to such a degree too that they'll be like hey we should get this checked out and that shit is like that shit is super super like i don't know it's like transcendental you know it's it's that kind of shit that like i don't know the kind of like uh you know the 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 i always say psychedelic but there is something really psychedelic about that kind of that kind of connection. And I, I, I worry about the extent to which we are actually hindering that type of connection by feeling the need or, or feeling compelled to maybe play these games to, mm. to make someone butt sweat, you know? You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, All right. Okay, so. Me personally, I honestly feel like at the same time, yeah, I'm, uh, you spoke up on something. Um, say the last part again, just so that I'll be able to understand what it is I'm going to talk about. Yeah, when I'm talking about, like, there's generally, I feel like there are aspects with which people and men have gotten used to interacting in relationships that are unnecessary to get to the sort of deeper connection and the better sex and the better everything that like, and the better sort of relationship that we could be having um, just because we're playing games or just because we, mm. we have these ideas of like, we have the idea in our heads that you have to be like the fuck you nigga, fuck you bitch song before you yeah, get yeah. to the, yeah, yeah. the end. Just so that, it, yeah, you know so, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's like people, people that's like, um, our type, uh, uh, Muslim Maximus, whoever the fuck dude is, mm -hmm. I'm super high. <laughs> like, bro, yeah, yeah. you should be privileged. You should be privileged that you are super high, my dude. Yeah. So it's like, if you, if you really want to make anybody nervous, like you always gonna have to like look down upon them. If that right. makes any and kind I don't of feel like that's. I don't feel like that is necessary. I really don't. Okay, so okay. I want like okay, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm listening. I'm listening. I, I'm listening. I, I just okay, so I see you in your eyes anyway, right? I I want to. I want to be equal. I want I want to see you like face to face, you know. And there's something that like see don't. I you know what? I bet like maybe the one that you haven't talked to doesn't. But where does that come from too? You know, like I I've I've seen people face to face. And I know enough people want to be there. And that is, to me, I think, a deep, deep kind of human connection, you know? Because that's honestly, like, mm. the, like, there are people, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying, and here's the other thing, man. There are some people, like, 
I'm not even going to get into the sexual part of it because like, I think that's almost completely separate, like doms and subs and people who want to be like controlled in bed and shit like that. Cause like most of the most dominant, like professional women that I've been with who are the most submissive in the bedroom, that's like some other shit. Right. But like, and, and that's all like, I don't know, that's all fair play with consent and everything like that too, right? Like that's a whole different yeah. that's a whole different conversation. But like I don't feel like I should have to like I always feel weird if I have to like dom if it's like if you feel like you have to dom or sub in the actual relationship part. You know what I mean? The bedroom's a bedroom. The bedroom's a bedroom, that's a playground. You know, whatever y'all want to consent to have going on there, have at it, right? But like the actual relationship part, I feel like there are so many men now who are approaching women as if like they have to be like, I have to be dominant in this relationship as a man. And I feel like that is just wrong. Like not wrong, even in a moral sense, but just incorrect as to what you actually need to be, you know? Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. Uh, I think like, bro, like real talk, everything is like, in rotation. So if I make a female feel nervous, you know what she going to do? She going to fall back and she going to call somebody else because that somebody else knows that he, that that she's nervous, which is 911. And yeah, you feel me? So it's like when she called 911, guess who going to pull up? Yep, them boys. Oh yeah. And and you know who going to make who else feel nervous? The motherfucker that made her feel nervous so it's like we all we all like build off of like nervousness bro so like you got some kind of nerve you got damn right bitch what you call me bitch you got what what so it's like some some motherfuckers like they they might just pop off like fight when they get nervous when it's like really i made your pussy hot excuse my language or yeah but that's what i'm saying though so i so. made you sweat I, I just, I just do you sweat. think yeah. do you I think do you think Cause this is what I'm saying. I'm saying that you can make the pussy hot without the nervous. I think they're disconnected. That's what I've come to believe. Mm, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say it again. I think you can you can make the pussy hot without the nervousness. I think those concepts are disconnected. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that like. Hey, hey, that's somebody special. I swear I'm telling. <laughs> that's somebody special. But that's what okay, I'm saying. That's what okay. everyone's looking for, though, right? Is that the special somebody, right? Like, they're trying to, like, that's what people are, well, maybe, you know, people are looking for different things. I don't want to, like, some people just looking for whatever. No, like, you know? but, no, like, you good. No, like, 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 you good. So, like, if some, if, if a female would ever make, make that motherfucker hot, you know, if I'm able to make a female nervous without even trying, that right there is 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 gonna make me wonder. It's like, damn, like who else like are you nervous of? So it's like I'm finna be your protector. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm finna like protect you because I don't want you to feel nervous for anybody else. Because anytime when you feel nervous, you, you get ne- you get weak up in the knees. Excuse me, like you get weak up in the knees. Mm. So let me stand up when I speak. Uh, but yeah, man, like you get weak up in the knees. So it's like if I'm trying to protect you and you get nervous around me. I can only imagine like how nervous you'd be around somebody else that looked better than me. 
smell better than me. But that's the thing. You know what I'm talking the, about? The look better and smell better. How is that like? I I don't think too because sometimes like I think you gotta also own the fact that like you don't have to look better or smell better than someone else to be the one that makes someone more nervous than anybody else in the good way, right? To make I'm not talking like nervous like they they feel like tension the entire time they're with you, but like they get shy. They get like you know like oh my god I I really like talking to him and I can't believe. I feel some type of way. You know what I mean? Like that's, I think that's mm-hmm. a little different mm-hmm. because like I, it, it goes back to the bigger dick thing, right? Like at the time, look, every relationship is always at every, yeah, butterflies, as Shelly said, butterflies. That's the way to describe it. Butterflies. That's right. Um, but it goes back, you know, when we're talking about the, like the bigger dick thing, like, look, every relationship that anyone's ever in should be at all times, like 100% autonomous, right? That means anyone can leave at any time for any reason. That just is what it is, right? That's part of being a free human being. It's like, mm. and I think, you know, there's some mentalities that's like, this is how you keep someone really with you or whatever, right? But like, that that gets into pimp shit. And I'm just like, I I just respect freedom, you know? <laughs> like, so I'm not like, I'm not going to try to fucking play some psychological warfare on your ass to stay here because I I want it to be mm-hmm. truly mm-hmm. your choice, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's important. That's super important. And, and, you know, mm. a lot of dudes like, oh, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. So I, I was just going to say this here. Like, like, you know how drugs work. So you know how drugs work, right? Yeah. Okay, so then, like, you know how to, like, keep people within your circle. But that's how, you see what I'm saying, though? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But that. So, so, so it's like, and, and, and all in all, like, it's, it's like, it's, it's all pimping. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, you can even call it that. Like, once you understand, like, how drugs work, like, a lot of people, yeah, you're going to judge me for doing this and whatnot. Okay, I, I think some somebody somebody trying to call in. Oh, you 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 want to hear what, what she got to no, say? No, go ahead and finish. Or go like, oh shit, like like we all can. Oh shit, like yeah, like once you understand like how drugs work, then, then yeah, because the moment when I put you up on something, put you up on like any kind of substance, everybody else they gonna look up on you, and by everybody, especially mm-hmm. like your family. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. since I ain't got no family. I'm finna like choose up to like somebody else because I ain't got no family because they because they looking down upon right. me, and it's like I can't right. succeed up in life because how y'all looking down upon me and what it is that I do. I'm different from you, so let me choose up to somebody else that's not gonna look at me different. Right. So that's how drugs work. Right. If you understand, right, 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 so it's right. like that's the psychology. You know what? You know what? You know what? If you you feel me? Yeah. 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 So it's like, but that's that's. It ain't, it don't it don't take all day to recognize sunshine, but anytime when like a when, when when like a female like yeah she want to be stubborn and all that and this that and third like you ain't acting no better than your mama or your right or your, right, or your right, brother right. or your or your sister right. Or anybody. right but that's that's what I'm saying so so is I don't I don't want my being with somebody or my being with someone to be like how drugs work in that way you know what I mean like I don't know if you ever heard. Can I tell you a story real quick and then I'll, I'll move on to Shelly? Just a, a quick one. But 
I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, just, just, just as long, just as long as, as, as I can always be, you know, you know, in, included up in the circle or whatever. Hell yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, so you are you a regular now? So you and you a regular here at the Fred Hampton Dance. Suite, so you you're <laughs> part you, of it. Uh, have you ever? Okay. Well, well, there's this. There, there were some experiments that some scientists were doing on rats, right? And basically, one of the one of the rat cages, they had like, it wasn't even a cage. They had a big open area with a big park and the, the other rats were there. They could all play together and shit. And they were just going around, mm. just hanging out. And those rats were very happy, right? And then they had another cage, right? They had another cage where it was, all the rats were basically alone in small cages, there were no activities, nothing for them to do. And in both of these cages, they had uh, a water bottle so the rats could drink, and then they had a water bottle with a lot of cocaine in it. And the rats in the, in the big open area with all the other rats and everything, they'd mostly just come over and drink the water bottle. You know, every once in a while, you know, they might drink that other water bottle with the cocaine in it. But for the most part, they were just drinking the water bottle. The rats in the in the cage, mm. in the cage with no other rats or anything, were almost exclusively drinking the water with cocaine. They didn't even drink the water. They didn't even need the nutrients. They didn't want the nutrients and want the drugs. Right. I think a lot of human relations Human beings come from different areas. We're all different kind of rats. Some of us are from those open environments. You know? <laughs> preach. Yeah, preach. Some of us preach. been in open cages. You know what I mean? And when we approach love and when we approach partnerships, we're approaching them as rats in the cages or rats who are out in that open like that. And I, mm. I, I want to show the rats who are in the cages, though. I want to give them the chance to go out into that actual field with the other rats and see that, hey, there's a whole nother way for this to be. There's a whole nother way for relationships to be. You just don't know it yet. You know what I'm saying? Hell, hell yeah, I do 100%. You got down right. Yes, sir. I do the same. I man. understand your real talk. Yes, sir. So it's like, I mean, once, you, of, like once you understand, it, like, how. I'm listening. I'm listening. No, you gotta, I'm just you saying, like so, so you and you know, like a lot of like you know, a lot of us, a lot of people are those rats from cages, and like a lot of that, like when you're when you're saying, you know, last time we talked, when you're just trying to figure shit out, and you're figuring shit out and whatever, like there, there's a need to kind of figure out why the fuck am I in this cage? You know what I mean? Why was I in that cage or whatever too? Like there, there's. There's a lot of like I don't know man like there's a there's a lot of like that's that's what I really did like about that Kendrick album though because what I what I hear mm. is a motherfucker figuring it out is someone who's been exposed to the field who's going around and trying to tell people that that field exists you know what I mean like mm, and I think mm-hmm. that's good work to do I think that is I can see that journey you know I I, I can see that I can feel that. And so, you know, like, I, I don't ever want to be, you know, with my relationship, if anything, I want to be that, like, 
I want to be that water bottle, you know, not like that, the water bottle without the cocaine again. I, I just want to be the, the nurturing that people actually, you know, they need and shit, you know, but like, I, I, I feel like the more you get into pimp shit, the more you become like the water, the more you try to put people into the cage, right? And feed them so like, the okay, you know okay, I'm, I'm listening. All right, so, so it's like, okay, I'm going to call pimping. Pimping is like hindrance to the government mm. or vice versa. If that makes any kind of, if that makes any kind of a sense. Yeah. Gangs is, gangs is like hindrance to the government. Mm. If that makes any kind of a sense yeah. to you. Yeah, so at the end of the day, like the biggest pimp is the who? It's the, well, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's the who? It's going to be the government. Like, the biggest. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so it's like any, in anything that is illegal or like trespassing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you're not going to. Yeah. Like, so, so it's like, yeah. So it's like, and so you feel me? So it's like everybody that's like upset, everybody that is mad, is all because of your pimp. Yeah. And who your yeah, pimp that's is. True. That's the true. moment when that's you true. the moment when you step up in that <laughs> for real. For real. So it's like shit. Like every every ward, every every ghetto, mm-hmm. every section that you stay in, mm-hmm, gangbanger, mm-hmm. dope boy, mm-hmm. uh 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 pimp whatever the fuck it is it's like the pimp is the closest thing to a to a, to a fucking uh, uh general yeah. if, you, if, if you think about yeah, it yeah, yeah you know what i'm talking about because it's like i don't want to feel sorry for you because i'm standing up in the land up on a free free mind free thinking and it's like not not only that the moment when i move around i'm able to just manipulate like a whole lot of people I'm, I'm not even just, just like manipulating bro but at the end of the day it's more it's, it's, it's more say like this Damn, baby, like you look good. What you got? I got daddy problem. I got daddy yeah. issues. Okay, so where your father? At? My, man, you know my father. He locked up. Okay, well, you know where your father? I don't know. But you know what? Let me be your father and let me raise you and help me become a better man. And I'm gonna teach you how to create a business. I'm gonna teach you mm-hmm. how to become a better woman. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna teach you how to do this, mm-hmm. that, and the, you feel me? So it's like every, every everything. Yeah. So it's like you know what? You know who you is? What, what am I? Bitch, you was a pro- bitch. Yeah. I'm sorry, you was a prostitute. Yeah. We, 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 we're not gonna censure that shit out. Yeah, we're not gonna censure that shit out. Yeah. But now you're not no bitch. You're a prostitute. But you understand that the choice, or not even the choice, but the susceptibility, like the the thing that makes someone more likely to be a prostitute or to be like uh to deal with that is the desperation, right? Where's her daddy in jail? Mm-hmm. Where's her, you know, mm-hmm. community? They gone. Mm-hmm. Where's her people? Oh, so you, you exactly just, you just isolated. Exactly, now, huh? and, it's, and so it's you like, just isolated. Okay, well then come here. Right, I'll, right. I'll give you some of that love. I'll give you. I'll give you some of that affection. I'll give you some of that. But that's what I'm saying. It's like even the mindset. There you like, go. Of there you go. Of deciding to do that to someone who's desperate though too, is like there you go. In and of itself, Three. desperate. You're 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 trying to pimp in go. the same way that you learned or that you've been pimped. Like you said, by the government, right? And mm-hmm. if you ever want to break that, there you go. If you ever want to break that, you got to break the cycle. You got to break the whole shit. Like it's the system of the pimping. Everything, that's wrong, right? Like come on, the entire system of that it, pimping it, it, is it, wrong. It, it, but that's what I'm saying. Like so, like when we're talking about like the mindset. So when I'm talking about like men, when I'm talking to men, I'm trying to break them out of that fucking cycle of like. That same shit because you're here because you are desperate and you're exploited because you are pimped out. But it's like, oh, like, there you go, there you go, there you go, you got it. 
And it's like, and at the same time, it's like, shit, if I were to ever break you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, if I if I were to ever break you, like, I'm 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 gonna have to like go down that timeline with like your father. Mm-hmm, I'm sorry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your mama. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, your cousin. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like everything is 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 just broken down to being like increments, and I really feel like people need to hear this and never lose that energy because everything is political. Like we all live up on politics. I only yeah. So it's like the way how we are discussing anything it ain't it ain't nothing but just politics and being political so for a female to even say i don't want to be a prostitute but it's like all right well damn bitch like you lazy bitch i'm lazy yeah so it's like you trying to make some money or you trying to you trying to understand like how the government work or you trying to understand how to be verbally structured you feel me so yeah like yeah. it ain't yeah. it ain't hard get up you, you know what i'm talking about so i'm gonna need for you to be my motivation Mm. Real talk, the same way how the government is, it don't matter if you the mule or the motherfucking elephant, whatever the fuck it is. Who knows mm. this business? You dig what I'm saying? And 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 the reason why I roll with the motherfucker, <laughs> and the reason why I roll with the motherfucker that knows was bigger is just because my dick was too. I thought about mm. my dick, so yeah. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So I I feel you, I feel you, but fuck the mule and the elephant, bro. Let's make <laughs> fuck them like. I, I ain't riding like 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 that's I think this will be the last thing I say I think I think the real I think the highest sort of trick that you could really pull the, the the best thing you can do is to really see through all of it mm. is to to see through all the bullshit and to mm-hmm. offer a separate way because the amount of people who will just take that way I mean look when, when Nation of Islam was a lot, when Malcolm X was around, Nation of Islam started popping off, offering a third way. Ex-pimp. You know, like, again, someone who was pimped by a system became a pimp, too. Come on, like, now. Listen, Come on, some, now. There's some real, listen, one, one of these days we'll do a podcast <laughs> just about. Uh, I- uh uh uh, mm-hmm. uh what's the name of uh it's iceberg sound Shirley uh, Matt. uh yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's up it's um don magic wand don don magic wand pimping ken yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. ice burgundy uh yeah uh, shit. yeah uh, uh white we'll, folks we'll oh, it's, it's, it's just it's a whole it's, it's a whole slip and it's a whole list of yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's all that it is. And it's like you can be any kind of a race that you want to be, bro. Because mm-hmm. everywhere that you go is politics. So it's like, yes. yeah, man, so exactly. Come on, exactly. man. And that's yeah. is like Karl Marx. In a Karl big Marx, way, right? He's, uh, he's just talking about. He's just talk, He's just breaking down capitalism from a different perspective mm-hmm. of, of of where he's at. That's it. That's it. But. You know, you know. I, I I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Like I'm, I'm I'm in the kitchen right now watching my granny. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, no cook worries. Up some I'm gonna French fries uh, right now. We finna eat some fish okay, and some, go some ahead. pork chops. I'm listening. Yeah. I ain't no. Go ahead and eat. Go ahead and eat, man. Go ahead and eat. But that's that's you know that's uh. I'm just I, over I just listening. You calling in though, so so I appreciate it, man. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, you think you think maybe I'll be able to listen to like the. The next little call that come up there, for sure. You can, yeah. Just go ahead and listen. Oh, oh. By the way, if mm-hmm. anybody ever, fa- 
Man, look. <laughs> if anybody, <laughs> okay. if anybody ever feels some type of way, they ever talking about it's the drugs, it's the alcohol or whatever. It's more of the alcohol than the drugs. Mm-hmm. Understand? Oh no, bro. Mm. I can go on for days about this shit, but yeah, man. Yeah. If you a well, pimp, then you with it, the man. government. Yeah, yeah. Let's. We gotta break that pimp shit. We gotta break that cycle. But I appreciate you, bro. I always all appreciate right, you right. calling in. All right, much love, much love. Yeah, much love. All right, peace. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've reached that time. We thought, who knows? Maybe she's not going to make it. Maybe, maybe she found another podcast. You know, maybe she found a separate place to be. I don't know. Who knows what, why? why she decided to leave, but you know that she won't even begin to speak until she hears her song. Coming to you live from the People's Republic of China, where she's been doing an internship. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Shelly. <laughs> an internship. Oh, Lord. No, I've been, I've been undergoing political re-education, um, is, is the term. Yeah, what have you learned? Have you learned anything about men? Or um, I've learned a doing? lot about men. Okay, tell us. Why don't you tell us but what you But that has nothing to do with my political re-education. Um, oh, okay. snap. But also, like, give me some context, because I wasn't able to hear everything, but I was really enjoying listening to So-So. But girl, I'm just asking why, like... I think dudes are in trouble, <laughs> just generally. I think I think there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of shit that, well, I mean, generally, they're dealing with a lot of, like, okay, what's how, the best way to put this? So many guys have adapted, like, this, this, I don't want to call it, like, even toxic masculinity. I think dudes are isolated. They don't have a lot of friends. They don't have a lot of sense. And they're out here trying to even like talk to people or like interact with people on some level of like patriarchal bullshit. It's basically what it comes down to. And I think that a lot of it is because their perceptions are morphed by the same system that they're in. And because they've kind of been sold this idea of the alpha or this idea of what it takes to even be attractive, they've denied parts of themselves entirely. So, you know, no, deny I parts mean, of themselves, you know, I, sexually, I would have to say like, mentally, I, physically. I'm sorry, what? Hmm? What was the last part? Huh? What was the last part? Huh? <laughs> okay, sorry. Would you stop? No, they, they denied parts of themselves, like, uh, as people. And they feel as if them just being them is somehow not enough, right? Like, nah, you gotta be you, but with a bigger dick. Nah, you gotta be you but with like bigger muscles and shit and all this and, and you know it's, there's just so much like with a car trash. with a house with a wall street yeah, job like the car with shit title, like with nigga, a, no one gives a whatever. fuck about your car like it's 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 that shit and then there'll be like there's, there's like groups of people who like will you know like some men who won't even do shit because they think it's gay or whatever and it's like bro who gives a fuck if it's gay just be gay like 
And who cares? Like bacon bread, for example. We gave an And also now you're gendering bread. activities, which That's what I'm saying. You're gendering really fucking weird. activities in a way that's like, bro, like you are literally denying of who you could be and who you are based upon the idea of like, oh, but that's gonna be feminine or that's gonna be something. Do you know what kind of like you, you and, and you're out here acting like a chick ain't gonna fuck you because you acted more like a chick or something. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, like it's like those kinds of like restrictions that people have, those kinds of like that mindset that is that is bad for them. And they don't even realize it. And they're kind of being, you know, like they're being sold it. And they don't really have, you know, like all this incel shit is so fucking wacky. Like wacky as fuck, dude. Like I don't like the the levels of like dudes who like maybe if you just I don't know, like fucking did some basic shit about like, okay, I, man, I don't know, just some therapy or some shit. Like maybe if you like, and, and I know that's kind of a fucked up thing because not everyone can afford therapy and all that. Right. So it's like, whatever. But like, you know, like maybe like there's obviously a systemic pressure that's like forcing men into this category of like somehow not forcing them either, but like pressuring a lot of men into this, this belief that like somehow like not having basic, like that the problem is not that they're, they they have this like essential idea that they're completely unlovable as opposed to like, okay, maybe if I take a shower and I just like go at this in the right way by being more, I don't know, like open to myself and to other people and shit and don't like put all this pressure on every fucking interaction and like have to think of women in some kind of way that's like, I don't know, they have to be lesser than me or I have to make them feel like this or that. And maybe you'll have a better fucking chance of being like a goddamn human being. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's that shit. Like well, all I, that I think, pressure. I think it's also um, like partly like an idea of being rejected by one woman means a rejection of your total personhood. That's the other thing too. And that's a patriarchal um, concept. You know, the, the idea to which men- Like you should always be a winner. Like, yeah, and if, and if yeah. you fail at any one point, then that means that you can have your man card taken away. You can. Or, yes, or that your failure is somehow attributable to you. Maybe right. she's just not looking for anybody or whatever, too, right? It's like that kind of shit. Like the essentialization of like everything is about me filtered through me is a, is like a, uh, 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 about how I am valued or not valued or like I, it is a referendum on me, which makes the fucking, which can compel dudes to like take rejection in a way to where they're not following some chick out to her motherfucking vehicle and being like, oh, yeah, you just think you're too good for me, which is a literal story that happened and has happened many times, like with people that I've been on dates with. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on, gentlemen? And it's not just, you know, I'm not trying to put it all on them either because like, no, it's not. It it, you know, it perverts not. it perverts the female brain as well. Yeah, it's just I'm just saying like shit is, but it's it's just it's rough. Like patriarchy. Let's take that example of being rejected too for just a second, right? Like that idea that like, first of all, that only one sex can approach or should approach. You know what I mean? Like, can we fuck it? Let's let's go into it. Can we talk about slut shaming for a second? Like how fucking stupid of a concept it is 
from any point of view, even from the point of view that we're at right now, right? Like this idea that like women's sexuality or anyone's sexuality has to be like fucking regulated by you or by any motherfucker, right? And mm-hmm. here, here's, here's how fucking crazy slut shaming is, right? You have all these incels out here who will be like, yo, um, I can't get any ass. So I think the best way for me to do it is like the people who are more open to giving ass, I should make them stop giving ass. What the fuck are you talking about? Like just from a logical standpoint, right? Like shouldn't it be, shouldn't it be fucking like, shouldn't that be great? Like shouldn't the existence of like people slutting it up be like a net positive for all of us, for all of y'all out there who are talking about like, I can't get ass. Like that's what, that's what's so fucking baffling about all of it. You know, it's like a, it's a, it's, it's like cult like fucking behavior when people are doing this, but it's systemic enough at this point to where I am really starting to believe it's a problem. <laughs> like, I, and I don't know if it's just because I'm backed out there dating again, but like the fact that I'm in my thirties, I'm talking to girls in their thirties and the stories they're telling me are freaking me the fuck out. And I'm like, how many of these stories do you have? I got a bunch. They're telling me how much time do you got? That's fucking yeah. wild. Yeah, and very it's much. Literally but, everybody. You know, but I, I think rather than going, um, rather than maybe talking about like like extremely specific instances or issues or anything like that, I think I would like to take it back to what I see as the root cause of the problem, which is a cap, which is capitalism. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so I think part of it is, you know, you're talking about guys feel alienated, isolated, alone. Well, that's kind of part of capitalism and, in yes, a way. Yes, that's a big part. You know, part. we've had our industrial base stripped out um, because of capitalism's greed. That's made jobs harder to come by. Oh. Um, we introduced uh, civil rights and that made, um, I, I mean, that basically made it to where, what do you do? It's the new Jim Crow. You have a surplus supply side of labor um and that's creating competition that lowers wages what's one of the things that happens with that it's it's white men attempting to kind of protect their jobs and their livelihood by criminalizing Mm -hmm. um a different race it's a divide and conquer type thing um you know you have all of these types of things and then meanwhile it's further militarization what is it that we respect in the military it's absolutely a big, tough guy. You can go out there, blow up, do whatever, and then that gets transferred back to the police. Right. You know, that, you know, like this, this type of thing of making every single man a male warrior to accomplish what? Domination, destruction, whatever. But that's, a, yeah, that, that idea of, like, even the, the idea that, like, male warrior is, like, a fucking thing. Like, look, What's crazy about, I, I think in America in particular, but in a lot of countries, but in America in particular, mm-hmm. we, can, we can kind of track a lot of the, um, uh, a lot of the capital, the problems that capitalism has had on like, I guess society as far as like gender relations and the like, right? Um, men, the idea of like only men being allowed to work for example, and mm-hmm. women having to be relegated to the home mm-hmm. created sort of an environment where men could really act a fucking fool on any type of shit. Girl, what you doing? Are you fucking slapping a robot or some shit? 
that's not me. Oh, that's ain't, that ain't you. Who's is that? Is that me? That's you. Who is that? Can you hear me? I can fucking hear you. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's the divine feminine. I'm is that so <laughs> I'm phoning in to give you wisdom. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, I, I don't, don't know, know what's going on. Oh, I don't know. oh our, don't know our Earth happened. Mother, please. I don't know what happened, but I think I have to leave and come back in because, like, I wanted to not be a caller for a second. So I'll BRB. Okay. <laughs> so okay. BRB. Yeah, BRB. The defined feminine coming <laughs> That's we're being We're being haunted by feminism right now. I know, right? It's literally haunting us. <laughs> Literally, the specter of feminism. Yes. Um, God. That was I, 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 funny. I have no idea, like, why or, or how that happened, but that was I don't know funny. either. But but then again, like, you haven't been able to, like, call in be, for some I know, reason. Every I know. I know. Thank you for your fucking Charlie. So Is weird. he here right now? Charlie. I'm just kidding. No, he's not here. No. I don't know. No, um, no but anyway. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Say, like, the very last thing you were saying, because I was so... Yeah, no, you got, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was, uh, it's not often we get to hear the voice of God. Uh, right. So that was great. Uh, yeah, th- just the idea of like, um, you know, you had a society basically where there was like forced monogamy to some extent or whatever the fuck Jordan Peterson calls it nowadays. But like, because men are out there being the only person allowed to work and be the breadwinners, there's this aspect of like a forced relationship or sort of a forced sort of sense of, um, hey, what love is doesn't matter. What matters is that I'm the man, I'm out working and you're my wife and you do this, this and this. And there's some like holdover from that too. Now that things have opened up, you know, like what the role of a man was. Cause when we talk about like why a lot of these guys like buy into some of this shit, it's because they used to have a role, right? They used to have a purpose of some kind that was forced. It was a forced societal purpose. It was a false purpose. But like the idea is like they used to have, there was some kind of purpose here for them to do whatever. Well, and, that's exactly what I'm talking about by like yes. the focus on the ma- the man, the male body, the male psyche as being that of a warrior. Mm-hmm. Because what essentially you are doing, if you are agreeing to embody the male warrior psyche, then -hmm. that means that you are um, offering yourself up as an expendable um, violent force. Yeah, but I got to be honest, a lot of these dudes are not, I I just got to be honest with a lot of y'all too. A lot of just people nowadays have no idea what violence is, straight up. Y'all never been in a fight. Y'all never had any sort of like, so this idea, this like fucking arc, I don't know, this like grandstanding idea of the violent warrior is such a fucking fetish. Like, well, right, it's such right. a, like but, but what I'm talking about is I'm talking about that is what capitalist culture does to men. I'm not saying that that's how all men are. I'm saying well, that it, you it, see the embodiment in that. And then also Sonia is correct. It's also about consumerism because yeah, you think it's about trying to sell you that. Yeah. If you think about a lot of like what it is that we see as far as being the um, epitome of male specimenhood, it's, you know, it's all these mm-hmm. guys that are like jacked up and saying like, get a subscription, get these vitamins, um, do this, buy this gym membership. So yes, mm-hmm. also a lot of that is built up in that. And then it's like, like every now and then I'll just get these weird commercials about like, hey, bitch, you're wearing the wrong t-shirt and that's why girls don't fuck you. 
and it has nothing to do so with dumb. the t-shirt so dumb. that you're Although wearing. sometimes, I gotta say, you know, sometimes I may not fuck someone because of their t-shirt, honestly. I mean, you know, and I'll be like, yeah, well, yeah. I was gonna fuck you, but then the t-shirt. But then that t-shirt. Really, well, I, yeah. I would have to say, I think that most people, whenever they actually have a long-term attraction with individuals, I think that you see them in multiple different aspects of themselves and you actually develop an actual affection for people. Right, um, right. It's, it's and, because and, I think that most people are multifaceted. And so the assumption that the other side is only one-sided is, is, is false. So it's whenever people are able to, whenever people are actually able to um, engage with that multifaceted aspect of themselves. And I mean, yes, it does involve a degree of vulnerability and, you know, some people, it might be easier for them than others, but I, I do think that, um, showing multiple different sides makes people more attractive. Um, well, yeah, because it allows both women well, and men to make decisions on their partners that aren't yeah. and hidden. And I Look, feel like that's we, what we do with a lot of our relationships is we conceal a lot of ourselves. And yes. then so why are we having problems a year on whenever, you know, it's the muscles are getting a little weak and the facade. Girl, keep talking, keep talking. Cause that's, that's why I let that freak flag fly. Honestly, it's like, that's why my approach to dating is so like, nah, let's just see. Let me see you. You can see me. It's, it's always been like, you know, like people being in a relationship is always like a consensual. It should be always like mm -hmm. you get to, you know, anyone can leave at any time type shit. So like for any reason type shit, cause that's just what it means to be free as a fucking human being. Right. That's what it means to have autonomy. So like, but like, you know, you, you missed it earlier, but I was talking about, you know, Amanda was asking me about my dating experience and I was saying, well, one of the weird things is that like, you know, like it does feel like a lot of people come into dates, like they're trying to audition for a job or something or interview for a job. Right. right. It's like, you're trying to show me this, I don't want to see the, the, you think is the most desirable or whatever. Like, fuck that. Let me, let me see you. Like, let's see each other. Like, fuck it. Let's see, let's see the whole, I want the whole plate type shit. Right. Like, let's, Let's see what we're getting into. Let's see if we can actually vibe as people as as we actually are. Now, some more because you know, I've been on a couple journeys <laughs> or whatever, right? And you know, like uh, I got a little bit of that hippie in me. But like, I, I super important. Um, and it ends up avoiding that like down the line shit anyway. And you know, I will say this: the last thing about men real quick and then I want to talk to Allison real quick she mm -hmm. yeah. sitting here patiently and then I hope Cynthia I know Dane was down there somewhere I Dane you know every time I call I'm getting goosebumps I'm like yes let's go Dane is fucking in the building but like listen the last thing I'll say too is just like uh you know that idea of like the warrior that idea that's being sold to you too it's just like capitalism trying to cash in on like a version of yourself or like on the idea of what kind of man you think you should have been or should be or whatever the fuck. It's marketing. Really? It's marketing. We haven't been warriors. Listen, if you want to be a warrior, my dude, nothing is fucking stopping you from going and fighting. And get into boxing. Get into fucking UFC shit or whatever they're doing. If you want to go fight, go fight. Hell, go get into that. firefighting and save some lives. Could, that's what I'm saying. You could do so many different things right now. But like the idea, what you're attracted to, my dude, right now, 
It's the idea of you being this just by you're a consumer in that. You really are. Because you're 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 being sold the idea of whatever the fuck. Like somehow this product or this anything is somehow going to make you into something that you could be if you just got your ass into actually wanting to do it. If you actually want to go, if you actually want to go box or you actually want to go do some shit, just go do it. What's stopping you? You know? But like, then there's a problem too of like people think that doing that somehow entitles you to like pussy or something, which is fucking ridiculous, right? There's no connection between boxing and pussy, right? Or any of that, right? Like there should be no connection between like, I don't know. Let's, let's, uh, Allison. Well, just, just real fast before we talk to Allison, I will have to say Mm -hmm. I'm a whore for a class war. No, you're not. I'm a whore for a class war. Okay. Fight class, not anything else. Yes, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay. All right. Class whore. Um, oh, oh, bye, Shelly. <laughs> okay. Well, we're uh, so if you want to come back up and speak, I'll, I'll, I'll bring you up. But let's uh, let's move on to Allison. Let's go, Allison. What's going on? How you doing? Hello, hello. Um, so it looks like Cynthia's back in the callers too. If you want to re yeah. like, put them up into speaker, oh, yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Yeah, that's. And you, true, if true, you true. like Dane too, you can always just put him in a speaker too, and then just Cynthia like, says no. Him. Okay. So, okay. Oh, laughing for and, Allison. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So, um, yes, completely agree. Thank you for like <laughs> talking about these incredibly important issues. Like that's like seriously though i'm worried about the men folk like i like especially rough. like i don't have a lot of contact because like i'm on stan twitter right like i'm i'm a right. weirdo not a lot of not a lot of I, there's more trans boys there than there are men <laughs> that were right, you yeah, know yeah. Eight, assigned male at birth so um right, right. in my in my community so that's where i'm like coming from but i used to date men and i used to have like a lot of men friends and everything and they were most of my male friends that were good friends to me it was because they had sisters um and those sisters and their very active like m- mom in their in their house and their dad too were like respectful of that women are also people and we're not going to like treat anyone differently um so i never had to like, explain them the importance of like putting down the seat um and like Girl, basic yeah. like cleaning stuff you know um why when we live together um and so i was really thankful for that but then with i i really worry about like the past like 10 20 years and then like the coming generation and like how in public the incel culture has started to become because that's scary yeah that's scary to me like the, the fact that it's becoming public and more like acceptable and also on television on like and then you have these like these tiktok influencers too who are like i don't know if you've seen that one guy who's like obviously a hidden bottom but like he's pretending he's like a mask of all masks yeah that that guy is secretly he he you know like he could probably be a power bottom my dude like i'm telling you no 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 yeah did you see see the video where he walking around i saw that too and part of me so and part of me wants to say he Look, I don't know. I want to no, say yeah, I don't want to say anything. Like, he, he feels you know, a little fucked up about it, but you know, like, yeah, yeah. He he's clearly lost in the fucking sauce of like, yeah. what he believes manhood is because it's so yeah. like, it's, it's so dumb. Like, they yeah, I understand it's restricting. Like, it is restricting his full expression. And you know, it's fucking yeah. alpha. If we just want to be real, 
You know what fucking alpha behavior actually is? I mean, toxicity. Doing your own shit. Yeah. yeah. You said what? Yeah. Like, it's well, also like, yeah. go ahead. You, you do it. It's not. It, no, just. Huh? <laughs> sorry, go ahead. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, as Sonia said, alpha males, hella gay. And hella I gay. Hate, I, hella gay. I'm just in like a that. bad way. Like I, and, and I feel yes. bad for them because I because I do worry how many of them are actually closeted, um, or well, that's who what have... fucking gets. That that's true because it's like, look, you are de- denying yourself the full expression of your own existence, humanity. yeah, and your own humanity is fucking beta. Sorry, that shit is fucking like that shit is like weak, weak. My dude, and I don't even mean it, like, like, and it's not even weak, and, like, I'm just saying, like, please be you. Please be yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, and like, girls like that. I mean, no, everybody like likes girls that, honestly. love it, Allison. Vulnerability, like, shit. Like, like, really, truly, like, there's a reason, like, being vulnerable, being yes. open, and, yes. and, like, you know, and telling even, like, really scary shit, like, I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm one of those people who, like, I had a, I had so many people come out to me, because I just have one of those, like, faces, I guess, that, like, that yeah. <laughs> I, I'm safe, I guess, and I'm like, cool, what, like, why, <laughs> what, shouldn't you tell, like, a friend of yours, why this, um, but, so, and yeah. then also in my male friends, too, like, I have this, I do the soft parenting skills, so we're able to have, like, you know, better conversations, because, yeah, like I don't yeah. get like they'll obviously like attack me in uh you know in a like sexist kind of way um yeah. or like attack like very strong beliefs that I that I have like mm-hmm. that women are people you know those basic beliefs so um, and that so yeah I know and then maybe they, if they're doing the same job they deserve the same pay you know yeah. um and that men should all so stay brave. home with their families and so, brave. Like, so brave yeah, I know, like, so brave I really I mean, deserve a reward. I know you really do. You're so good. Yeah. Like the the honestly like that that aspect <laughs> this is too. Sarcasm, like, like, y'all, if y'all can't. Yeah, if y'all can't tell um, yeah. from our voices, that's sarcasm. But like the fact that like a dude would like that you want to be in your kid's life and stay home with your kid a little bit. Like I like parental leave for both sexes should be a fucking thing because like that's your yeah. kid. You know. Like, yeah. You should. Be and, and not just like parental leave, but like. Kid. You need to spend time, like, like having children, mm-hmm. having family, having mm-hmm. like family time is not like, like I, there was this um, another thing going on on um, on TikTok where essentially this mom wanted to, the the family. It was like a baby, and it was like you know what, like a baby, baby, super cute. And mom and dad, they were gonna go on this little vacation and um, you know like go out to the ocean or something. And he, she, the mom wanted everybody to wear like a little matching swimsuit. So mom put on a matching swimsuit, baby got put on a matching swimsuit, and the man he who's the TikToker was like, no, 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 I'm not gonna like this is so silly, this is so stupid. I don't know where why why are we wearing all matching suits? This is it would make me really happy and it's so cute isn't so cute and and like the minute he puts on the little outfit and comes and shows she's so happy and her eyes just you know and and it's such a little thing even me i don't even know this woman and i'm already like elated for her because she looks so excited and the entire time the man is like this is so stupid this is so silly and and i think a lot of men because of either their past, like not being allowed to be vulnerable or not being allowed to show interests when they were younger because yeah. of, yeah. you know, toxic masculinity or, or like, I mean, well, toxic masculinity can be taught by both men and women. And it's also taught by schools 100%. and soccer, 100%. you know, sports. 
and TV, games, there are so many like really potentially negative influences that media and society teaches children. So that's why it's like it, you should encourage like family gatherings and being together as a family and um, and also like spending time with like not all the men folk go into one room and all the women folk go into the other room and all the kids go. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone spend time and, and play together and um, and because and like it and it heals you like truly it's, like it, listen, it, it can i would also community. actually have to say as long as we're going to keep throwing out the term toxic masculinity then we're going to have to interrogate toxic femininity because it doesn't can you give yeah. an example yes, of toxic yeah. femininity that isn't from so there's toxic femininity from a, a the, like the i practice from a standpoint of like trauma response mm-hmm. and then there's like actual so what, what would you call it? i would say for example i think one thing is very prevalent in a lot of women that are engaged in like social circles. Like I have a couple of girls that I work with that because of how the system has sort of developed and it's created sort of these like toxic feminine roles. It's like to be a real woman, then you must have every male gaze on you. You must have. Oh, but who, where where does that come from though? Where's that come from? That's new to me. Huh? Like, to me, when I hear shit like that, that just sounds like patriarchy to me. And I'm not even saying that as like- Well, uh, but like, I would say that patriarchy manifests in to- toxic masculinity as well. What I'm saying is I'm saying then it creates this like infighting between women where there's like gossiping behind each other's back. And I mean, I, I've seen it, a t- I don't engage in it, but they do it to like, they, they always wanna like engage me in it. And I'd be like, eh, I think you're being a little bit, you know, you're not really like seeing everything. But I, I do feel like it is the the woman has this part in her that like strives for the optimum male, and then they see other women as competition and attempt cut down methods. That, yeah. that would well, be I'm I, I'm on the buy, so I don't really, I don't yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. that. Yeah, I think, I, unfortunately, I, think... I like very few of my friends are like toxically straight. Um, so I, yeah. <laughs> I do, Sorry, you no, no, I, I do like think that. it's way yeah. more rare. I, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, honestly, uh, Dane just put a comment in the chat that I just gotta read because it's fucking cracking me up. We said oh, toxic, fe- toxic there femininity, you go. femininity is saying burning cause one. trauma by running against the world. <laughs> there you fucking go. Okay, okay. That's genius. a Okay. So God I damn. definitely could see that on Twitter. Like, and, and I, so I've also encountered this before too from like, like sometimes as trauma response and because of like people will like as a as a def- kind of a defensive mechanism they will strike first and and like be rude or be like you know kind of and i do that too because it like yeah. it's a way to assert dominance blah 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 but men really hate when you do that um so because like you're not allowed to show that it's like so that's what i'm saying like i feel the 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 backlash to women this 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 toxic femininity, like, cause man, I could, I've been in some chats on Colin. I can tell you, um, it really is like a, they much more worse response from the men than it is from the women. Um, and it it comes in all forms. Like, so that's why, like, if you are in a group and you do see bullying, you know, or, or like, like negative gossip, like there's one thing where you just like, want to talk about like, you know, but sometimes family members will really talk ill about like the sister-in-law or the brother-in-law or, and in those situations, when someone's bullying someone, you shouldn't stop it. Can can I be, uh, uh, let me, I just got to, 
say something with this like toxic femininity, toxic masculinity shit. I I don't care. To me, all of that comes from the same place. And yeah. like once we start getting into the toxic femininity versus masculinity, it's almost like it starts to irk to me of like this fucking culture war bullshit that yeah, they're just trying to come up exactly. with another bullshit term to turn you against each other. Well, you know what it is? It's anti-community behavior. Anti-community, Ooh. that's what it oh, actually is, right? Like mm-hmm. it's stopping you from actually being a person who can be like someone who finds and builds and is a part of community because that's- they need to keep you Ooh. buying shit. They need to that's keep you part buying of the reason why that I said I want to go back to the root the whole time. But that's what I'm saying. I think the root, but it's it's I do think it's a little deeper than capitalism though, too. I do. Yeah. Because I, I there's, definitely there's, think capitalism is exacerbating. Yes. Cap- capitalism is also selling you the the idea of what you think a man or a woman should be, or whatever the fuck, right? But really it's like it's that's what like capitalism is very good at like finding like uh, like finding little things that are marketable that can be used and leveraged to make money and then selling you the image of that i'll give you an example the idea of capitalism of black liberation is becoming the ceo of your own company black entrepreneurship become you you know sell enough stuff until you're the boot black man, black woman, you are now the thing. That's the idea, like, they understand, they're using now, like, images of, like, fucking revolutionaries and shit. I think I saw a commercial for a fucking Kia, where they're quoting, where it's Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech in the background or some shit. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck are you doing? Like, it's, 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 that's the game of it, right? Now, that tells you nothing about the actual revolutionary aspect of what King meant or stood for there's no there's no depth to that there's no like actual anything to it just like it's just a product they're trying to sell you by leveraging something that had depth or something that had meaning or something that existed in the same way that like every time they show you a fucking warrior who you know you're a man right men like they're fucking warrior you know they're just trying to sell guns They're just trying to sell guns. And also, let me just be honest. Here's a controversial opinion here. And I'm going to use some, you know, language so y'all get ready. But, like, honestly, if you get, like, getting a gun is kind of pussy as shit. I'm just going to be honest. I'm just going to be honest. If you another person down with your damn fists in the middle of a robbery with adrenaline alone... Man, oh, that's you need a whittle tool to press the button, and then you kill somebody. Oh, you a big man! Like, shut, like what a, come on, dog. You, you, that's you also. What I think, what I so so I actually ended up breaking up for with a twelve year long relationship um, okay, with the man. I thought you were gonna say a twelve year old, and I was gonna have no. To no. Okay. Well, I mean, like when I was, 12. but uh, no, okay, no, yeah. I had I'd been dating a man for twelve years. We had been, you know, the, the typical like high, we went through high school, college together, and like we were really, really close. Mm-hmm. We had you know, we had a very good friendship, um, but as like time went on, he started like because of he's a gamer and you know mm, i think the God, 2016 a lot yeah i know i know i know Fucking and it just he, and and i tried to like he had these friends that had actually one of his friends had like 
not like a sexual assault, but had assaulted me in the past. And Jesus also Christ. was like Sorry. a really terrible alcoholic. No, it's fine. Um, and like, and so I didn't want him hanging out with these like actually bad influences, but like it was the only yeah, friends right. he could make because he really couldn't find a way to make friends on. But the long story short, you know, I told him, he was like, I, when we get a house or when we get an apartment, I want to get a gun. I don't, I won't feel safe unless I have a gun. And I was like, well, I have suicidal ideation. You know this. I can't even have a lot. I can't have a lot of things in the house. Like I can't even. I live with stairs in the house. Um, and if I'm really upset, like Girl, I can't like I drive. Yeah. So I told that. him this, and okay. and I had been through therapy, and I had done a lot mm -hmm. of things to like. So I'm, you know, but it's the temptation. It's the nagging idea. So I tell him, hey, I'm sorry. I just I will never feel comfortable with a gun in the house ever unless we live on in like the middle of alaska and there are like wild like i don't know cougars or some you know i don't know or it's the zombie apocalypse i'm never gonna think right you know, right like, oh, and then make it like house. a rifle or something that's gonna be very difficult to no shoot he wanted to have secret he was into like you know you have to have a gun different places in the house just oh, in case and Lord. i'm like but you don't even have a Lord. job what else are we gonna have Lord. um and and so it became and this was a man who had who had been normal you know who had like you know he like, and I had had good influences on him and like his family, you know, and so I was just so confused how he went down this rabbit hole. But I think it was like, like regular, normal anxiety that normal people get right. And like from capitalism and, you know, being a millennial in this time, but that it had been exacerbated by negative influences on like that he was exposed to from various resources that eventually like got him into this, 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 like, like extra anxiety that became like almost like a like a, a fear of violence towards himself sure and i was like bitch you're a white boy like living in the suburbs ain't nobody gonna hurt us here like what in the world like like the only thing you have to worry about here is the weather and like being dehydrated like why would you have this idea and and so eventually it became like and he was not willing to like even consider my personal like my personal safety of myself and my thoughts to in this and it ended up becoming the end of our relationship and like i didn't feel bad about it i have no regrets about it i mean i, I regret staying there that long um because i really you know when you think it's the one so i yeah, there's been a lot yeah. of divorces too in this past yeah. with the so i'm i'm curious like well we're still in covid but i'm curious how dating how relationships um how also friendships like platonic friendships between um different yeah. people will, will going forward um and i'm hoping there will be like less I, I i want men to be vulnerable like i want them to feel safe enough that they can talk about things vulnerably and and like if you can't if you don't have someone in your life that you can be vulnerable find someone you can be vulnerable with no, um, and I, talk I, about I, I, sorry i don't no I, go I ahead go, like, i've been talking a lot but no you've said everything you said is like fucking fire so much like and i connect with a lot of that you know like one of the reasons you know one of the reasons i well i don't want to say i don't have a gun for all of you who've been thinking of thinking fresh here or whatever I do have a gun, but for those of you, you know, like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. You, like, I, like if right. I was okay with it, okay, if we were both, if we were both, right. like, we felt we we were in the right mind, both of us, to but be able to thing, have something. You know? you... Okay, so you get a gun. The most mm -hmm. likely victim of that gun is yourself, right? One hundred percent, right? So if we're playing just a numbers game, yep. you're gonna shoot yourself, kid, right? Let's just be yeah. let's just be real with that. Number one, and then like you know, for the rest of it, like. I think that's why, I don't know, like the, the idea of like find somebody who you could be vulnerable with. I don't, 
I, I honestly think at this point, like, men are not, like, some stupid, like, like they're not, like, I feel like the, the fact that they're at where they're at, generally speaking, means that they're having trouble yeah. finding people they can be vulnerable with. And that is a systemic issue that yeah. we need to address. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. almost like, just get some confidence, bro, right? It's yeah, not, not, no, no, I don't want them to that, be confident. Right. I don't want sometimes confidence, confidence can be a lie. You know, you yeah, can put, but, but like, it's easy to mask confidence. Yes, 100%. So Andrew Tate and those people who are like the Manosphere guys are giving you mm. false confidence, like a false idea. And that confidence, one, one tell for it is like the degree to which your confidence depends on you putting down other people is bullshit right like that's not actual confidence right it's like competition like if you have to like cut someone's knees off or some shit to get to where you're at to do some shit then you're not competing bro you're not you're actually not competing at the level that you need to get to so it's like and and, and not even need to get to but like that's you know like if, if, if as soon as your like value as a person becomes dependent on fucking other people's value up you're kind of fucking missing the plot you're really missing the plot and your your priorities are not right you know what i'm saying so it's like that I, idea I of vulnerability that, I don't think that though. confidence oh, is the problem i don't think confidence it's, is the yes, problem i think it's where we draw confidence from and we have our priorities twisted right now and we draw confidence yeah. from the wrong things yeah yep big time yep big time yeah but, and yep. You know, oh, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Um, I just like, thanks, you know, thanks for having these kind of conversations. And like, um, yeah, what Derek said, oh, I'm more worried you. about the people who have, ha- haven't gotten divorced because they can't afford rent. 100%. The, That's the real shit. Get, like a, a UBI and we get Medicare for all or some sort of like, you know, the universal system so that people who don't longer want to be in relationships, whether they be actually abusive, toxic relationships, or just, you know, they, they longer fall in love. Like I really wish they could find happiness. Cause like right now in this system, we have created huge barriers to freedom from marriage um, and yes. not allowing, you know, and, and as a woman, you become property. Like people don't realize that. Like that's like you change, like you change your name, your children don't have your name anymore mm-hmm. um, in certain situations. Like there, and there is like a lot to lose um, for a woman when getting married, um, especially if they can't have access to a lawyer or if both parties don't have any money um, and they're be- Anyways, um, that that's the thing. Like, I, 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 please, I wish we have more communes and families living together intentionally, not because of I'm a man and I'm a woman and we're having sexual relations, but because they want to, you know, actually create a little community within their house. Um, and they want to, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. there'll be a lot of different di- kinds of family, a lot of different kinds of friend groups, a lot of different kinds of like platonic and sexual relationships that could be happening if we kind of don't focus Girl. as much on these yeah i mean yeah you, you know you know what i'm saying but like 100 uh, yeah. let's yeah, start we, a sex commune all of us here yes. we're gonna go start we're gonna go buy a house we're gonna start a little sex commune and be our own little thing and, and raise and then, each other and but don't, don't forget the aces don't forget the aces right. and the a holes like yeah. we love like we so that, that's what i'm you know that's so true. like there's the, the potential 
the potential for great happiness for a lot of people is there. Um, yes. So, so I just hope our, our, we need to change our systems and change our own, like if we need to, our own internalized cultures and, you know, and our, and, you know, be mm-hmm. like, also when your friends are being shitty people, like check them on it. Like you don't, like even if even if, and also allow yourself to be checked like if someone's telling you hey I, you're offending me or hey like this is insensitive blah 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 like listen to their thing and change your ads and Derek if he's still in the chat he knows facts I got attacked by somebody and I was professional about it and like that's all it really takes is like two parties or multiple parties like you know being nice to each other and allow criticism and self-criticism but not to the point where you're like self like you're deprecating yourself um like yeah i made a joke about i made a joke about confidence but uh, it wasn't meant to be a joke but it i 100 percent on where your confidence comes from is your confidence coming from your physical appearance is it coming from your education your family right, your location right, or right, your right, pocketbook right. and and if say mm-hmm. one of those different forms of where confidence comes from is no longer available because we're in end times or you lose your job or you become disabled or any of those doctors, that's when you're like, well, where do I get my, who I am I now? Um, and I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I think in general, everybody should do a lot more introspection and like do some personal like self-care and self, like, like if you got to read a book, if you got to see a professional, or if you just got to like talk to like a stranger or talk to a friend, you know, and, and grow yourself. I think that 2022 is the perfect time for it. Yeah. I, I, I think the whole thing that I'm thinking too is I want to create as many accessible avenues as there are for people to seek that confidence, I guess, or at least that, 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 that avenue of having a difference in understanding, because, you know, like I can go into a whole thing right now, but if I start to tell you about like the fact, and I know this is going to sound fucking weird, but like the, the kind of, developments that I've gotten from just something like ContraPoints are really fucking kind of big. <laughs> you know, I know that yeah, sounds weird, yeah. but like the, I just the fact that stuff like that is out there mm-hmm. and can give me a framework to sort of ask questions. Cause you know, I'm from a ho-dunk town. Yeah. Where, uh, also, where, uh, what's this, you know, JD signa- FD signifier. Um, be killing it right now absolutely i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of queer media too like um, just literally just watch a movie watch like with or star trek like they're like the thing is like like play with your gender guys you know like like i do some thinking about what is like that's the thing that scares me like one of the things that besides like people murdering trans people um and is like this like anti- trans kind of thing going on it's it it feels almost to me like the anti-gender you know we had that's exactly the conversation we had earlier here was exactly i'll definitely go back and listen because that's that's exactly what we were talking about is that like the the amount of threat that people feel from that is is sort of a them sort of silencing parts of themselves and trying to show other people that like no i've already figured this out for myself please don't do it like don't challenge the sort of yeah. walls that I've built up in myself. And look, I get it from a psychological standpoint. I don't get it from like a, a rights and like a freedoms and like, who the fuck are you? Like someone was brave enough to take that choice for themselves. So what are you, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like trying to, trying to fuck with that. Like Yo. you be brave enough to be you, you know, you be brave enough to let that shit out of yourself. To right. let, like 
you know it's like if you want to if you want to paint your nails go for it like girl, it's fucking cool fucking like if you want and like don't nails. let pinch your own nails like it's fun it's a like you know get your ears pierced wear different mm-hmm. colors like like even right. me like i i you know i tend to a little i'm a little bit more tomboyish in my wear but like mm-hmm. Wear some hot green pants sometimes. Hell yeah. You know, it'll make you feel like you'd color your hair. Like, do some self-care. Dude, you know, do a I'll little take it, I'll cucumber. Take one, I'll take it a step further. Yo, go suck a dick if you're a dude. Go, go suck a it. dick. Get, get your pasta you fiddle, it, man. Go do like, your thing. Go do it. You know, like, oh, there's it's not pig. hard to get. Okay. Oh, like, what's that? Oh, you could put that on? Okay, you know what? Yeah, fuck me in my ass. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? It's that. Seriously, like, be open it. to pegging, guys. Be go open to pegging. Like, you don't fucking know. Like, like you, you don't need a giant peg dick. You know, just a little, you know, right. small one. It starts with a finger right. at first, and you <laughs> next thing you're gay. Like, you next thing you're great uh, sex. Like, start, you never know. Start with just start with just a tongue. You know, go get, get, get a, give a quick <laughs> like, you know, like, Make sure, sure we're <laughs> practicing. Okay, it's monkeypox years, guys. So make sure you're practicing safe sex. That's true. There, safe, what, are the, what are those like fancy mm. mouth covers called? Rubber dams. I don't know. Like, like I don't know. Get them. Like. Yeah, dental dams. Dip, dip. Just, hey, those dental dams are great. I'm just saying, like, that's, that's, that's a new right. thing with the Gen Zs. The they love those. Oh, God. All right. Allison, I also have to say, like, always hey, guess what? It's oh, also ahead, cool if you don't want to flex your gender muscles or anything like that, just as long as you aren't hating on people that do. 100%. Like, you're, you're that has to, to be yeah. emphasized. Yep. Like, that's why, yeah. honestly, that's why I like the fact that, like, the ace community is a thing mm. or that aces are out here because it's also like maybe not everyone want to be out there just yeah. fucking all the time doing whatever. And that's important yep. to know, too. But that's what yep. we're fighting for. Like, just because what we just want because is someone people to have that autonomy them. to do that shit that they want to do. Right? Just like, because someone sees himself as strictly strictly heterodoxical in their like gender or sexual identification, that doesn't mean that we're saying, well, you can't really do it unless you do all of these things and you experiment. It's just saying if you're comfortable with who it is and how it is that you identify, just don't fucking limit anyone else. Yeah, don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Just be nice. And like, Don't stop me from getting pegged. Okay. Yes. Don't yeah. come From into my two house. Consensual, consenting me. adults and having a good time. Yeah. Well, more, more like five consenting. For five, whatever number you want. To, as long as we're I'm safe, sex, guys. Monkeypox, y'all. Monkeypox. Like them old it, school, it doesn't like, matter. Everyone should be just left up to their own devices when it comes to those things. It's called freedom. Okay. It's called freedom. That's what Absolutely. Supposed to be about freedom. God damn it. Uh, yeah. Allison. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much yep. for calling and, and tuning Thank in. You. Thank uh, you. Thank you, Brian. Love having you. Love you. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. All right. Coming up next. Oh, he's been so patient. Oh, he's been so man. patient. Put in your seatbelt. It's my Strap dude. down. It's. I am so ready. Dane. Dane, what's happening, baby? How you doing? Dane, Shelly, how are you doing? First and here. foremost. Yeah, first and foremost, I wish I could say that this was the first time a pegging conversation naturally segued to taking my call, but I won't do uh, <laughs> Yes. Okay. I won't tantalize you with the details of that this particular evening. Uh, I, I Forgive me a little bit if I'm babbling or somewhat ineloquent. I'm working on my third hypervisor at the moment, so stout German it being 9.30 at night or after 9.30 at this point. I it's going to be a bit more babbling than is typically the case, you know, and that's saying something. 
Um, first and foremost, uh, w- yeah, <laughs> case in point. I, you know, you, we, you, we were talking earlier. You would mentioned even in the description of this show, you, you started off with uh, the, 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 the happenings at Mar-a-Lago with Trump and the, the document. Right. Uh, uh, sure. uh, so Easter egg hunt that was taking place. Yeah, I, it's a bit too dramatic and uh, hyperventilating to my mind to call it a raid. People very much want to live in a Tom Clancy novel when they engage in that kind of language. So I won't, uh, so I won't, uh, 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 partake or encourage that sort of framing, but in, in the, um, despite the fact that liberals haven't been this in love with the FBI since David Duchovny was on X-Files, I, I do think that it's not a nothing, not a nothing burger. That something that something will come of it. Now, that doesn't necessarily say it's something we might find favorable. That's something maybe assuring Trump's reelection or a lot more, you know, assaults of uh, trans women in restrooms and things of that nature. But this won't be a one off. This is not, you know, a Lev Parnas, you know, black swan events. You know, there will be longstanding consequences associated, which could be very dire or very good you know we'll just kind of have to see how the um uh the arteries of history uh metabolize the event though i you know it's in my yeah. nature to not be sanguine about these kind of things but i'm not you know whole kansas you know just you know, by referendum you know upheld abortion so you know good right. things can happen and then you don't necessarily it doesn't necessarily need your consent for that to be the case right. that also right. being said i can't help but Notice, and I, I don't, I can't find myself to believe the coincidence that this event on Mar-a-Lago took place the same day those photos of uh, uh, Trump's uh, 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 throne, shall we say, clogged with like documents labeled redacted shit, you know, at, at, at yeah, the top, yeah, you know, yeah. the attempt on his part to. Uh, get rid of, you know, a bunch of uh, evidence that might why or, or uh, a bunch of a bunch of documentation that might uh, prove prove to be uh, harmful from from a, a legal sense. And I'm sure, you know, as much as the FBI sure. would not claim that those sorts of well, I'll call what's called them Looney Tunes optics affect their decision. You know, he, he can't. I, I, they're not beyond watching television and getting right, irate right, at the, right, um, right. the the Sunday morning comical nature of it all. That yeah, all being yeah. said, I, you know, it, 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 no matter what happens with the FBI raid, I do believe that uh, as I am dying, as Neil Gaiman's death takes my hand <laughs> to, you know, lead me to the sunless lands, I will hold that image in my head in my last waking moments of the mortal coil, because I do think that unsuccessfully attempting to flush incriminating evidence down a broken toilet may be the perfect visual representation of cis male life in America today. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, babe. God damn. God. You probably know where I'm going with this already, but if you allow me the indulgence, I will expound just a little bit. Please. We're not there sure, are, Dane. We're not sure. The, the floor is yours, Dane. 
please. Uh, I, I appreciate your generosity. Yes. So it's not an accident that the pole star of conservative reactionary political belief is the unlimited dominion of dads, husbands, and bosses, in essence. And, and not necessarily in that order, but with the assumption certainly that they're male uh, in a, of a cis nature in all instances. And it, it, as far as the toilet is concerned, <laughs> Again, segues. We're, I'm immediately going to start talking about church now. Yeah, there are certain things, uh, mechanisms in ma uh, American life that were meant to sort people and systems out in, in particular ways. Church was never really about a set of moral beliefs. It was much more a, a, a an identity, a framework for understanding the world in, in which you inhabit. There, you know, it, it was it was it wasn't designed to uh, be something that necessarily uh, carry you, made you go home and, and act in a way that was, you know, literally in keeping with the test. It was more of a, a, a social network to define your relationship within a larger community. Things like, you know, it facilitated the uh, bonding of friendships, the, 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 uh, the, the courtship process, you know, specifically a wife that was sufficiently doting, thing, things of that nature. Similarly, you know, the mechanisms of economic activity, uh, uh, the, the idea that you, you know, could get a job. It, Shelley had previously mentioned, as well as others, that, you know, the, the idea that you could get a job on merely a high school education and not even get, not even that. And at the same time, do things like, you know, afford a two story house and a backyard pool and sending multiple kids to college, things that they, again, machinery right. like right. The, to the toilet yeah. actually flushing at the same time, <laughs> this unli unlimited dominion of dads, husbands and bosses also allowed for them to pardon the phrase, you know, flush their shit. A lot of like the rancid nature of the day-to-day -day in which they comported themselves was sublimated, at least in their minds, by the way that these mechanisms would uh, filter out the, uh, the let's say, uh, the blemishes uh, by which right. they conducted right. themselves in their private lives, uh, you know, doing right. as one does when they go to the bathroom. No one likes seeing how well. I'm not going to say no one. Certain people are just there certain things, and I'm not going to judge them for it. But <laughs> true, true. Yeah. On the whole, people don't like being watched while they're taking a shit. I know that my cat gives me a look every time I take a look at it squatting <laughs> in the box. That's kind of my baseline for natural behavior. And, you know, I, I take not, a video every time. I don't know about you. Not, not that I do it habitually, but it's one of those right. things where you know you, ca you catch one another's glance, you know, at the wrong time. And it's like I wasn't right. staring, believe me, you know, this is an unfortunate coincidence. Yeah, yeah. But but yes, mechanisms by which you know the the more evil and uh, more uh, uh, let's say uh, shameful instances in life are sublimated and then turned into. Uh, uh, reformatted in such a way that likely you you can conduct yourself in society at large as an upstanding citizen a lot of the situations right, because the, of the toilet let's toilet call toilet them toilet. those those damn low flows so that damn green new deal with those damn low flow toilets things aren't flushing quite the way they used to a lot of those impurities a lot of those mistakes a lot of those behaviors that one would typically you know be called to account for if they were not, you know, beholden to, or, or uh, partaking in the dominion of dads, husbands, and bosses. 
are now not quite making their way down the pipe the way they used to. So, you know, as a result, (laughs) you have a lot of, you know, when people talk about, like people, you know, Trump would literally in his speeches, and we now know why to a large extent, um, Mm -hmm. you know, talk about how, like, you know, we need toilets that flush better because, like, you know, man shits are not being sucked down. And people who didn't understand what he was saying, who, like, you know, I'm sorry, I have to do this, like, live in a New York Times op-ed bubble will say, what an idiot. What is he talking about? He's just babbling about nothing. But it's like, no, you don't. You're not hooked into the Iowan Denny's the way that we all are. Like, you know, it is in the nature of a big boy to make a dookie. What he's talking about is the fact that, like, you know, you leave a lot of excrement. (laughs) As as an adult man, an adult cis man, you leave a lot of excrement in your way, and you need things that will sublimate it into something good. And the fact that, like, you know, so much in their mind is being taken away from them through um, what they feel is unfair well, it is competition but unfair advantage getting towards people who are not like them in the marketplace as well no as the dismantling no of religious life in America you know it doesn't allow for them to retain the stature that they believe is the proper way to comport yourself when you're on the exactly. bull let's say exactly. no toilets powered by nuclear warheads toilets powered by nuclear warheads for the men. Yeah, a, 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 a fission reactor, if you will. If they only because that makes it easier to flush if it's broken up into little tiny pieces. Agreed. But that, that, that's, that's the thing, though, that you're really hitting on, though. Because what Trump is offering, really, is a return to the better toilets of yesteryear, right? That's what he's selling people. Is like, remember when toilets used to flush? Remember all that shit that, like, all those big boy dookies? that we used to actually be able to just flush right down. Don't you miss that? Shouldn't we come back to that, right? Now, it's not the actual solution to the dookie itself, right? But it's really appealing. It's really appealing to people. That idea of it, like, which is, I, it's a very good analogy. It's a very good analogy. Because the other thing is, too, that the toilets of yesteryear, I mean, look, those toilets are gone. The The idea, like, look, when you look at a lot of manosphere stuff, when you look at a lot of men who want to return back to forced monogamy or any of this shit, they want to turn back to systems that are dead and that shouldn't have existed. Like, the only reason that people were dealing with your shit at the time is because that was the toilet that was made to flush it. Like, you never had to address the actual shit that you were doing. And that is, that's kind of profound when you think of it. Because, you know, the, the fact that I don't think it's a, it's a coincidence that men of yesterday, or, 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 or so many men who are aimless and everything are so attracted to this, like, man of yesteryear. This, like, true man. Or even, you don't even have to go back to, like, Sparta and shit. You, you can go back to, like, Don Draper type shit. Like, this madman who is an ad man or whatever the fuck. It's like that idea, the idealized version of like the problem with your society now is not that like, is not, it, 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 it's not that there's anything that we actually, it's not that we actually have to deal with the shit or the fact that our sewers are completely clogged up. It's that we just need to go back to 
that idea of like what allowed us to flush more of that shit down the toilet. Do you remember when things were better back in the 1950s and when shits weren't so big? Like, yeah, for me, you just had normal man dookies. I remember that. I'm just saying, like, it's that is actually a very good analogy. Yeah, that's yeah, I know. very good analogy. It's not for nothing that I do all of my best thinking on the toilet, as all cis men do. And it's it's also not for nothing that, like... So, what's going to happen to this podcast whenever you call in on the toilet? It will explode. The podcast will explode. And all of us will simultaneously break out of the Matrix. Joe Rogan levels. Joe Rogan levels. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, like, let's just say that, like, you know, if if I hang up in the middle of a call, like, if you if you hear a click, it might just be like, you know, the handle doing nothing. It might not necessarily be the, the case that, like, you know, the button responded correctly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that I have much more to add on to uh, to that. But other than to say that, yeah, that very much is the appeal of Trump. It, it's it's the belief that a lot of these old systems can be restored by putting the cart before the horse and simply enforcing right. the values that existed previously. You know, right. if, 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 merely, if, if, if merely the values were pushed, like if you push that square peg into a brown hole and you get rid of abortion and you make women reproductive cycles be beholden to their husbands again you know the whiskey the whiskey spring will naturally naturally flow forth everyone will get back to you know the the the, the textile jobs that they used to have like in you know the the corners and pockets of gary indiana and like everything right. everything will be okay again in the in that very rockwell picturesque manner that they imagine history to be as opposed right. to the history that actually was, which is, you know, one of outhouses. So, <laughs> so and, 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 and the whole time. Stacking exactly. Whole you know, time. that's right. Yeah. And, 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 and like, this is very much the problem that most you know, find themselves in is that they, they imagine, you know, a, a golden throne for themselves. If only they could push these values on, what they conceive to be their lesser is only to find that, you know, it's just going to result in shit piling up to the rafters, as it were. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I will go ahead and get off and let Cynthia talk for a little while because I've been babbling long enough and the bar is going to close in like four minutes and I need to race over there to get one more real quick. So one thank you very me. much as always, <laughs> Bide and Shelly. It's been a lot of fun. I'll, Dang, I'll talk to you dude. soon. No, I was just going to say, I think think it is that what we're discussing whenever we look back at those times is you are trying to attempt liberation by domination. So you cannot have uh, liberation for yourself while you dominate others. You have to. It was the people who were dominated. A lot of the people who it's, it's, here's, here's the thing that it is, is that throughout capitalist history, for the most part, there have been groups of people who aren't as dominated as other people. And then because it's capitalism and they constantly have to exploit the labor, that's where they get their profit. They constantly have to exploit more and more people than those who were living a false liberation before because it served capitalist means are now part of the dominated class. So they know that at a time they weren't as dominated. 
They want to go back to the time where they weren't as dominated. But each passing year, more and more people are caught up into it. Look, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this straight up. And it's not me talking. It's what Marx predicted. These fucking little petty landlords, petty landlords who own one or two buildings or something like that, you're next. You're next. You're not, you think you're going to keep owning shit? You think you're going to, you're going to rise up? You think you're going to somehow enter that class? No, you're going to be squeezed because Jeff Bezos needs another yacht to try to prove to people that he can fuck when we all know he can't. Let's just be honest about Jeff Bezos. His jeans are too tight. He probably cannot fuck. I'm just being honest. Like, you know, but that's, that's, that's the thing of it. And I I mean, like, the squeezing aspect over time, the squeeze, the squeeze, the squeeze. Everybody gets pimped. Everybody. Everybody gets pimped. Uh, transition. What's up, Cynthia? How are you doing? Hi. I'm fucking hot. I'm so sick of this. So Hi, hot. Cynthia. Hi. It's fucking hot, baby. Um, I'm so hot. Um, my electric. Okay, go ahead. Out of control. Let the heat off. Let it off. <laughs> Well, what were you guys, when I popped on, you guys were like having the incel combo. I'm really interested in that. How did you get onto that subject matter? Honestly, we were just talking about dudes and like the stuff, like the reason people kind of become incels to some extent and the pressures that kind of facilitate that continual sort of framework, you know, thinking Mm. of shit. Um, That's how we got to where we're at. Um, so interesting that you brought up Andrew Tate because I was watching those uh, videos last night and like Hassan's little like debate with him and then I was watching like videos of that of like Destiny and Vosh like looking at it and shit mm-hmm. um, and I was just so fascinated I'm so fascinated and also obviously overwhelmingly repelled by you know and kind of the, the incel to the hus- the rising grind uh, culture is kind of like yeah. a word theory i think <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. a lot of people i think fd signifier talked about that actually oh really and, and that yeah and it was actually a very it comes from let, let me just say something from like from like youtubers and bread tube and shit fd signifier will fuck you up on some sociology for yeah real. like good. i need to really very good a lot more of his content because i really enjoyed what i've seen he um, is very very like you can tell, you know how like with philosophy, like ContraPoints was like, oh, she's, you know, she's very well read and everything. You start listening to FD Signifier and you're like, oh yeah, you were definitely a PhD in this program. Lo- like, you, you definitely were very good. I don't know. He just has insights that always, um, they just always click with me. And they're always like, holy shit, you're really looking into this shit. You're really like deeply like there's a, like you know he's really 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 good i, I highly suggest his stuff especially his stuff on dissecting manosphere yeah i'm really interested in well <clears throat> you know i'm interested in it because i feel like it's it's um all pointing to like masculinity that is just um incredibly like disconnected okay it's pointing to like individuals who are in comp- are incredibly disconnected from their own masculinity and their own like authentic sense of power, which I do agree that they're like systemic, you know, forces that kind of shape, uh, 
that sensibility, but I also think that it's, it is like dependent on whatever, you know, respective, sorry, my cat, um, whatever, like, you know, respective familial situation you, you had growing up, like, what are your mommy wounds? What are your daddy wounds? Right. And I think like most of the time, I feel like most of the time when it comes to incels, we always think it's like mommy issues, but I actually, I actually feel like it's daddy issues. Cause I feel like those are the kind of dudes mm-hmm. who are like, I would like, fuck you. Like no one comes before my mom. Like my mom is like my everything. <laughs> and it's like, clearly there's something wrong on like a deeper level because they, they like hate for their mom. Cause they're trying to like show that they like love when they like respect when like, I love my mom. But I actually feel like deep down, they have like a really deep resentment toward their mother. And that's what, like, causes the misogyny that they're really, like... And this is all unconscious, girl, right? Like, completely girl, unconscious. Girl, <clears throat> but, like, I feel like... I feel like a lot of times it's a lot of men who had, um, you know, like, a, like a, not, a, a father who wasn't present and a father who was distant or, like, an abusive father or problematic father. Like, this is, like, this is Kanye. This is Drake. This is Future. Kendrick. Like, it's like Kendrick. It's yeah, Kendrick, like, too. Yeah, oh, totally. He literally so, has a song on his latest album called "Daddy Issues." But but he, talking about that but shit. he it's like it's like Drake is trying to become conscious of it, but he's still not really conscious of it. Kendrick is actually getting conscious of it, and that's why like a lot of his shit is so sort of like dropped in a little more. Yeah. Kanye is like in complete denial about it. He's like, "No, my mom is my angel," you know, and it's like, "Oh, so you yeah, had a yeah, you yeah, had yeah, a distant yeah. father, and that's why." Interesting. You, deep down but anyway i just think um i think what's so sad about it to me like like not like pathetic sad like sad like deeply sad is Mm -hmm. it's just a lot of people who like feel so powerless like they feel so disconnected from their own power and from their own self and everything is about this sort of like external conditional love like oh if i get that if i like make you know 40 or whatever g's and i get lambos and i like you know the whole Andrew Tate yeah. philosophy is all about like achieving things and getting things. And it's, it's still so prevalent in how men believe that they can feel uh, like in their power is what can I achieve, you know, on the outside. And I think at the, at the core of that is why it's sad. Is it be, is it's because it's like disconnected from what um, like the real source of your power, which is like, you being connected to yourself, <laughs> you know, like being the ownership yeah. of stuff yes. is not equal to achieving the ownership of humanity. Right. And, and look, like, look, look, like, fuck stuff. Stuff is fucking dumb. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you, like, I'm just going to say straight up as someone who's like, except for big titty anime girlfriend. Yeah, well, stuff pillow, can be fun. Look, stuff can be fun. Stuff is fun. Don't, but... don't get me wrong, but like the that as like a sense of like personal fulfillment yeah. is so fucking empty. I'm telling you, like I'm, I'm just saying, like. Well, I mean, it's the story we have to keep telling ourselves over and over and over again via various movies, you know, TV, Citizen Kane, you know, Sunset Boulevard. I mean, like how mm-hmm. many stories the human we have to keep telling the story to ourselves because we keep forgetting it that like you you know what you forget what you own does not define you it is your action it's also like also you can own too much bullshit 
I'm just saying, like, honestly, like, I'm, you know, I'm not like rich or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I came up, I came up in a family, things were always a little scarce. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what, you know, we, we have school lunches. I don't, I'm in school lunch debt. We got to figure out how to pay that. We got to figure mm-hmm. out how to do this. We got to figure out how to do that. Scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. A lot of my career path was chosen particularly because I fucking hate scarcity. I yeah. hate the feeling of not paying rent when the rent. Well, is, who do, who who doesn't? You know? you know who doesn't? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But or like coming does, from that like scarcity, it. yeah, that scarcity mindset. Right. Well, and then that, get into a place the, to where. Then you get to a place, right? Like coming from that scarcity mindset, you think, if only I had enough. If only I had this, then I could be this. If only I had this, then I could do this. Right. Then you get to a point, okay, you get a little career under you. Mm-hmm. You do all the shit. You do the law school shit. You decide instead of going into public interest, it's just I'm just testifying right now. But instead of mm-hmm. going into public interest shit, you're like, I'm going to go, I'm going to chase the paper for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pay my shit off. So I'm in this yeah. position to pay my shit off so I can pay my master. So that no one else can call me their slave, right? So you go do that. You go, you do it, do it for a couple of years. Years go by, but things start changing a little bit. You're like, oh fuck, what is this paycheck? What is this? You're like what the fuck? Like the first time you get a really big paycheck, you 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 go. You're yeah. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you look at it. You buy everyone drinks whenever you go out the next time, and yep. then you're like, oh. I'm still doing okay, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you pay off your debts and shit. Then it's like, all right, I'm going to buy a TV. Nice. I haven't ever splurged on TV. Oh, I'm going to buy this little jacket. Cool. I've never bought a jacket. I had an existential crisis the first time I got a, a nice suit jacket. Because I was like, what the fuck? Like, this was rent for me for months. Mm-hmm. And it's like, then you start thinking, you know, like, and it was only like the jacket was like six hundred bucks, but that's a lot of fucking money, dog. Like back when I was a, a kid, in, yeah. in college and shit. I, I won't go into my whole story, but like I was paying like two twenty a month in rent to live in like a fucking little basement, where my literal roommate next to me, I didn't know it for the time, but it was like literally addicted to crack, and like <laughs> everything I was smelling that night was just crack. I didn't realize it, but that's why that's why I fucking did my undergrad was. <laughs> basically living in the basement of a goddamn house where I'm, I'm just chilling with someone who's like, and not against crack. I'm sure it's great, but like, that's, that's the kind of the, 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 the difference. But then you start like, okay, you can pay your rent. You can pay your loans. And then what? And then you start like, well, you keep wanting you to pay all your bills on time. And look, it's a huge, it's a huge privilege to be able to pay all your bills on time. I will ne- like a fucking yeah. course it is. But what you realize is that all that shit that you were kind of like looking for that was going to make you somebody or anything like that, that all of that is just empty. There, it's not, it doesn't feel at the end of the day, it really doesn't feel any different. And it's similar to like, I don't know people who have worked out a lot or anything like that, but when I really started working out, like you start getting these like goals right and when you have like a specific goal 
you know, I was like, I'm going to be in the 1000 club. I'm going to be able to lift at least a thousand pounds worth between my deadlift, my squat and my bench. And I'm going to do that. And you build up, you build up, you build up, you build up, you build up over years, over years. Squat, bro. How much you squat? That's what I'm saying. Like, but then when you get to that point to where you get it and you go, oh, I did it. And then you go, you start to realize that the, the whole point of it is not like the, I know it's a cliche, but it, you know, the life's a journey, not a destination. Yeah. The, the shit that actually gave you mean was the shit you were doing along the way. Like reaching the goal doesn't change shit. It doesn't change who you are. It doesn't change like how you interact with people. It doesn't change like mm-hmm. the idea of like suddenly you're, you're, you're somebody or whatever the fuck. Like, mm-hmm. all, and, and that is a, a big problem with the shit that's like, as it's sold, the, the idea of like these Andrew Tates and the like are like, if you're a high value earner, somehow that's going to make you less of a fucking cunt whenever you're like talking to women. You know what I mean? Well, no, I, it's not. I, you're going to be the same cunt. But I, you, you know? It, it's hard because, like, it's hard. I, I don't know how to frame this to people because the way that I understand relationships and love and dating is kind of like very non-trad. I don't know how to like, because I feel like I reject this premise that seemingly everyone shares, which is how to get women or how to- Yes, yes, yes. No like objective women. Like there's no like all women are the same. Like everyone- we all don't want the same person. We all right, right. We Thank all you. not attracted to the same shit. So stop right. making yourself to be this like, oh, I have to perfect myself to be this thing so that all women will want to fuck. It's like you think yes. you want to yes. like fuck all women. You don't right. you want connection. Everybody yes. wants connection. Yes. And even like, in the- sex, you want like I. I honestly like. Hell yes we're kind of overreaching because we're trying to like balance ourselves out because we were like slut shamed for into suppression for so fucking long, which I think is fine. But I think that like, ultimately, (laughs) like, I don't know about y'all, but I am very like, I cannot engage in physical, like I need to feel something. I can't just like, I don't know how people do this shit where they're like, they don't, there's no vibe and they just like, Oh, she's hot. Or like, he looks like the bachelor. I'm like, but do you feel anything? For, do you feel anything? Do you have a, do you have a zazazoo? Do you have a vibe? It doesn't mean you want to like marry them, but I feel mm-hmm. like how can you like, how can you engage even, you know, dating or even like having low key relationships or even like, I, I see yeah. people just, I feel like a, a lot of times we're just very conditioned to function from this, like from our like, head space and not mm-hmm. from our heart, like not being like dropped into like our heart and like our soul and like really yeah. like our about like what like okay like who am I like what do I really want what do I really value what am yes. I really looking yes. for not yes. like what does everyone think about me how, how do I how attractive am I on like the world stage of the sexual market it's like you're yes, the outside. Yes. Yeah, like you're thinking ex- you're thinking on like a superficial exterior level. You have to go inward and then it kind of like moves outward, if that makes yes. sense. Does that make any that sense? Is, no, that it makes hundred percent sense. But that's the thing, you're not even thinking, right? If you're like the thinking, if you think is that like 
you're in the sexual marketplace of ideas or whatever that yeah. like <laughs> even the, you know even the idea of like yes. let me get let me get a woman yes like, fuck examine that, that sentence yes. for one second what exactly. the fuck are you talking about exactly. like any woman are you just like fucking bullshit yeah are you a robot yes. like what like and Bruh, people, it's people, like, what the people who yes. are that like, i'm watching these andrew and these like fucking 12 year old boys who are like yeah bro like i'm like they, they are they're just so disconnected from everything it's just like this it's sad how can, it's, like, how can it's like they, so disconnected it's so robotic it's so mechanical and like it's so empty and i i just really wonder how andrew feels alone at night you know like is he satisfied is he happy does he feel fulfilled with his 14 Romanian casinos and his like sex trafficking business or whatever. Like, does is that he what he has? Like 14 Romanian casinos or something? I, yeah, like some what? like, yeah, like this like know. franchise of Subway casinos or whatever. And like, <laughs> like who gives? Ugh. It's Yuck. Just gross. Oh, gross. Yuck. You know, it just is feels, it? it's just so, um, yeah, it just makes me sad. And I hate how so many do you, men are do you think, do you think Andrew Tate has ever made a woman come? <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I'm kind of serious though. Like, like, part of it is like, has he ever had an actual sexual experience or something? Like an actual like sexual connection? Probably extremely disconnected. He's, most he's, likely. He's had one he's paid for, and I'm and I'm sure that they acted in exactly the way that he was expecting them to act. But that's, isn't that wild? Like that's no, uh, it's it's not wild. If if you're a woman involved in the sexual trades, then you no 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 no. I don't mean that. I mean, but what I'm mean saying that. is, I'm saying it's like you create <laughs> you create a situation to where the guy that's receiving your services feels like he's on top of the world, and so then right. he can run around and state all these other types of things. But has he of, actually? Of course, no one can of sure. course, that's exactly it. Like, I, of of course that. But what I mean is, like, isn't it wild that like you could be someone who like advertises yourself as like an alpha male? And that mm -hmm. a lot of people are looking to you for advice. And like, have you even fucking like had an actual sexual connection with someone? Well, have we, you ever had like, well, we does don't he sit know. up at night? Like, no, oh, no. we don't know. But like, part of me is really? like, part of me is like, if you, if, if, look, if you're not even going to be like, if you're going to be preaching certain shit, I'm sorry, but like, look, okay, it's almost like, I don't know. So, God, well, I don't I want mean, to get like, he makes it so that we assume that. You know, but I mean, again, even that correct. Record, like, oh, he's the man because he's had so many partners. It's like yes, yes, yes. He's a man die. because he made a woman come. That too. That too. But like, I mean, the, the, the the thing is, like, have have you ever like had a? Because here's the thing: like, a lot of these guys too who be on this alpha shit, almost all of them sound like they don't actually enjoy sex. It's almost yeah, like, they, you, you know what I mean? Because it's like, because the it's fact a, that like. It's all a game. It's a mechanical game of like. Yes. They, they, there's like, like no connection. Yeah. There's, there's no like, there's no vibe. You're not chasing the energy of it. Right. And that's like. And who the fuck is attracted so to that? I'm just like, who's out here being like, oh, wow. He's so attractive. Like, I, like, well, I just There might be a couple people, but like, that's, again, that's survivorship bias type shit. That's like, you know, like that's, that ain't, well, you know, it's kind that of, that ain't the wave. I'll say that. Yeah. But it's the same. Like, I know this sounds like a, a, a not a, an analogous situation, but I just, I see mm -hmm. the same 
kind of mentality in something of I'm bringing it back around to Dan, something like the in a Donald Trump, which when I when I see like when I've had to like write about Donald Trump and his like you know family story, which is just like interesting sometimes, it's like oh you have like sincere daddy issues of like yeah you yeah. need to prove yourself you have to prove yeah. it like I have to prove myself it's like you know elon oh my god the other day elon yeah, musk's elon dad some quote that he said on the radio which was like someone was like are you proud of you know your son he's like well yeah you know i'm proud of all my like you could tell he was like dodging the question and i was like oh that's it you want your daddy's love like you want it so bad like you have to prove yourself and prove yourself and prove yourself and show yeah. the world like yeah. you know just like put your cock on the world like that like it's it's so fucking weird dude it's so weird it's like yeah but it's like but break it's, out of it it's it's how we teach our boys how to be and you know i think that right now we're talking about how shit's really bad and i think shit's really bad but i think that shit is actually in the process of growing pains in the sense that the culture has shifted as such that men are now being prompted to like talk about their inner like their emotional reality and like we're kind of like finding our steps such yeah. that, you know people are yeah. trying find community like i mean as shitty as insult community are it's still a community right it's people who are trying mm, to space where they express themselves true so, it's just an echo chamber shit though too you well, know i wish, there, I wish there, it's it's a disaffected community and because they have a bubble they stay in a bubble and I you mean, can't break you know, like a bubble because i was gonna say something about i mean that's a good observation i mean it's complete like the bubble aspect but i was gonna say something about a bubble i don't think a bubble is necessarily a bad thing if it's like a good bubble because like i look at people like the furries and they are fucking <laughs> living their goddamn best life every one of them fucking furries out there who are doing your thing go mm -hmm. ahead and keep doing it homie like yes you true. are they are fucking they're having a good time. They're exploring identity and sexuality and all kinds of things. And they're just, they're living. And furries, like, if you've ever actually, I know furries were like a, a meme and they still are. But if you meet furries at like a convention or something, they're like the nicest fucking motherfuckers. They're so well adjusted. Yeah, furries. They figured it out, you know? But, um, yeah, I like want incel. I want to like rebrand incels, like in souls. Like let's like get connected to our souls. <laughs> That's cute. I like that. That's cute. Oh, oh, another thing I wanted to say. I really love. I really love that you brought up boxing because yeah. I was thinking. I sometimes go to boxing, and I, you know, it's really great. There's a lot of. Um, there's a lot of great stuff. I mean, that's why you have to exercise, right? Because it's not just about looking good. It's about put, like, you know, movement and getting energy through your body. Because mm -hmm. a lot of the times this, you know, this negative patterns of thinking, it, it literally feels like it weighs you down, right? You have to have, you have to move the energy somehow. And I feel like boxing right. would be fun. That's like, that's my uh, prescription for the incel community. Get a, go to a fucking boxing ring. That's where you have to move mm -hmm. your energy. You have to, cause there's a, there's nothing wrong. Rage and anger is not inherently bad. Most right. of the time I, not just men, but honestly, again, depending on like your familial situation, but uh, most of us receive messages around our anger at a really young age, which is like, don't 
do that. We're not like that. Yeah. Your father's right, like right, right, that. Right, 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 right. in this house, you know, or shove their kids in a closet. They don't want to deal with it. We, you know, oh, it's fine. Oh, you're fine. And as a child, you just internalize that deeply and you never really process your rage. But it's mm -hmm. still there. It's still, you know, simmering on like an unconscious level. And so then, you know, you have these outbursts or, or what have you. You're not able to really process and like drop into your rage. So I feel like boxing would be like the ultimate prescription for the incel community to be like, you have to like move that energy and get your rage out and like target, you know, like drop into it. You have to process it. You have to feel it. You know, you have you know, to. Yeah. You know what boxing really did, at least for for me, because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan of boxing and everything. And I'm not like good. I'm not even like, I haven't even, I haven't even done golden gloves or anything yet. Right. What's golden gloves. Like, it's like the amateur premier match whenever you are basically before you, you even really have a, a hard amateur career because there's, you know, amateur and then there's professional. Professional, basically, you just you just have to declare yourself a professional, and then you could get some bouts. But like, they're 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 sanctioned by different boxing bodies, yada yada yada, woo woo woo. But like, amateur is like where most people tend to start. Um, you can't make money off of it really, but you can like get to the Olympics and shit like that if you're an amateur boxer. Like all the people who box in the Olympics are amateurs technically. It's mm. it's a whole thing. It doesn't mean they're like lesser boxers. It's just they're not doing pro fighting. And then the glove size is different. Usually amateurs, they do 16 ounces, so a little softer. Still going to hurt when you get hit, but the fists move a lot. Pretty, not as quick. Amateur uh, Professionals usually do like nine-ounce gloves uh, super fast. I mean, you're talking about like half the weight, but whatever. Uh, besides the point. But the, the thing I really learned about from boxing, really, is not even about like – because I think, uh, you know, I went into it because I want some cardio, <laughs> you know, and I need some cardio to, to – supplement whatever else I was doing at the time. But like, uh, you know, a lot of people go in with a lot of aggression and anger. And the one thing I've learned the most about, and this is where I'll give like Joe Rogan and the people credit, but like the one thing I've learned the most about boxing is control, honestly, <laughs> is to understand control and energy. And like the fact that like, if, if someone just comes in, in the ring, if I'm sparring with you, or if we're fighting and you come in all boo, 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 rah, 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 with like, just aggression, you better be the strongest motherfucking human being on earth because you're going to expend your energy. I know how to control mine. And mm. as soon as I see you breathing hard, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to hit you with shit. And now you can't breathe. You can't breathe because you don't have control. You let all your shit out too quick. And well, now you're getting popped. Popped. Well, popped. I mean, I was, I was thinking about just like hitting the bag, like not necessarily like meeting. Oh, I see you. I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, hit the bag. Yeah, hell yeah. Fucking ape shit, that guy. Gorilla him. Gorilla yeah, that bag. Like, like, I get it. And if you want to go to a good boxing ring, I don't know where you live in Chicago, but on uh, Division and Ashland, I went there and it's like... Yeah, that's where I'm at, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like a yeah, yeah. boxing uh, gym. And I went in there, I felt like I was in a, you know, like one of those rookie movies. Anyway, um, I want to talk more some other time about dating and relationships and connections okay. and how okay, we hell yeah. facilitate ourselves. Um, and, and, uh, another great boxing movies and another great, uh, show of t hashtag toxic masculinity. I don't really like the term, but raging bull is an amazing, amazing film. So I highly suggest oh, it's good. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, um, you know, that's based on a, a, a real guy. 
Yeah. Yep. Um, Jake Lamotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Sugar Ray. Uh, Sugar Ray. I think that was Robinson. At the time. In the that Sugar Ray Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's like a, that's an amazing movie about masculinity, right? Like it's it's yeah. how the the built up of rage and and envy and uh, misogyny and yeah, power yeah, yeah. control and guilt and shame and all of the all of the elements. Mm. Release your release your shame. Release your rage. Release your job. Release your mind. <laughs> Sorry. Hell yeah! Release the kraken, baby. Okay. Have fun. Well, Cindy, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for always coming a in. Love you guys. All right. Bye, girl. All right. We got one more. One more caller. And I'm taking a little nappy nap. Rudy, what's happening, homie? Hey, girl. How you doing? <laughs> you know, I'm just chilling. <laughs> I had to hit you with one of those because you hit me with one of them earlier. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, girl. <laughs> Man, man, man. I was really enjoying you guys' conversation. It was, um, you know, hitting uh, left a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It hits, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I honestly am like, uh, I, I am concerned. I mean, it's clear at this point that like dudes basically like there's something going on systemically. We have problems. We have issues. And it's not just like us as like people, individuals, but it's like, or individually, it's like, there are too many dudes falling to the same traps and saying a bunch of stupid shit. And I don't know if you were here earlier, but the, the, the thing that kind of prompted this to me is, you know, I've been dating again and the kind of horror stories that I'm hearing from the women that I'm going out on dates with is like, or they're, they are like, uh, they're alarming and there are too many similarities between all of them for them to be all like coincidental. You know, it's there's something. There are commonalities that are just con- continuing to pop up. But can I ask you a is, question real quick? Whenever these uh-huh. women are relaying these details to you, are they relaying them to you because they themselves think that they are experiencing experiencing those things as like a unique thing that happens to them, or do they kind of it recognize depends. they're a lot more rampant? It depends, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. Interesting. I, like, it depends on, you know, like, honestly, their social circles, whether they're talking to, uh, like, one of the girls I went out with has a podcast with some other girls. Uh, it's like a, a bunch of, like, black female doctors having a podcast, which is cool. But they all talk about a lot of the same shit. And, you know, I think it's just because they're talking about it with each other. But I've been out with some people who uh, think it's more unique to them. And then I'll tell them stories. Well, like, girl, I went on this date with this other girl who had a similar experience, you know? So I think, I think it's, I don't think it's something like a social, I don't think it's just like a narrative that's out there with like women, like talking to each other or some shit or whatever, or people talking to each other or whatever. I think it's like a, like there are enough people doing this shit on dates that there's something to be addressed. Although I do got to, you got to, but by, by the yeah, end sorry, of this, sorry to interrupt Rudy and Bide. I just wanted some clarification real fast. Sorry. No, go for it. Um, yeah. And then Rudy, go yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, I appreciate it. I, I, I got ADHD pretty bad. So it's Hell nice yeah. when people inject and say shit, then I can, like, grab onto something to say because, like, my ADHD just gets me going and, like, I can... I try to keep up on shit. Oh, okay. Cool, Rudy. <laughs> pandas. Talk about pandas. 
kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. T- all right, this is the thing, right? So the other day I was um, talking about my experience in uh, Spain working, and you know, it's so in Spain they have this thing that they do, and it's a cultural thing. They call each other guapo and guapa, so that means mm-hmm. beautiful and sort of like handsome. Handsome, yeah. Right. So, like in Spain, they do this even in the office, and so mm. like, and it, again, it, it's a cultural thing, but somehow it's able to sort of transcend where we're at right now because, like, it, you you call a girl uh, a woman beautiful at the office in the United States, you got problems. Um, yeah. Potential. Well, you know. Potentially, there's gray spaces, you know, and like gray spaces, a, a lot of times, and not just in the United States, it's like, are you ugly or are you not ugly as a guy? It, it, we don't want to admit it, but it ain't <laughs> like, charm has to play okay. in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I agree that if you're charming, then it doesn't really matter as much if you're ugly. But then, I like, mean, I, I, sorry, I, I just got okay, hit on that on. just a little jump, bit. Jump, 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 um, let me let me be very honest about one thing here real quick, right? Like the, uh, God, I don't know how to say this. I'm just gonna say it straight up. I've seen a lot more really good looking women with ugly dudes and I have seen the opposite, like straight up. If we're talking about just straight up heterosexual relationships and that's cause like, honestly, if you just, honestly, if you see, so, if, like if dudes are like funny and entertaining and make you feel good, then I think that stuff matters more to attraction in a lot of ways than just like you're hot as fuck or whatever, right? Like, honestly. And I think guys also address each other a lot of the times or address like their worth to women as fact, like from the standpoint of how we address women, like, oh, are you hot? Are you this? Are you that? That's actually like, women are more, they, they, they go off vibes, my dude. Like the vibes matter a lot. And like, that's how you got guys like Stavros, Halkias or whatever, who's out here with no front fucking tooth and a goddamn mullet that's bald on the top of his head, and he's pulling ass, you know? Because he's funny, and he's a good vibe, and a good hang, and, like, makes people feel good when they're around him, and makes them feel attractive and good, and, like, that's that shit matters. So, like, I'm just saying, like, that... Maybe we can have another podcast, too, when we talk about, like, dating and shit. We could actually start. I do feel like there are a lot of dudes out here. If you're if you're like a heterosexual dude, or if you're like a dude who's mainly interested in women, that you don't even really understand. Like your your advice for how to be attractive to women is coming from fucking Andrew Tate. You know that's like the worst fucking person you could possibly have tell you how to be attractive to a woman. You have no fucking idea. You know, like you know, it's ridiculous. Like that's. You would also have to say that pulling ass is not the pinnacle of manhood either. And not a, no, 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 no. I would never even imply that. Ever. No. I have to say. And, and also, you know, the pinnacle Andrew, of life, you know. This Andrew Tate guy sounds like a bad hombre. <laughs> yeah, he really he does. does. I don't think I even know who that guy is. He sounds, he sounds like a real enchilada, let me tell you what. Real avocado i don't know <laughs> you know it, it is said that there are more types of andrews than there are types of tacos at least that's what uh what was it uh, joe's uh, wife said 
Joe's wife? Who's Joe's wife? Joe Biden. Joe Biden's wife, I think, compared. Oh, God. The amount oh, of top, no. the top. Dr. Oh, Jill? No. Rudy? Do I you mean Dr. Jill? I'm sorry. Oh, God. That's the totally one. kidding. That's the one. That's Gross. The one. Yuck. In, uh, in Spain, they say that there are more types of idiots than there are brands of cars. Every that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just true. Speaking as a type of idiot myself. <laughs> if only every country could be that honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what? I mean, I mean, what do you think, Rudy? You think you think dudes are in trouble out here? You think you think um, you know there's any hope for us? I or, think I think once I think there was a way that we. Uh, hold up, hold up. Let me check my words because I tend to take things a bit extreme at times, and I don't necessarily mean it. I just like to sort of poke the bear a little bit, so let me just be a little bit wise. Yeah, poke it. Uh, <laughs> poke the bear. Um, Go ahead. So, so, okay. So this is the thing, right? I think there is something that we're trying to fix. And it is legitimate that we try to fix this thing. Mm-hmm. But I think, I, I think we're failing. I, I, I do. I think we're failing, guys. I think there are naturally like these support systems for women and shit. And guys, we are sort of left to the wolves, you know, to, to educate us in how we, how we deal with like how we do courtship in this like new world that is like super politically charged and some cultures are able again like some cultures are able to resist this somehow like people guys are lucky to be born in certain cultures again women I, I understand that women have had it harder I'm just saying I'm sort of I'm I'm concerned myself in finding equilibrium and i don't think we find equilibrium for women by like trashing guys it's like i don't think we find i agree yeah i agree with that too 100 percent. because here's here's one of the things i know i know that it is difficult as a woman to to kind of talk about these things, especially from how much we have made progress and advancement as far as equality goes. But there are physical differences. And if we don't address the, if we don't address and try to help men that feel disaffected, then all of those aspects that we identify as dangerous will come back on us. I got so much to say about this. I mean, I I know, I know. We don't even have to get to the physical differences yet because we're talking about societal conditioning in a large part. Right. And also I I don't think the physical differences of men just generally is what leads them to be more isolated and more susceptible to like the incest. It's not the physical differences. It's a societal difference. It has nothing to do with the physical difference. I I feel here's why, here's why I give a little pushback here. Right is because I think oftentimes, oftentimes it's a trick. It's a trick that that the society kind of pulls sometimes in trying to essentialize qualities of the sexes first to explain things that should be explained first and foremost by the societal conditioning of it. 
by the patriarchy aspects of it. I agree now, with that we, don't, we have not talked about physical differences basically at fuck at all when it comes to like how men express themselves, how like how they feel are able to feel vulnerable with people, how they're able to do any of that. I feel like a motherfucker who understands politics slipped that physical difference shit in so that they can have us arguing over the same shit about the essential qualities of men, which make them different from women, right? And that plays into the motherfucking patriarchal argument that we're at today. So whenever I see that shit, my fucking spider sense just starts tingling. I'm like, nah, nigga, like, sorry. I, I, have, to, I have to calm myself. I shouldn't say the N-word. I don't know if there are any other black people. Okay, you, you all know how it is. I gotta, but well, I'm, I'm like, not gonna say it. Go with it. Okay, yeah, you can't guys can't it. say But you it. can. <laughs> I mean, you can, I don't, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> But that's that's where I go to first and foremost is it's like because that that's a trick. It's a trick and it's one of those things that I see see kind of happening, right? And so so what I want to talk about, Rudy, you are correct though. Like there are societal reasons, like men in the way that we are societally conditioned, especially in America in particular, are there are so many things around courtship around just like dating, around just like being, around how you should present, about what is it even attractive that creates so much fucking chaos around like what it means to be like a man, right? Like even that idea that I that needs to be deconstructed and that we need resources for these men because look, none of us, none of us as a society benefit from having a bunch of bitch ass niggas running around. Let's just be honest. Right. And right. also, if you don't correct this type of stuff, it leads to like paramilitary violence and school shootings. Like That's you have saying. to address this stuff. Like That's it is saying. not something to be thrown away. And you, and we can't just sit here and harp on only women's troubles without also recognizing men's troubles. It is a real fucking thing. And it has to be discussed more broadly on the left. And we have to have a response because as long as it is that we blame men for it, then we're not actually producing a policy or a way forward. That's, that's my issue with it. It's, we Look, have I, to actually analyze the condition. I don't like, give a response. I don't like you are hundred percent correct. I do not like bootstraps mentality type shit unless we have sort of examined all factors to look at uh, a situation and understand that like, all right, in this respective, in, in, in this re like respective in, uh, situation, then this individual needs to lift themselves up by their bootstraps. Most of the times, whenever people's talking about this bootstrap type shit, like blame men, like blame men for, the patriarchal, like, look, you could blame certain men for, like, like the idea, the idea of a patriarchal system, but, like, we're talking about a systemic issue here. When we see the same shit happening over and over and fucking over again, that is a system issue. That is not an individual continual failing of men, and I think that's, you know, I think that's one of the things that, like, a lot of, because a lot of dudes do feel nowadays that, like, they're being villainized individually. Like, which is why, which is again, the, the whole point that I wanted to get across in this podcast is like, guess what, men? Those same systems that are oppressing women are literally oppressing you and making you, like, there. you are also, like, patriarchy does not benefit you to any extent. It is oppressing you. It is causing you to have the same sort of, like, fucking, uh, uh, these, these ideas that are keeping you from genuine connection with another human being because you're afraid 
that if you do something too, like, I don't know, if you bake, you're gay or something like that, right? Like all of this shit, or you're concerned about like all this extra fucking bullshit that's on top of it. Like it's, it's literally stopping you from actually having a fulfilling connection with somebody, you know? I mean, I I totally agree. I think that in the terms that we are talking about whenever we say toxic masculinity or whatever I said earlier about toxic femininity, we are individualizing the problem when it's clearly a collective problem that everyone needs to work on, regardless of your gender, regardless on like whatever. And then I also just want to highlight Derek's uh, comment in the chat, like genuinely respect women as equals, recognize their individuality and learn from your mistakes. And most of these issues will go away. I yeah. do think that that is 100% correct, 100%. But at the yeah. same time, unless we create a culture where that is like a recognized method to deal with the problem, then right. it won't always work. But that is actually the solution. Yeah, it turns out Facebook. a lot of the solutions that the culture actually pitches you are be more of a dick, right? Can, can like I, if, can I, if, yeah, can I challenge you guys with something? There's, um, there's a guy that... There's a thing that uh, Zizek says that mm-hmm. sort of fucks with me a little bit. So mm-hmm. Zizek talks about his African friends, his black friends, who get offended at the fact that people aren't able to sort of joke with them and be able to, or even like when when a black person does something wrong, there's a way that like people treat them like they're almost infants, you know, and so, like, it's when we're talking about treating women as equal, sometimes treating people as equal means that you're willing to, uh, for lack of a better word, mistreat. Oh, Rudy, you're cutting up, and, and you were making a nuanced point. Yeah. Can you, can you hear what I'm saying? Oh, no. <laughs> American infrastructure. Let me try to speak fast before I hit the next bump in the road. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So, what was I saying? It's. I'm. I'm. A, I'm a sometimes treating people as equal. And, yeah. You, you yeah. You're saying sometimes, sometimes, sometimes treating people yeah, as equal like, is basically being able to rag on them a little bit. Exactly, and, and, like, like, and especially like, in the black yeah. community, in the African community, it's the same. We joke with our friends, and sometimes the jokes, like, we, we like to push the boundaries a little bit. Right. And so, how do you honestly, and like, I, and I like things that are organic, and organic things are mm-hmm. a bit awkward at times. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when you're going with the flow, you can say shit. And we also live in a highly political politicized world where you know like getting misunderstood could lead you to being called a nazi sympathizer okay can can, rudy if i could just real real quickly just because rudy here's the thing i i've been on a lot of dates recently at no point in time that i've made a joke that's like i'm gonna be a little racier i'm gonna be a little whatever have I ever gotten pushback? In fact, people like it because it turns out that I think a lot of this stuff of like a lot of these narratives too, of people like not actually responding to each other in ways that are, uh, I don't know, more human, actually being treated as equal or whatever, 
I, I feel like a lot of that shit is happening online. Real talk. Like uh, a lot of, if you're just talking to somebody, if you're just joking, if you're face to face, you're on a date, you're both just vibing, you're having fun and you say some stupid shit. You're like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Well, like, you know, like, uh, blah, 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 blah. As long as it's like, not like some generic whatever, people laugh and they're having a good time because it, it turns out that a lot of that even narrative that like, oh, women can't understand jokes or take jokes or be the butt of jokes is just a lot of people. I mean, I haven't seen it in real life. I'm going to be honest. Be honest. I'm not I'm not evidence, but like, uh, wait, what do you mean you haven't seen it in real life? Like, I haven't seen someone react to me in some way that was like, well, you know, that's super disrespectful and that's this and this and that. Well, you know? yes, Bide, we've talked about this offline, like not in a public format. Shelly, Shelly, don't tell people. We talk sometimes, every night, every week. No, what I'm saying is I'm saying that like we've talked about this, Bide. We've talked about the working class mentality around jokes. That's what I'm saying. We've talked about it. And part of one of the things that happens with working class folks is there's a certain amount of like ribbing and testing each other that comes yeah. with it. And yeah. as long as you are providing, as long as you're supporting your working class friends, I mean, I do it all the time. I, I told some elaborate dumb story about like me in a code and me making sure someone didn't fall. Um, but that's exactly what it is. As long as working class people know that people have your back, then they test each other. It, it is a way of confirming solidarity and realizing like whenever we rib each other about anything kind of like guys will test women. And then if women snap back, then they go, oh, fuck. Yeah, she's working class. And then we're all together. It's the same thing. We do it all the time. We test each other constantly to say, are you on my side? Yeah. Listen, that is what ribbing, working class people is just do. part of community sorry ben i accidentally in, in, invited you to speak but please get back at the queue i'll bring you up but but i mean do uh, you you see what i'm saying psych. i'm saying that there are some certain amounts of just kind of pushing each other uh -huh. to kind of figure out where it is that we stand yeah that's 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 like, a very working class thing that does not happen in the petite bourgeoisie and it does not happen in the elite classes because those I mean, are there's polite classes i don't know if it does or not because I'm not there, but I imagine that people giving each other shit is just a part of human life. You know, like it's seriously it's, fucking it. It's funny. I just it, like it like if someone's roasting funny. me real good, it's funny. You know, I'm right. With that. And but, and we keep getting obsessed over more of like the political correctness and whether or not. And I think that but, that uh, I think I, it most of that. No, still, there are certain things. There's, there's stuff what I'm that talking happens. about, I'm talking about, there are certain things that we can agree and disagree on as far as being polite, but like, just don't fuck with working class people and how it is that they handle their trauma. Working class people have been divided for so long. They are trying very hard to reconcile their differences. And whenever people come in and say, you can't reconcile your differences that way, it's very alienating and it sets the working class back. That That's my point to it. Like I have enough faith in the working class that they're going to be able to fix it. Yeah, yeah, me too. That, that's my stance. Rudy, Rudy, you got any any parting shots for us? Anything? Yeah, to say? let me let me let me give you guys some parting shots. Um, and again, oh, yeah. like I, oh. there's 
respect for what you guys are saying. Um, I see definitely a reality in what you guys are saying. Um, but like from a personal sort of, you know, from my point of view, again, I was, I was working in Spain and, and it's a, it's a different culture and I don't yeah. know how they, you know, again, find equilibrium the way that they do. And when I was in Senegal, I also found that there's this organic way that they're able to sort of interact and, and, you know, Spanish women are women that feel that they can, that they should and can defend themselves whenever you've like crossed the line. But there's this thing, there's this, this wave that they're able to ride where, again, they're able to not sort of disconnect and say, okay, let me leave my sort of my personal self out the door as soon as I work into my work establishment and just become this sort of like, um, you know, white bread, French, uh, you know, this sort of like a white bread yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Sure. Sure. Um, and so like, and I, I, I appreciate, but, like, I like that as a leftist, I like right. the, uh, the Rudy, raw human being. Doesn't that give you like evidence that the systems themselves are the oppressive parts that can force people to conform to being some kind of white bread in some kind of situations, right? Doesn't that mean it's not like an innate quality of the human beings themselves, but of the systems which force them to conform to that Def standard? Definitely. So, so if we talk about like men and women, if we talk about the degree of which, you know, like women aren't comfortable with this or men aren't, are like expected to do this and that, shouldn't we be looking at that system which compels them? Since we now have data from other countries too that says that like, look, you can have pretty natural interactions with different people in different circumstances, right? Like it's just that like the fact that so much of it is so, I don't know, like touch and go in America, like, isn't that like that? That's not a problem with the individuals who are becoming touch and go. It's a problem mm -hmm. with the system that's cultivating that type of behavior constantly, right? And those kinds of interactions and that kind of anxiety. You yeah, know what I'm saying like, I, I I get anxiety just thinking like because the, I I love the moment we're in because everybody's so sexually like liberated and so free in many ways, but at the same time, you know, especially with guys like. This is there. There are a lot of rules, and again, the thing is, in the on the left, I think it's a compensation thing. You know, women were and are in many ways like unfairly sort of treated by society, and so when somebody complains of the angst of men and all of this shit, people like fuck. What are you, do you have to give a? Do you have to give birth to a, a baby? No, you don't. So shut the fuck up. Like, I understand that kind of stuff. But again, if we don't find a solution to the angst of men and stuff like that, the right that like then and, you know, um, and shit, <laughs> you know. So, um, and again, I, in, in Spain, I, I don't know, and I'm not saying that in Spain they found it, but in Latin America, you can also see it. There's a, it's hard to figure out how to get everybody sexually liberated, but at the same time, like, 
there's there's obviously a way to do it and it's it's in respecting everybody and treating everybody the same at the same time like we have to be sort of less anal about certain things and i think we are excessively mm-hmm. anal about certain things and like especially certain identical identity things and it's not organic concerns it's concerns from like white liberals that are trying to just muck up everything i think and then from here i'm just gonna let it go might be able to say what i'm saying in a more cohesive way i appreciate you guys and keep it ridiculous yeah, really, yeah, really. i totally understood really what you were saying in. yeah yeah Whew, i'm getting tired y'all but thank you rudy uh yeah, what's, yeah, what's going on girl Biden needs a nippy nap Apparently. Um, can you all hear me? I can. Okay, cool. This is a really interesting conversation. I actually just posted a tweet a few minutes ago kind of talking about, um, I don't want to take us off on that track, but I was just talking about how like people who are married, um, there's all these benefits to being married. Like you can get credit cards easier. You can get like a home loan easier. You can get even in a lot of places, like even finding a place to rent when you have to have a house, you know, getting leases and like being married can help you. But God damn mm-hmm. it, you're single with a kid and you're a woman, not so much with a guy because they're like, oh, he's a single dad. My heart bleeds. But when it's a single mom, <laughs> it's really difficult. Um, cause then there's all this, these judgments, you know, when it's a single dad, like, oh, he's so sweet. He's still taking care of his kids, even though he's a dad. When it's a yeah, single mom, weird, yeah. that harlot, single. That's, a tr- that's a true thing. And if women don't display those characteristics automatically, then they are deemed terrible women. Whereas yes. it's exceptional for a man to display those characteristics. Yes. Exactly. But I was thinking, you know, on the left, it seems like what I've heard and what I kind of heard in this call and what I've heard elsewhere is there are people that think that there's all these talks about women's rights that are always happening online and stuff like that. And all God's honesty, and I'm on the left and I've been on the left and even amongst the neoliberals and even amongst like the tankies and all these different segments we got on the left, in all God's honesty, we don't talk about it. A lot, actually. You know, we don't yeah. talk, we haven't talked about the Violence Against Women's Act, which still doesn't have damn funding. We don't talk about the, the fact that only 1.9% of rapes that are ever filed, rape cases, ever come to the court. Um, and yeah. then even a smaller fraction of those end up in, in prosecutions. We don't talk about the fact that there's 500,000 kits that are still untested. We don't talk about the fact that two. Um, out of every four women um, have been in a domestic violence situation and that there's something like 40 million women that are in domestic violence situations right now. It happens with Mm -hmm. men too, but they always make us stipulate that. If we're talking about women's issues, it happens with men. We understand that and I want want equality for them, but it's also systemic from misogyny in our culture that causes the you know, violence against women and the, and I just went through my own shit, you know, and the things that people said to me was outrageous. I mean, and one thing that really stuck out to me was when, you know, the Johnny Depp trial was going on, everyone was like celebrating and and getting, and I understand that, yes, we're highlighting abuse by men, but where's that same energy? It's like they were just dying to, to, stomp out the Me Too movement. Yeah, that, 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 that Johnny Depp trial shit was, First of all, let's just be clear to anyone listening, that was a fucked up relationship 
for both partners on a lot of levels. I'm not trying to say Giant didn't go through it. I'm not trying to say Amber Heard didn't deserve some like accountability at times for some of those actions. But the way that shit like that gets post, like you can always tell, or maybe like maybe it's just me nowadays that I'm like, you know, a dude in my thirties who's seen some of it and seen some of that shit before with like GamerGate and everything. But you can always tell when the there's not a real concern here there's not like there, there, there there's like a, a case that men or like that people like a certain community can get behind that's really more about like trashing women than it is about like helping people who are victims of domestic violence right because like if you care i'm just being honest about it like look the the degree of people being like men too after that fucking verdict came out which, first of all, I have problems with the verdict just from like a legal standpoint. Like that, that's wild. That was a that was the the jury going out of their way to make a uh, a libel verdict work because I don't think she even mentioned him in the article. I won't get into all the legal specific specifics of that situation itself, but like the degree to which that became like a a men's rights rallying point. And that's the other thing. I don't know. Like, God, it's too late for me to get into, like... Well, the memes and uh, everything about her and how they were analyzed. She didn't cry the right way. There was a lot of, like... She didn't act the right way as a victim. And I'm like, how is a victim supposed to act, you know? Right, right. And here's the other... And and here's the other... Like, from what came out at that trial, to me, at least, if I'm on the jury, I'm thinking, all right, well, she... It's not like she was, like... Because with such some situations like that, like both people are victims at different times, you know, like it's it's a toxic ass relationship that shit needed to that shit needed to go a long time ago. Um, That was not a healthy relationship. It's like that Kendrick song again, like the fuck you nigga, fuck you bitch. Like this is a bad relationship. Like both of them, like. That's just what that is, right? But like the degree to which people are starting to rally around it or we're rallying around it um, to specifically sort of demonize her and to sort of create some kind of situation where, I don't know, like suddenly that erases all me too and shit like that. I mean, fuck. Because I'm not saying that she didn't have things she should be held accountable for, but it was just the public reaction that I was like, holy shit, this is not good. Because here, I'm I'm thinking, you know, and and, um, my black comrades, they go through this shit. Black women, I've seen go through this shit far more than, you know, even black men. But it's how we dress, how we speak, how we interact with others, how we age, you know, even, and then there's even the whole thing of, you know, I've been in professional spaces where I can say something and it's kind of like discounted, but if a man comes in and says it, then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. So, and so, and I'm like, what's hundred percent? I just said it. And that happens. My black comrades, it was the same shit. They would say something Mm -hmm. and then a white person would repeat it. And all of a sudden it has some kind of validity, you know? Right. Right. God, there's so much we can unpack here. Maybe we do a part two episode of this because this I kind of I, I kind of think uh, we might need to. I honestly, let's okay. So here's what we're gonna do. Zena, Zena, I'd love to have you back. 
next time. I don't know if we do it next week, but like I, I really do yeah, want to yeah. talk about this. This gets into like the specifics too of like, look, there's. Uh, do we do a do we do an episode on why a lot of motherfuckers like a lot of brothers shut their mouth whenever it comes to like me too, even though there's like complicated history around a lot of this shit. Like how nuanced do we want to get with this shit though too? Because it's like you have to understand that like rec- recognizing oppression anywhere is like you have to understand that two things can be true at the same time for some people, and and, and for like. We live in a world, too, where women have been systemically oppressed, where they've been sexually violated, where it's continuing on today, and it's continuing on today in a way that's bold enough to where motherfuckers are trying to do it on Tinder dates and Hinge dates in 2022. The fuck out of here, right? Like, why the fuck is that still happening? Or in, you know, like what I went through in the workplace. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I just, yeah. I just lived through it very publicly and very firsthand. And, you know, there was a lot of support. And I appreciate everyone that, you know, came out in support. But also, I didn't want that shit to go public. I didn't want exactly. all that because exactly. I knew what it would be like. And it was exactly. even worse than what I had imagined it could be. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and all of that is fucking is true and it's real and it's happening and it's happening to you. It's happening to people on this call. And then at the same time too, and it, 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 I, this is not a but statement. This is not a but of any way. So let's just nip that first of all. But you know, we got a movie coming out about Emmett Till, right? And if you start like, God, we cannot dissect all of these things right now. We, it's too, there's a lot to say here. But is I it going to be as diluted as the uh, Fred Hampton movie? Because I, I felt not. that was. I hope not. But I'll say I hope that, not either. I'll say, I still think I'll the movie say, was good. I'll say this like, one of the. Once you start talking to black men about, like, especially, like, oh, God, I'm not getting into this right now. But let me just say, let me just say this. Because, like, there's. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. We'll, we won't get into it right now. Let this well, I, I will say one thing. A lot more black men came out in support of me and called out the bullshit. And a lot of black women um, came out and called out the bullshit. One of them was like a sexual survi- survivor um, advocate nationally. She was amazing. I didn't even know her. She came out. So like, I don't know. I saw a lot of camar- camaraderie from, from black men in the community and what I was getting shit from were all like probably 30 to 40 year old white incel dudes who call yeah, themselves, you know, but, but seriously, there was a lot of black men. There was, there were people that were messaging me, telling me they're sorry that I went through what I went through. You know, I got yeah. support from folks over at Fred Hampton leftist, you know, like yep. I got some love from people, you know, and, so, and I will say that, that, that black men did come out in support and, and defense. And it was really sweet to see. I'm glad, and I, I'm glad they did because, like, I would do the same. And what I'm saying here is this: the people who are most likely to have those stories, like black men, who are, you know, if there's anything of like a false accusation or a false me too or something, statistically, 
I would put money on it. It's more likely to happen to black men and they're still coming out to support. So what does that tell y'all? Like what I'm trying to say is like, there's motherfuckers who will try to weaponize your struggle that you've been through too for shit you do not support. You know, do not weaponize my experiences as like a, uh, and I'm not talking about you Zena, but like the white like incel dudes who will be like, oh, well, what about the false me too's? I know a brother named Jared Allen who spent 17 years in prison for uh, falsely accused of a rape he didn't commit until DNA evidence finally exonerated him. You know, a white lady who accused him at the time, she was 17, didn't want to tell her parents about it, what she had been out doing. So she just sent a bunch of brothers to jail. And like, he's not out here asking for y'all, incel motherfuckers or whatever, to tell his story as an anti-Me Too. You know what I mean? Like, he's not out here but, like, people are trying to weaponize that experience that he had to push a fucking narrative to oppress another group of people. And it's like, God, there's so much to unpack with this shit. We should do an episode. God, we, we, we should just continue this in a part two because there's so much. There's so much. I think so, too. But <clears throat> just yeah. real quick, if, if we can get Ven in and just, like, set a three-minute yeah, limit. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm here. I'm because here he's that. the only one it. left, you know. I know. Uh, I'll be quiet. Zeneb, Zeneb, thank you so much for calling in. I, I, I really appreciate it. God, I was, I, there's so much to talk about, to think about. But then, come on in. I, you were down there in the chat talking, talking about something. Uh, you disagreed a while back. It's been a minute. How you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you, guys. First of all, I would like to say that uh, it's refreshing to see this topic being discussed, um, especially. I guess you guys are leftists, right? But, um, Honestly, I don't... yeah, I guess unless like some data comes out that completely disproves everything that I've been learning, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I just want human beings to fucking succeed, homie. That's it, and be like yeah. happy. So like, nah, if some data comes out that, that everything that was wrong, then you know maybe I'll be. Me and Biden are totally different. I'm a hardcore commie. Yeah. All right, there you yeah, go. There you go. But I, regardless, I think it's good. This conversation is good. Um, I don't think it gets talked about enough, but I think. Um, there was a lot of things I was going to say, but I don't want to keep you guys. But I'll just say. Yeah. Um, and also, girl, you missed a good three hours of this conversation. So, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I know I did. That's saying, why I asked you coming we, in. But I talk about. Back, we, back we, to we, you, Ben. Yeah, we've been talking about a lot, Ben. So it's like, know. you know, who knows? Maybe yeah. Go back and listen. Maybe we've already addressed it. But keep. keep I'm sure. I th- what do you guys think about the. I feel like there's. Because. Like I grew up in Africa and uh, I came here part? to the uh, Somalia. Okay. So I came here I, as a young man. I'm sorry. Uh, and I'm really sorry, that's his country, nigga. <laughs> no, I'm not sorry about his country. I'm sorry about what my country did to his country. Okay, fair, fair. <laughs> I think on, we did ahead, a man. lot of things to ourselves more than what you guys did. But although I was there, um. I was there in the, the Black Hawk Down thing, but that's a different story. Um, yeah. Were you one of the motherfuckers rushing the helicopter? Like, fuck you. Like, uh, <laughs> Who was the girl? <sighs> Never mind. I don't want to talk we about that. We got to get done. We got to get done. Okay, let's go. <laughs> no, no. I was, I, was like, I was like a teenager. So. Yeah, but okay. um, um, one thing I realized uh, just like coming to the West is I feel there's a lack of uh, – um, I guess uh proper 
masculine role models, uh, more so nowadays for young men. And uh, some of the, I think that's why you see, um, let's let's just call them unimpressive people that uh, go viral amongst amongst young men um, yeah. that don't really have much value to say, but they say some things that a lot of young men. It's not that they want to say, it's not that it's what they're thinking, but it's the fact that these things don't get discussed enough amongst men in a healthy yeah. space where they're not going to be not gonna... called a misogynist or whatever. And uh, they get frustrated. So you got people like, uh, what's the, what's the, what's that, what's the black man that died a few months ago? Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels. Yep. You got this, yes, this guy that's going viral right now, whatever his name is, something Tate. Andrew Tate. Yeah, so you got you got figures like that, and I don't I don't want to compare the two, but whatever, just generally, um, that go viral amongst young men because mm-hmm. these guys are saying things. Not that what they're saying is anything impressive, because it's not. It's the fact that they're saying things that young men feel like they can't talk about, and just have this space to make mistakes and fuck up and talk about shit, and not feel like maybe they're going to be branded something and whether that feeling is justified or not, that's how they feel. That's why they gravitate to some of these figures. What do you guys think about that? No, I, no that's, 100% I, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, I think that you're, you're definitely hitting something. It's, it's the fact that men have been relegated to, to a specific axis where they can speak, act, um, be seen as men and be designated as such. And whenever people don't necessarily feel like that fits and then they look for outside things, if just a single person, if they say 75% bullshit and 25% truth, you are going to be more connected to the person that says 25% truth if mainstream media is spouting 100% lies. That's, and yeah, it's, it's, that's it's, a good point. It's like, here's the thing, you know, like people... We've, we've discussed how men, especially men in this country, or boys in particular, are sort of funneled into social isolation. Um, yep. there's, they're not really funneled into places where there's a lot of community. Uh, they are taught, they are hearing all of these culture wars that are playing out in the media. They are not really given permission to be vulnerable they don't really have spaces to be vulnerable. They're not really given permission to kind of look outside of themselves. Everything that you hear culturally in, you know, like some fucking Ted Cruz shit or something is about like, or Marco Rubio, who they don't even realize that these politicians are just using the the concept of their manhood or their lost manhood as a political tool yet. Right. They don't understand that the idea of saying something like we're not even letting men be men anymore is a complete nonsense statement. But they do know that it's it, it's going to get someone votes. You know, the politicians know it's going to get them votes. So that's the framework with which they hear it as. Right. So you have a socially isolated person who does not have a community, who does not have the space to be vulnerable, who feels like somehow the full expression of themselves in, in, I don't know, like as they are in society is going to, I don't know, be outside the bounds of manhood that they're already worried about having lost. They don't want to, you know, fail. They've been taught that they're 
that the individual rises above everything. They've been taught that, you know, like Elon Musk is like the greatest whatever of whatever instead of just some fucking guy, right? Sure. And, and, and they don't have any framework that's alternative to that. So these people who do come out in these, you know, these Kevin Samuels who are teaching you some things that you should get together, like wash your ass, number one, wash your fucking ass, put on, you know, put on some clothes, you know, you know, like make your bed. Shit. Like make it like that, make your bed. That fucking Jordan Peterson became a fucking phenomenon by just saying, Hey, like I don't like this trans bill and also make your bed. Yeah, he said he basically Jordan Peterson said, fuck trans people and also have you considered straightening your sheets? And he and he's created a fucking movement where people will just listen to anything that he says. It's insane. And now he just goes around fucking crying and being like woke liberal. Like it's so fucking stupid. But like you're right. Like there there's a real framework. There's a real need for people to start addressing the sort of conditions that men are under systemically. This is one thing I will say about like the current system that we're under. I'm, you know, like, I don't think there's really much value to being like, who has it harder, men or women or whatever? Because like, because- a lot of times, like if, if I'm just being honest, like most of the times it's like, it's to me, it's pretty clear it's women. But that being said, like, even if we don't even have that conversation about who has it, harder in society right now or under capitalism or whatever like the 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 the, there is some truth to the idea of like the anonymous sort of dude or the average dude and just being sort of expendable you know like exactly no one there's no like there's a true like expendability to like i I, want to build off what you're saying because i think the, the the thing is uh the community thing is a huge issue um like in for example back home and even there's it happens in uh in here as well within different communities but it's not uh you know it's 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 too rare but back home for example there's a communal aspect of you know there's so many men that you can see you can have an example of of what a man is and what a man should do and obviously there are, there's issues everywhere but generally yeah. there's a communal aspect of young men are not looking on the fucking internet or random people who are talking nonsense about uh you know what a man should be and what a man should do and all this things from this is just my perspective in places like in places like Africa with masculinity yeah. It feels a bit more natural because there's a sense of community. It doesn't matter how poor these societies are. The community is always there. The community raises the kid, in a sense, uh, the young man, and teaches him right from wrong. And that are taught, that are uh, giving the example. Obviously, there are problems, but that, I think, is more effective versus the isolationist uh, issues that happen over here because there's not really... Um, uh, there, there aren't any healthy spaces for men to fuck up, make mistakes, and whatever. And it, it, it manifests itself in very awkward social interactions between men and women that I notice nowadays. Um, and I think um, men, I think men, uh, the problem with the young men, and I'm talking about young men right now, is mm-hmm. they just need uh, an aspect of community. Uh, where they can see different examples face to face, 
that will allow them to give them a space to fuck up, to make mistakes, to learn, and not worry about, you know, whatever being they feel they may feel they're being they'll be ostracized with certain mistakes and whatever because i talked to a lot of young men in my community for example and we try to do things to make uh uh, build programs or just have a place for young men to come together and discuss things and whatever no women it's just men we're talking and it's i think it's good and i think there needs to be more of that but I'm concerned about young men, uh, honestly, and the lack of community and the social uh, sure. isolation that exists in a lot of these Western societies. Yeah, I mean, like, 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 it's it's when when society is meant to exploit you as much as possible and get as much of your time as possible um, uh, for the purposes of profiteering. Uh, it turns out there's not going to be very many social programs or anything or, or sort of attention paid to you as a person or to your actual development. Uh, and when, I don't know, I do think there's probably something to be said about the degree to which, oh God, oh, there's so much we can get into here. We can get into the sort of capitalization of like identity politics. And I forget who it was, but the idea of like creating like a false, like pr- using identity in its most, uh, in its most like a, 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 what do you call it when it's like not deep, when it's like, not, it's not deep, it's it's very shallow? like surface level. Shallow, thank you. <laughs> I'm so dumb. Oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> shallow after deep. Holy shit. Oh my God. Nobody tell anybody that just happened. But using the most, the most shallow aspects of like identity to like sell products and shit, right? To, 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 uh, you know, rob everything of its actual, the thing that actually gives identity meaning, you know, Uh, like identity doesn't really like, Oh God. Oh my God. I, you know what? I won't get into it. They're so far to okay. go down. <laughs> okay. So, so, so just real quick then, because um, I, I want to let Bai give his closing comments so he can like, just, like yes. round it all out. What, yes. Superficial is also a good word. It's definitely a bad time for Bai. It is bedtime. Bide. I can barely think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, I'm I'm trying to like I had a very specific thing that I was gonna say uh, and then now I've totally forgotten it but I'm just gonna say then uh, I I do think that there were some things that you're 100% right on um, as far as like sort of like the alienation of men but then it also has to be tempered with how women have felt about it over time in any system of government that we've ever experienced. There has never been a single system of government that has ever been able to bring women and men together. And that is what kind of the ultimate struggle is, is it is like we are trying to figure out how it is that we make that synthesis happen. And we're not trying to do it in a, in a way that makes men sacrificial because that is a humongous problem. As much as it is that we are going to sit here and talk about women are always oppressed all the time, there are certain moments in time, especially in war, where men are repressed and sacrificed way more readily than women. 
and yeah, it happens. Well, that's, yeah, the expandability of men. Yes. I mean, and, and there has better. to be a recognition of that. Like, well, it's not an either or. It's the, a yes well, that's, and. that's kind of what you I'm talking I mean? about. I'm it's talking a, about like right. women are complaining about a longer and slower repression, and men are talking about a very acute repression. It's and then though. we it's argue like, yeah. about which one is more repressive. And I don't think that that's helpful. Do you, I mean, do you see what I'm saying? It's like we both experience it. One is very quick and acute. One is very long and chronic. Yeah. So who yeah, wins? That's, that's, no well, one that's, wins. That's the whole point of the boys to men. Is that like the patriarchal system oppresses you to your your desire to return to a more patriarchal version of it because as dane said you know the toilets used to work better and you could flush more of your shit down in there is not a solution you used to poop like a man it is like it is a, a look i i poop like a man and it's too much shit okay it's not even just like poop <laughs> it's like poop if pooping like a man is having like diarrhea then I, I'm I am Hulk Hogan or whatever. I don't. That's I don't pooping like, like diarrhea is pooping like a woman. A woman because we're so hysterical. Oh, is it? All our bowels. Right, well, fine. Then I I poop like a lady. I poop like a proper <laughs> British lady. Okay. Um, so let, Victorian. Then I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is what it's come down to, my dude. I am. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. I apologize, my guy. I I do need to go to bed at some point. Um, yeah. All right. I. My brain gets foggy. I'm, I'm, I'm getting off here so you can finish up. Bye-bye. I love you. Okay. Bye, no, Bye. I'm definitely going to catch your guys' uh, show next time as well. So appreciate it. Please do. I would love it. You know what? If, if When we continue this, we'll call back in. We'll start with you. We'll start the conversation off. You know, wherever you're at in the queue, I'll bring you up and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. But I think uh, I I thought there might be a lot to discuss with this one, but there is. I think this is almost an endless topic for the time being, you know? Um, yeah, it's like it's just one of somebody topics. asking you to name all your friends on the spot. And you're like, damn, I don't know where to start. So I, no, I get it. Yeah. Because I have no friends. <laughs> no, I got a lot of friends. I'm popular as fuck, y'all. I'm so cool. Okay, Vin, thank uh, you, you so much. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. No man. problem, brother. Thank you for calling in. All right. Okay, friends. We're at four hours and 38 minutes. I worked a full day. <laughs> uh, I am tired as a motherfucker and I'm supposed to call people. And I'm supposed to make plans with people for tomorrow. I have, and, and I find out I may have double booked and I have no fucking idea um, because one of my friends is in town and I'm supposed to go to a barbecue in the suburbs. Yay. I don't know what I'm doing. Listen, thank you all so much for your contributions. Thank you so much for your interest in this topic and for sitting around and just listening. Like, goddamn, given four and over over four and a half hours of your time, and I know some of you've been here the whole time. What? Like, thank you. That's so cool. And I, I, I you know, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting topic, and it's one that I actually am really. Uh, there's a lot more to say on it, and I hope that instead of just I don't know, uh, instead of just a bunch of like bullshit and talking and and i don't know i i do think i do hope we can actually start reach reach for some actual systemic solutions to solving some of this because look i'm sorry but it doesn't benefit anyone for me to be 
one of the only dateable guys on the market, apparently, like straight up. Like, and I'm not saying that on, on, you know, some me shit, but like, bruh, the fact that like, there are so many, that is a societal problem when you got so many single cool people out here and like nobody fucking that that's an issue. I'm just saying that's, that's, that is something that should be actually addressed. Okay. Um, because we're going to get to Star Trek too. We're going to have to do some more fucking people. <laughs> Y'all better get on it. We are behind. All right. So we got to get to where we need to get to. But I, I'm sorry. I'm just being stupid now. Uh, thank you all so much. Love you all. Uh, hope you enjoyed your stay at the Prep Tantive Inn Suites. Take care.